everyone welcome back to the nintendo prime podcast uh season two episode 29 and uh look we 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 have we have a three pack today it's 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 half of our six pack but that's all right uh we will more than make up for it next week next week is our special tears of the kingdom spoiler cast we've already got seven on that show add three more make it a clean 10 it's gonna be a lot of fun uh, but tonight, you've got Mr. Andres Restart. How's it going, buddy? I'm glad I didn't mute my mic. I'm good. <laughs> got as well next to him, Mr. Eric Moore. Hello. And I am the host, as always, Mr. Nintendo Prime. All right. So, we have a lot we can get into, but we'll start like we always start. What have we been playing lately? This should be pretty quick. Eric, what have you been playing lately? Uh, I brought my Switch again. Yay! I'm, I'm, he played a switch. Uh, yeah, right. Um, still Tears of the Kingdom. I beat yes. my second dungeon now. Hey, which one? Temple. Which one? Ah, that was definitely goofy. The try uh, the carts, the mine carts. What? You didn't I cheese mean, it? Yeah. What? No, I'll just do a whole bunch of uh. There's multiple ways to yeah, cheese it. Yeah. You can go down to the lava uh, with a hydrant, and then you can just stack shit. No, no, no. 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 You you could just kind of build a path to go underneath. And then you can just ascend up in. Nice. Uh, you could do nice. that. You could also do what a lot of people did. They built a hover bike. Oh, yeah. And then they just literally just cheated the whole thing. I mean, yeah. Uh, or you could just do it the way I did, which is try to do it the legit way. And then somehow end up climbing a lot like uh, like I did in Breath of the Wild because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I forget there's new mechanics. Yeah, right. And uh, huh. yeah, about that. Yeah. No. So I've been playing that. Um, I'm doing the uh the depths i just got the um oh god whatchamacallit um careful now the careful auto now the auto build you got yeah. auto build okay yeah. congratulations there yeah. you yeah. go dude that's a it's a sick feature yeah yeah not even because like it saves vehicles like that's cool but because you can save items with it you sure can do a lot that. you can do a lot with it <laughs> you 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 can like anytime you fuse something you can save it. You can save it, yeah. And then if it's like uh, an item from the world, I use Ultra Hand just for the yeah, 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 yeah. And if it's an item from the world, like say a giant metal plank or something that isn't normal, mm-hmm. when you auto build, it'll just appear. Hmm. So you can kind of summon anywhere. It's it, it's pretty. Let's say it's very. It's a very it's interesting broken. system to abuse. <laughs> no, it's intended. Yeah. It's just a very easy to abuse. That's why you're seeing people build calculators and. Other crazy things right now. I don't even. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, no, it's insane. That's where I'm at. Nice, nice. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you got that. So you got you got a a few dungeons to go. So good, yeah. good luck, yeah. sir. Yeah. Good luck, sir, on the rest of your journey. Uh, I you know we're, I, I'm not going to say much because next week's a spoiler cast. So like, and he hasn't beat it. Like conveniently, Eric's not here next week. Yeah, oh, right. look, Eric's not going to be around. Family so the spoiler up, cast up, so. happened. Good time for the game. Yeah. yeah. So kind of otherwise the spoiler cast might have been this week, but honestly, uh, the way guests have been dropping out from every podcast the last month, uh, it's probably good that I had two weeks to plan the spoiler cast mm-hmm. instead of one. Uh, and we actually have some guests already planned out in August, so you know what? Hopefully they don't drop out. Some bro, I'm talking to you, <laughs> talking to you, buddy. You drop out on the on August second. You and I, I look at the camera and see your finger pointing at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Anyways, uh so Andres, what have you been playing lately? Um 
I mean, I know what I will be playing this week. Uh, I'm in a hurry. So I've been playing a combination of the Pikmin 4 demo. Mm-hmm. I finished that mm, Sunday night. I've been playing Pikmin 2. And every once in a while, I'll jump into Tears of the Kingdom, but I haven't played a lot the last week or two. Um, I, I anticipate I'll probably go back once I finish Pikmin 4. Uh, but uh, beyond that, I've actually been playing a decent amount of Switch Sports uh, just mm. because for Father's Day, I got my dad Switch Sports because he used to play Wii Golf all the time. And whenever I'm at his house, which has been a lot lately because there's been family, so I've been visiting, we've been playing a lot of uh, Switch Sports, mostly golf. And I used to hate it. Not hate, hate's a strong word, but <laughs> like, you know, back 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 um during the, 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 the Wii days, which is kind of like my high school beginning like it, it happened between my high school to college years um that that transition um they would play Wii golf all the time and i was like oh, but there's so many other games there's there's smash brothers there's there's mario kart there's there's zelda like there's donkey kong like come on let, let, let's play something else and they're like not we golf and like oh, i can't stand this but now in my more mature wiser form i have a a greater sense of appreciation and just slightly more patience so i've been able to perform a little bit better at a switch sports golf Uh, so yeah it's fun well you know when you you give up trying to get them to change their mind that'll happen sometimes (laughs) yeah awesome i can't i just accepted that i'm the hardcore gamer (laughs) a hardcore gamer uh so on my end i played a smidge of tears of the kingdom after i beat it technically i beat it after the the podcast last week so that you could argue i beat tears of the kingdom this week this last week so that's pretty exciting uh got the true ending and all that cool yeah guys i don't really consider that a spoiler it's kind of like uh breath of the wild there's multiple endings depending on what you've completed in the game um that being said i've also played a little bit more of final fantasy 16 uh, because I wanted to see if my initial impressions after a few hours still held up. And yes, my initial impressions held up. Um, I still don't like it. So <laughs> there is that. Uh, I did dabble a smidge into the Pikmin 4 demo. Just a smidge. See, this is basically yesterday. And I'm like, dude, the game's out like tomorrow night. I might as well just wait at this point. I've waited this long with the Pikmin demo. Why not? Why not just wait? Uh, so yeah and it was kind of cool because i i heard something on my switch i went like and i said oh it just gave me the final little update because it updated pikmin 4 updated to 1.0.1 so it just updated pikmin 4 for me because it's already pre-installed um so that's what i will be playing at some point tomorrow night it, through the weekend i mean i might even be done with the game after the weekend we'll see we'll see how that goes but here's the p- biggest pikmin game yet yeah, they said. Well, they said what? Well, there's more to do or more to collect or something than all the other prior Pikmin games combined. Ooh. That's big awesome, game. by the way. Which that means that this game should be pretty hefty, pretty big, pretty large compared yeah. to other Pikmin um, games. You're, you're pro- it's not a. From what I've seen, you're not. You're pro- it's not like a Legend of Zelda 100 plus hour campaign kind of big. Mm-hmm. I heard the campaign like, but there's. You know, between the main campaign, apparently there's a lot of really good post-game content um, that's significant, uh, that's really cool. And then you have the Dandori stuff. Um, like, you can... You have a lot to enjoy with this base base game. So, yeah. Yeah. So, like, 
I'm 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 really excited for this one. Uh, plus, I saw that there's a Zelda Easter egg, so that always, anytime there's a Zelda Easter egg and it's a music related, it really makes me smile. So that's 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 a fun one for those who haven't seen it, don't know about it. It's cool. Play Pikmin Four and be happy. Uh, we do have a Pikmin Four topic today, by the way. Finally, we're talking some Pikmin uh, because there's actually been some news and some stuff happening around the series and Miyamoto um, saying some stuff about it as well because they did do an Ask the Developer uh, segment on it. So we'll talk about that a bit later. What I uh, want to do right now quick is something I've been forgetting to do, but uh, no more. We'll remember now every month. Uh, we got to thank some of our patrons who directly support the podcast. Uh, if you would like to be shouted out and one, one podcast per month, all you have to do is go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Nintendo Prime and become a $5 and up member. Uh, the patrons who are supporting our show this month, we have Anixia at $20. We have Kylan Grant at 5 Chris Palmer at 5 Zenith at 10 James Fazel at 5 2 at 20 and Joe Prosco as a $10. So thank you guys so much for directly supporting the show because that's pretty much what all $5 and up ones are about. They're about the podcast. The money from it goes towards podcast-related equipment and stuff. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Uh, and I guess we just hop right into our first topic, uh, because this wasn't going to be the first topic. Like this wasn't supposed to be a topic at all today. Why Jeff Grubb, the topic's literally called the Jeff Grubb rumor train. First off, we haven't had like some nice juicy Jeff Grubb Nintendo related rumors in a while. Um, cause he backed off after the man had to cut his hair Nintendo trolled him and dropped Metro prime remaster two months later. <laughs> Right. Um, he uh, kind of backed off and said, hey, I need to do better. He was saying this before, long before he cut his hair um, about double sourcing and all that. And he's been the source on a bunch of rumors uh, for other consoles that have turned out to be true over the last year. But he's backed off on Nintendo until yesterday. I don't know what came over him. Um, uh, they have a producer on their show now that apparently stops him from doing this. But the producer wasn't in. <laughs> yesterday <laughs> so they got like 12 minutes into the show and he's like do i do the? Do you guys want something crazy do we want to make some headlines <laughs> yeah, he just drops the bomb pretty early <laughs> on do, do, do you want to make some headlines let's make some headlines yeah. the so-and-so is not here to stop me this time <laughs> acting as if maybe the producer's been preventing him from saying anything um but he probably yeah, instructed him to do so because of, because of what happened before. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah the, like it's not just Metro Prime Remaster, which you could argue technically was right on. It clearly was delayed. Uh, but the the Wind Waker and Twilight Princess one that's been the yeah the yeah, and he even in talking this time says, "By the way, I'm not saying it's at you because like his his buddy Mike or whatever brought up." Uh, brought up the Wind Waker, and he's like, don't you? No, no, no. Jeff doesn't want to even go there. He doesn't want to even revisit those rumors. Um, that being said, we got a bunch of stuff. Let's start with the first thing that that, that he mentioned. Um, and we'll, it's, we'll kind of go with the first thing and then the very last part that he brought up because they're kind of related. Uh, and scratching at the mic. I see this cat here. Yo. <laughs> this, this is what happens when it's just me on. You're going to just see me getting extra weird. You can see the fuzz, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're going to start with the first thing he said that he's like very sure of and is very specific. And he thinks he knows when it's going to happen, but he's not really positive. Um, Metro Prime 2 Remake 
I think he used the word remake. I probably remastered. remaster, but uh, I, I, I believe he said remastered. Anyways, it's coming soon. And he says he thinks it's going to happen at the September director. At least that sounds right to him. Uh, he also later said a September director is going to happen, although he noted that shouldn't really be news because they do one every September. But he's already heard that there's going to be one in September. Like, well, yeah, of course. Um, and, you know, he thinks that he thinks this is what he thinks. It'll be around the time of the Nintendo uh, thing that are doing the Nintendo live 2023, which that part's a little interesting. Cause that's literally the first through the fourth. Like it doesn't get any earlier in the month and that's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So clearly the direct's not happening then. So it would have to be the following like Wednesday or Thursday. So I, whatever, I have no idea, but that's what he said. So let's start there. Metroid prime Two remake. Cause as yes, he talked Zelda. We'll get to that. What are we thinking? What, what, what's happening? Does remastered. this make sense? Yeah, remastered, remastered. whatever. Remastered, um, whatever. I mean, so in terms of the, the, the Metroid stuff first, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think I, I saw your bullets. Like he said, relatively soonish, which is a very relative term. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I think something to be careful about. Not that I disagree. I'm not saying I disagree, but it's just this is just kind of like the road we've gone down before. Um, where you hear something and then you know about something else and then you connect the dots. Like as as theorists, speculators, people who talk about the news, like that's, you know, you, you do. If you're going to engage in discussion, you're going to make connections. Like that's, that's part of the conversation, right? But when you are one who reports the news or the one who's a source on stuff, when you start connecting dots and thus are saying more than what you heard, it can start to get messy. So what I'm getting at here um, is he heard that Metro Prime 2 Remastered is happening relatively soonish in his words, right? Um, and he's heard there's going to be a September Nintendo Direct, which shouldn't come as any shock, right? I think yeah, there's only I'm one yeah. time we didn't have a general Nintendo Direct and we still had like two Directs in that month anyway. Yeah, we didn't, it, was, it, was, it, was it was back here. in 2020. And even right. then we, they had the Mario event and everything. So like, and every September. partner Direct that yeah. had multiple yeah. other stuff. Like, so They're presenting they get, stuff every September. Yeah, exactly. September's always going to have a slew of Nintendo announcements. Like we, we agree on that. It hasn't, it, since they've started, it's always been that way, at least during the Switch era. But the point I'm simply making is that I just want to think it's it's a healthy distinction to make is that we are making that leap that because we're hearing Metro Prime 2 Remastered is coming soon, it's going to be in the Nintendo Direct. He made that leap. He, he said made, it. right. He, no, he, he, no, he did say he doesn't know that it'll be there. He just says it sounds right because, right. well, Metroid Prime 1, what happened? It was shadow dropped in February. So if it's going to be coming relatively soonish, which to him sounds like this year then why oh, not yeah. shadow, why not mean, shadow drop this one during that next direct i mean i think Which, i think we all think it's it that nintendo doesn't have an august or september published title yeah, uh, yeah so i mean a I, shadow drop could work right yeah so do a september direct in the second week uh, of the month and, and announce the a physical version to come out like right at the end of september so they technically have a september release right both physical and, and digital and mm -hmm. then there's only one month of the skipping which is august which isn't really that out of the ordinary uh, so yeah. like I I can I can see that um, I think that's that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> like I before the rumor, I thought there was a good chance of this happening, but now I feel more confident on it. I think what might be more interesting to us is kind of talk about how he's not saying he's he, from what he's hearing. It sounds like it's just going to be Prime Two remastered. Yeah, 
and not two not, and three. Yeah, nothing about three, nothing about four coming. Just this, which I have a theory. I don't know. I'm not, by the way, I'm not relating this to the next generation system, although it probably is. But I get this feeling that if this is what they're doing and there's nothing to support it yet, because by the way, Metro Prime 2 hasn't even been announced, let alone Shadow Dropped or coming up. So right now it's just Jeff Grubb. There's been other people saying that they will happen eventually, but nobody was really saying it was happening soon um, for sure until Jeff Grubb's like, hey, this is just what I've heard, and he seems pretty confident. But he also noted later that, hey, just like Metro Prime 1, things could change. Like It could be soon at the moment, and then they decide a month from now, eh, you know what, right. we're going to move things around, and we'll shift this to a different time. Right. Um, but, so basically it's not locked in. He's not like 100, it's, it's not locked in happening yeah. this year. But he's pretty confident. Like, what he's heard is very solid for this year. What, what's yeah. interesting to me is if they do that September drop, I'm kind of thinking, oh, well, then they're dropping three in February and giving us four next holiday. Well, you could argue, you could argue that um, they skipped the summer direct. So maybe they're going to skip. It's going to be every other direct. So maybe we don't get prime three until the summer direct in 2024. It's possible. And, and then we don't see prime four until so uh the early director 2025 i don't think that's what's happening i not at all um but i, I think it's definitely coming sooner than that but you know yeah, who knows like who it, knows yeah. right we don't know we don't know and i i also don't think the jury's out on three not happening um so like i, I still think you know well, a lot of people it, wanted them bundled together because if it wasn't getting like the full ground up visual right overhaul like one got it's more of like an HD, which again, we don't really know. Um, then, oh, why not package these two together? Because it's not had as much work put into them. But then again, maybe it has, and we just don't know. Like, we just don't know. Like, yeah. we're, we haven't seen it. We're an unknown terror. For all we know, it does look better than the Prime 1 remaster they dropped earlier this year. We don't, we don't know. What's interesting, though, is that from what he's saying, and, you know, I think he probably doesn't know for a fact either. He's probably basically he probably hasn't seen it. For right, exactly. So he doesn't know for a fact, but from what he's heard, the sense, right? So it's kind of like I'm interpreting his words and his and he's interpreting someone else's words. So like that is like classic rumor, right? Um, but a telephone, but exactly. But the sense that I got from what he was saying is that this is going to be more than just an upscale. Um, yeah. But, more than more than just an upscale, um, but also less than what Prime Remastered was, and that's so. There's a window there. I don't know what that window like. I don't know what that means exactly, because uh, Prime yeah. Two also looks better than Prime One. Yeah, that's the thing. Like yeah. maybe it's less work because they needed less work to make it at that same level. I, yeah, I mean maybe it's maybe it's upscaled to 1080p. They, uh, it would I assume it's right second, but maybe they yeah. implement like a new lighting engine. Um, yeah. and just better textures without like Who redoing knows? the models. Um, and maybe that's or, what it or is. Or maybe it's like Which one of those look really good. If they they did, did that, it with like, Prime One, and then when they just sort of like brought in the code of Prime Two and just sort of slapped it in there, maybe it just worked, so it was less work. Maybe I I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Like if if the engines already a stat like been modernized to the point where they can make it look and run like that, then yeah, maybe yeah. It was, they just don't need as much time to do yeah. it anymore. But there's also multiplayer. Yeah, um, will, they, will, will they add a difference? That's gonna be really interesting, actually. Um, multiplayer, dude. 
<laughs> I'm going a little nuts here. Online um, multiplayer. It's got to. It's got to be online. I'm, go, I'm going. Well, this, but, why, but the thing, if, if we go off the precedent sent by the Prime One remaster, they didn't actually add any new any. Well, I mean, they added art. There was art and like bonus collect stuff, but like in terms of like like gameplay, yeah. there was no new no. gameplay content to add online. It's I guess it's not. Depends Just letting you, you play with a friend who isn't on your couch. That's all. <laughs> They could do something with that. They, they could do a lot with that. Mm-hmm. I just don't know that they're going to do a lot. I think if there is online, it's literally just going to be the same game, but you'll just be able to. Okay. Play. All right. I'm going to go on. Friendly and friends list or uh, something. Sorry, this, this is me going full, full hype mode or fan. <laughs> well, I mean, I think there's some, there's some logic behind my thought here, but if they bring back prime Two, right. And I think we all agree. It's, that's definitely happening. Just a matter of one. And there's a good mm-hmm. chance it is this September that if the with the multiplayer if it's just cut then any any fascination or idea about prime 4 having it you can just forget about it if they literally took it out of prime 2 forget about it if it's ba- if it's brought in but it's just local then still forget about it i don't think prime 4 is going to have multiplayer but it's possible right but if they add online and enhance or change it in any way then they're total. Then I then I think they are going to give Prime Four more of a multiplayer focus because I think if they're gonna if they're gonna go to Prime Two and make any sort of dramatic changes, that I think that shows a bit of a like um it kind of shows what direction they want to take the Metroid series in. Um, not to say that I think that Metroid should be a multiplayer centric franchise, not at all. I think it's a it's if you if you look at Metroid as a, as a multiplayer franchise, you don't understand what it is. But it doesn't mean it can't have a multiplayer component, right? It just kind of depends on if they can manage the resources to do both well. So if Prime 2 Remastered comes in with online multiplayer or just an enhanced multiplayer, some some sort of something in that territory, then I do think that means that they're going to somehow fit in multiplayer into Prime 4. But I'm not expecting that. But I'm keeping my eyes peeled. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm really excited about because because this was the one that he had like an exact thing. Hey, it's Metro Prime Two. It's a remaster. Like we're yep, soonish. He, he okay. did bring it up and he did he did say remaster. So yeah. So yeah. It, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be quite interesting to 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 see what happens. Uh, and after we got the Metro Prime One, and he was right about it all last year. He just was wrong and exactly when it was gonna drop. He was off by like forty five days. But uh, that's. I mean, look, his source on that was legit. It's probably the same source, so we'll see what happens. The pricing is what's going to be interesting to me because, based if again, if we we're, we're interpreting his wording right, but my interpretation, I think you agree with you guys agree with me that what he is suggesting that Prime Remastered is going to be an improvement. It's going to be a visual improvement that's more than just an upscale. Um, it's somewhere between just Prime Two upscaled to Prime Remastered, right? Somewhere in between. Um, so it's going to look better. But if it's just only a little bit better, does that warrant the same price? Unless they do add some sort of multiplayer component. Maybe they, they look at the multiplayer component as adding value. Uh, so maybe that's kind of how they sort of justify it. And maybe it's also $40. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, th- I'm thinking $40 probably. But, uh, you know, the big thing is if it is $40... I do feel like they need to at least have it be close to visually on par with the last one that they dropped, uh, not have it look like, oh, this is Prime 1 and here's Prime 2 and it looks worse somehow. Like I I, I just kind of feel like they got to... 
implement the physical based lighting, which is what yeah, makes that's the it big thing. So real, that's the big thing. Or like it gives it that depth. Yeah. Um. That yeah that, that exactly that's yeah. the big thing that would be huge. If, if they could just plug and play that because it that you know I'm they sure, are, well, I'm sure they had one. to they had to redesign a lot to get that to to work. So I I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm not not game developers. I have no idea. Uh. So. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so that that was kind of the first part of his rumor. And I'm not then, done. You're not done. What do you got? I'm not what do you done. got? What do you got? Uh, what do you got? I, you just, can't, I know you can't let Metroid go. I know. Well, the thing is, I mean, it's big. Yeah, dude, it's big, man. I, I think I think part of it is that where I mean, I think we all agree that that these Prime remasters are a build of the Prime Four. So the question then becomes: if we're only getting Prime Two in September. Which, based off what Jeff Grubb is saying, that's going yeah, to be yeah. the case. Do we see Prime Four, or no. does this mean Prime Four is further out? I think we will not see Prime Four um, until a direct next year, um, okay. where they do another Shadow Drop of Prime Three. I yeah. think they don't want to show four before they get the full three out, or at least okay. have three announced. Maybe, maybe you're right, <laughs> um, but. Uh, I guess what's interesting about this is, and I haven't heard anything from. Well, they're from trying. Maple. I I just feel like they're building. Like, they, you know, I mean, two. Oh, if yeah. We got one, one in February. If we get two, like they're building. They're building up sure. to four. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like how they built up the Pikmin four. They had Pikmin three Deluxe, Pikmin Bloom. I mean, Pikmin one and two were announced after the fact, but you know, yeah, after release. Yeah, yeah. But they still had, you know, stuff. Um, so the timing may be different. Uh, but I I guess what's interesting, and I don't know if Nate the Hate has like changed his opinion on this, but I know. Pre-direct, his belief was that Prime Four is supposed to come up by, by the end of the fiscal year. So, if Prime Four is not shown shown off during the September Nintendo Direct, that essentially means it's not coming out by the end of the fiscal year. Because uh, Prime Four, I don't see a, a scenario where they show it off in a February Direct for it to come out in March. Uh, it's not that mm-hmm. kind of game. So, who's right? You know, mm-hmm. well, first off. Jeff Grubb didn't say Prime Four wouldn't be in the direct. Mm-hmm. No, right? He, he didn't really talk about anything that would be there. He right. he, he just kind of said, "I know a direct." Like basically, he, he said this, like don't run headlines. Direct in September. Like, he was basically just saying, "This isn't really newsworthy right now. There will be a direct in September." Which I know, guys. At some yeah, point right. in August, I will run a headline about a direct happening in September. I know I'm going to do it because people click on it and watch it. It is what it is. But I'm I'm going to wait to do it until I've got more to. I mean, news is news. Even if you expect the news, I need more news. to put with it. I want. I need more than just this. I, I need like something, well, some other hints from Jeff or Nate or something on some other games that might be in here, and then I'll be like, okay, so yes, that might be the headline, but we're going to talk about what's going to be in it, um, or potentially in it, rumor wise. So we'll see. Yes. And mm-hmm. bottom line, there'll be more rumors in August, anyways, about stuff coming. So, so. I get, just to get a clear answer. Um, so you you uh, I don't know if you've heard anything, but like so I guess Nate the Hate thinks Prime Four is coming up by the end of the fiscal year, right? He's a credible he insider, said. yeah, right. And then, but Jeff Grubb hasn't said no, but Prime Two coming out in the September direct, depending on how you interpret that, maybe without three, right? Like it, it would be weird. Um, like what? I don't what, think Prime Four is coming up in the fiscal year. I think Nate was wrong. Maybe. Which wouldn't be the first time. Nate, Nate the Hate is a very credible insider, but he's been wrong on releases before. So uh, just kind of sit there. Everyone, and, everyone's wrong at one point or another. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. 
Oh man. Um, can I move on now? You got more you want to say? There's a rabbit hole, but I'll save it for later. <laughs> There's a rabbit hole. Okay. Uh, so we do have more to go along with this because the, the this next part was one that it, it sounded like he was always going to maybe bring up this Metroid thing because like he seems pretty solid on it. Uh, but the next thing was something that he even went on his show for a moment was like, I don't know if I should really say this. Like I, one of those that like I, and I think it's some trepidation because of the Wind Waker and Twilight Princess it, HD totally. stuff. Totally, it's totally um, what it is because it's, it's like it's Zelda, and last time he did something Zelda, really bit him in the ass because he didn't have double sourcing on it, and he, you know, he didn't do what he usually does because the one source he had, he was just that confident in. Uh, but this time around, if we're to believe what Jeff Grudd said in the past that he wouldn't bring up stuff without double sources, then he should technically have double sources on this but the problem is that what he said uh is very 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 open to a lot of possibilities Mm -hmm. and it's because he doesn't know he literally was just conveying in his own words he said this is exactly what i was told so do what you want with it basically he he did say i don't know what it means and i'm going to say this but if you guys spin it out of out of context and things like that that's on you, not on me. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm hearing. I cannot, basically yeah, he, cannot confirm it. He just so he just said exactly like, what he was told. Blow it up. But, but he, but the, the funny thing is, yeah. immediately after they started blowing it up themselves. Right. So like, what? Probably look, what was it? We gotta, we gotta like, get to what he said. I think it's really unfair that, that they, they should be allowed to talk. Like, there's people, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, what, what was, what he said was essentially, and again, paraphrasing a bit something zelda is happening later this year that is not related to tears of the kingdom he doesn't know what it is and they speculated on possible games and then that's when mike miati brought up the whole wind waker thing he didn't want to go down that rabbit hole from maker after last year uh but um he doesn't know what it is. There's not a guarantee it could be a game. We've seen people, you know, I, I use game in my headline, but obviously when you get the full context, it might not be a game. It could be a spinoff. It could be a remaster. It could be a new Zelda game for all we know what Grezzle's making. Could or be a movie announcement. Could be a movie announcement, mm-hmm. right? You know, and, and at first could I thought, be a oh, Zelda could... trading card game. I said, oh, for, yeah. for a moment, I'm like, oh, it could oh, be the Zelda it. Lego. But then I realized the Zelda Lego that leaked uh had one of the things you could build was the deku tree from breath of the wild which is also in tears of the kingdom so then if it really has nothing to do with tears of the kingdom then it really couldn't be that lego set so that it could be a different lego set by the way it has nothing to do with it that that's possible that hasn't leaked but um because we know the lego sets happening at some point it's probably next year uh but who knows it, it could be that they want to give us a tease of what's coming after donkey kong at the at the whole uh, theme park, and that Zelda's going to be next. Mm-hmm. Maybe they want to tease, hey, while we're working on DK, Zelda's next on the roadmap. Yeah. There could be a lot of things that it There's... could be. That's the thing. It's so vague. And he told the make sure he has no idea what it is. But we're going to get some. And, and he said, if it, and even if it's a game, he's not promising the game will come out this year. But it could be announced. He, his own word is that if it's a game, it could be announced this year. Let me ask a question. This is this is a full overhype mode. Yeah, full, full, full. I mean, they were mode. even getting overhyped right after. Even when he's right. like, "Oh, don't run with it." Also, we're running with it right now. Yeah, like, right. Full. I I mean, full overhype mode. Like, I'm not kidding. I mean, full overhype mode. 
but there's some very little it's very little but but there's a little vestige of logic very little but what if there is no tears of the kingdom dlc i literally said that after i beat the game i was gonna bring it up next week but i don't think there's gonna be dlc anymore. well i i, I might just we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that next week mm-hmm. That's the it. We'll it's hard. It we literally can't pushing talk it. about it without spoiling. So we're pushing yeah. it, pushing yeah. it. Okay, so that's next week. Yeah, but I I will concede that it's up in the air. We don't know, right? Yeah. So what? So what if they do go in this direction of No Tears of the Kingdom DLC? What then? That does open the door for something more significant to, of Zelda to come out next year and to be announced in the September direct. And this is where the overhead comes in. I'm not oh, talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about a Twilight Princess, Wind Waker HD, or I mean those are too obvious. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm not even talking about what would be a very exciting top down. Say that I say top down for you, uh, Zelda game. Like that would be amazing. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying, in spirit of hyping up the new hardware, have something to showcase that hardware ocarina of time remake <laughs> for the new hardware exclusive overhype um, one that yeah. requires well, they, that yeah. they announce the new hardware first yeah it does yeah. it does but i will say if you I, uh, they, they could they show it without having like the switch logo in front obviously and then they, they just leave, know, we don't know until next year but could be um you know it also like it, I, I threw this idea out for my video. Like I didn't I didn't mention the remake in, in that video because I, I think it would come out a few a few years from now if it were to happen. But what if we get a tech demo? What if they do announce a new hardware this year and they showcase an awesome Zelda tech demo as they tend to do? Yeah, that is one possibility we didn't bring up that it could just be something like a tech demo that's never really gonna come out, but it's just hey, we want to show what this thing can do like they did with Wii U. Yeah. Although I feel like modern Nintendo, if they show something for the system, it's because it's actually gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, they didn't do that with Switch. Well, no, did they have a demo? There were there wasn't a Switch Tech demo. It was just, no, I don't was, think there was a Switch Tech. It demo. was a t. No. It was there was a Switch um announcement trailer where there were several games that people yeah. said were fake, and I was like, "No, you're an idiot," and they were wrong. And all those games in the trailer, like were the ripped. Mario, I remember right. some people or, thinking or, that wasn't or, a real game, or the Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim. That's not real. I'm like the NBA 2K. Skyrim's on everything. Like, okay, they like, had. <laughs> That was just people being like, Nintendo doesn't get third party. I'm like, yeah. For for the record, I know one. I don't think anyone's an idiot per se. It's just kind of like, hmm. I just strongly disagreed with that. You know? When the actual brands are not only being shown with the logos, I mean, come on. Yeah. They're like, like e, this isn't EA unprecedented partnership, but no games are actually announced. This was like, Ouch. they showed actual games that exist. So, anyways. Yeah. Um, um, but point is, there wasn't that actually a tech demo. No, there um, wasn't. And maybe but, they're done with that. Maybe they're yeah, just maybe not going to do are. tech demos anymore. I mean, what do you think about that, we, we won, so far uh, ahead at this point? Think about how many games they just sit on. They don't have to have tech demos. They can just show games. But they, I, I do think they like to have, and, and again, we're in a one-generation sample with Switch, um, but some sort of showcase third-party game. All some sort of game that you wouldn't expect Nintendo to have. Starfield, but now they can. It won't be Starfield. That would that would be cool. Would I be. I think it's going to end up being Star Wars Outlaws, actually from Ubisoft. But okay, um, I'll, Ubisoft I'll, does like always. To, to, they, they always like to have like one big Ubisoft thing early on in a Nintendo system's life cycle. So, 
Also, um, the studio that what that made the Mario Plus Rabbids and has only worked on Switch over the last seven years just got added to the Outlaws development team. So there's some hints potentially that a, a, a team that's literally only been working with Nintendo for seven years might have been added because they're going to be porting. Or they might have been added because they were pissed off. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the details. whole the, the game doesn't sound very well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, that could be what it is. They're not going to make it anymore. But the point is, it is a team that has a ton of experience right. with Nintendo's hardware. It's their yeah. most experienced Nintendo hardware team. I'm there's that, and there's for... also a mention on their website that um, where yeah. it has um, it tells it says, "Oh, it's coming to PlayStation Five, Xbox Series, PC, and more." And nobody would, knows what the more is yet. Because there are two third-party games I haven't played that I've been wanting to play. They're not, not when I say third-party, I mean not Nintendo. I, I haven't played Resident Evil Remake yet. I haven't played Elden Ring yet. I really want those games to come to Switch too. Uh, they're really popular games. They are the kind of games that would sell well. The on, fact on, that on we got, um, what was that one or two of the Dark Souls games makes me feel like. Yeah, Dark Souls remastered. I feel like we can get Elden Ring on the next hardware. It's yeah. fully multi-plat. There's no exclusivity contracts in play. Like I, also, I feel like that would be a. And a, actually, a um, every single Resident Evil game, but Resident Evil Remake, is on Switch to some capacity. Technically, most yeah. of them are cloud, so it's kind of like okay. But you know, I the point is, is that Capcom does want Resident Evil on Switch. So if Res if Switch Two can run Resident Evil 4 Remake. I think that's a it's it, there's a good chance they would want to get both those there's obviously different studios right from software yeah. of capcom but if if they were i think both would be interested in maybe in at least entertaining the idea of getting those over uh obviously i'm bringing those up because i'm biased for them but they're also <laughs> really big games they're really big games sure. that i think would be in the conversation uh so yeah th th those would be hype yeah so again like i think there'll be some sort of show maybe elden rings the showcase it beats me uh, but there'll be some sort of showcase game when they reveal it. The thing is, I, I don't know if it's being revealed this year, but it, it, getting to your point, like an Ocarina of Time remake, it would be pretty hype for some people. Um, I mean, look, it's an it's an it's an all timer, right? It's an all time classic. This is where, like, I, I just don't, I don't know. It, I don't think that's what it's going to be, obviously, and I don't think that you realistically think this was going to be. It's more of like a. Hey, let's get crazy. That's overhyped crazy, crazy yeah, mode. Let's get yeah. overhyped crazy. Yeah. Um, look, I, I, I don't know what the Zelda thing is going to be. There, there's so many possibilities. I mean, the movie is one that many people like feel like is this big obvious thing. And that's kind of um, what I want to remind people that there is a writer strike going on at the moment. And there's also an actor strike, and that includes all those big name actors that can't do voice acting roles either. So I'm kind of like, I don't know that we're going to hear anything for a while about a movie. It's going to be a bit. Now, they could already have a script done. That's possible. And I don't know how any of this affects animators and all that because they're not part of those those unions. Yeah. But They could still announce the intent to make the movie because it was it was a while before they showed anything on the movie um, for Mario. Like they announced, hey, we're making a Mario movie. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, and a, a year from now, we'll announce the actors. And then another year from now, we'll give you a trailer, right? Yeah, so but, now they, but now they don't control the timing you know, of when people are available to actually make the movie. That's kind of what I'm saying. Like, yeah. They don't, they don't have to. So maybe they wouldn't Nintendo likes control. 
And I just feel like yeah. they don't have control right now. Sure. No, no, I, I think that's that's reasonable. I, yeah. I, I would that's say... my only reason, guys, by the way, that I doubt on a Zelda movie is just it's more so the writer strike. And also, I do think they want, want big name actors for it as well. And I just don't think this just isn't the right time to announce, especially yeah. it's a little tone deaf to what's going on to suddenly announce a new movie. Right. When you can't even market it with anyone. It's just probably further out. But, you yeah. know, you never know, right? We, we yeah. don't know how lined up things may or may not have been, right? So I think it's worth throwing out. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, asking, yeah. I'm not saying it's not worth considering. Mm-hmm. I just think, I mean, what the writer strike's already though. been going on like two, three months. I just don't see a way that unless it somehow ends before then, that they will announce it. Um, might end before then. We don't know. Hollywood can only be shut down for so long before people just care about not making so, any money. Let's so, if I think there's a lot of options, right? Um, you have the movie, you have um, you have a remake, uh, you have Twilight Princess, Wind Waker HD, you have a top-down Zelda. Like those are all options. Yep. Uh, of those, what would where what's the most likely? Grezzo. Uh, a, a Grezzo Zelda, right? Um, That's what feels most likely to me because they 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 haven't done anything or released anything uh, or haven't released much since Link's Awakening back in 2019. So they've been, they've had a few years. I doubt it. Still, they well they remade Ocarina of Time 3D. They remade. Yeah. Uh, they yeah, made yeah. Majora's there's, Mask there's 3D. A big difference. Well, big yeah, difference, well, that, that was for a 3DS. This would be for a Switch too. So more there would be more power there. Um, Here they, we go. They did Twilight Princess. They would also be the biggest project. No, no, Twilight. Twilight. I'm sorry, that's wrong. That's wrong. Twilight Princess, Twilight Princess was Tantalus. Yeah, yeah. Tantalus. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are they? Oh, they did Links. Well, they did Links Awakening. Well, well, the point is, is, is it, when you look at Grezzo's history of uh, development, they have had their hands in a lot of Zelda stuff for quite some time, and yet we haven't had anything from them now in quite some time. So it kind of makes sense that if there's something Zelda, it could be something they worked on. And this is where my last hope comes in that they're making a top-down original Zelda game. Grezzo oh, has so. made one. They have made one. It wasn't well received. I don't know that it was their fault because it was still directed by someone at Nintendo. That's where they made Triforce Heroes. That was mm-hmm. entirely made by Grezzo under the, the direction of a director from the Zelda team. And so it might not even been their idea that it'd be a multiplayer Zelda, but that's what they did. And you can argue since then. By the way, I like Triforce Heroes, but I understand you want to get sales. That's probably not the way to go. They did do Link's Awakening, was very well received, sold just as well as the original. Maybe it's time they let Grezzo make an original Zelda game. You want traditional Zelda? Grezzo understands traditional Zelda. I'm just saying, I know. Hey, you listen to AG Numa, we ain't going backwards. Well, maybe you're not, but Grezzo may be. I don't know. I we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I don't think it's gonna actually happen. By the way, I think chances are it's another remake of something if 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 they announce a Grezzo game, but it's fun to dream. Like you're dreaming of, oh, hype. Hey, and I'm like, dude, give me new Zelda. Don't get me old again. <laughs> Granted, I'm also not the biggest Ocarina of Time fan. So yeah, that, that, well, that plays a little well, bit of. I'm also talking about a big, 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 big boy remake, right? Something I know. You're, talk, you're, you're talking about a big boy remake. I I'm talking about a visual showcase to show off the power of the hardware, right? Um, but I, I think you are warming up. You're warming up to the idea of a, of a top town Zelda getting announced. Like, I'm just trying to think about like what's the most. I just think it's more likely to be a remaster. What are they remastering though? <laughs> Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages. Those are coming out in NSO. Like, they're they're not even out yet. No. Like, why would they? 
Link's Awakening's on NSO too. What's a... your point? Yeah, but the timing of it. The timing of what? Why would you put out the NSO? Because like, putting them on not... NSO isn't going to make them any more money. The under, but... And these aren't coming out now. They wouldn't be coming out now. They'd be like sometime next year. Just saying. I just they could do the Minish think... Cap. They could do a Link of, Link of the Pass. You take your pick of Top Down Zelda. They could do it. Like Between Worlds? They'll bring the 3DS so. games over. You tell them all and stuff. Why not? It's not that I don't think that they can't have something on NSO and then eventually remake it. I just think that the timing of it, it's too close for it to really be... So, like. I, I just don't think they would do that. I also don't think NSO games have ever determined what they're releasing. Mm-hmm. They just have a completely different team that ports that stuff over. It is curious that Mario RPG is not on NSO, but they're they're doing the remake now. Sure, but they've also never re-released Mario RPG, even on prior virtual consoles. Yeah. There, there's something. I don't know if it's a licensing thing. I don't. Could there's be. something going on with that, um, and maybe, maybe it's a music thing. Maybe there's some music licensing that they don't know. It's hard to know because, like, why haven't we ever gotten Mother Three? Is it licensing? Is it this? Is it the themes? I don't know because they re-released it in Japan. <laughs> as much as I would love to see Oracle of Ages and Seasons um, getting uh, get remakes, I just don't think they're going to announce those. Sh- like when we already we currently have like Minish Cap, I could maybe see because that's been available for a little bit already. Like that, that's kind of my perspective on it. They um, could do. I mean, so. I don't want them to, but they could do Zelda too. Yo, actually, that would be really cool. I don't want them to. Because they're going to ruin what makes it great to me, but it's okay. Let me throw another dumb idea at you. Sure. What if they were to reimagine Zelda 2 as a Souls-like game? All right, I'm I'm done. They outsource Zelda 2 to be made by From Software. That would be actually really fucking cool. They're not going to let From Software. Why not? Nintendo outsources things. Um, You know, okay, so... This would be putting like kind of like spin-off territory. From software, we'll just be able, we'll just make our own game and make more money. No, no, we don't want to share money. Is, we don't want to share money with you. That, mm, but uh, mm, Zelda. You go from a thirty percent cut to an eighty percent cut goes to Nintendo. Like it, they're not going to be cool with that. Okay. They might be a hundred percent cut and they're just paid up front. Like yeah, I don't think they're going to be cool with that. They just dropped yeah. Elden Ring and it sold incredible for them, the best selling game from them ever. They're they're too big of a studio. Uh, yeah, they're they're a little too big, I think. Too to be well, and you can say, Well, what about Mario Plus Raps? I'm like, Yeah, it's a spin off. Well, and Ubisoft has a billion studios. Well, well that's well, Zelda 2 would be a spin off, but like a reimagining of that, you know. But Zelda 2 is not a spin off game. No, this would be a like it would this wouldn't be the normal series. Oh, like, so are you saying it's gonna be like a Final <laughs> Fantasy 7 remake style? <laughs> yeah, like it would be like, it's it like be you go in like, thinking it's a remake, but then it's actually not a remake. No. It would just be like a separate thing. This wouldn't be. It's not. It's not being made by the mainline Zelda team. It would be a different style of gameplay. Like, yeah, that obviously this is just a random idea, right? But I it know. Wouldn't, well, that's it, why I mentioned Final Fantasy VII remake because it doesn't actually replace Final Fantasy VII. Well, right. Uh, well, it's that, literally like, like it's that's that's what I mean. It wouldn't be replacing mainline yeah. Zelda. It would just be like a really cool side project, whatever you want to call that. I mean. Sure. Yeah. That said, though, no, I agree. It's not going to happen. It's just yeah. over. They're just going to work on whatever yeah. Elden Ring two or whatever's. Yeah. Next. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But I mean, 
the potential. <laughs> I know. Um, I know. It's like, yeah. what dreamed? What mean, developer besides Nintendo would you like to touch? Zelda? Everyone's yeah. going to say from software. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got one in kind of in a similar vein. Go mm. on. They reimagined the original Zelda in the Breath of the Wild engine. It's kind of yeah. That would be cool. It'd be smaller, cool. but that's okay. It can yeah. be smaller. I also make be, it a forty dollar game. I'd be all in on a top town Zelda that uses that prototype um, engine that they had that they used to experiment for Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah, that'd yep, be really yeah, cool. The eight bit engine they went with for that. Yeah, uh, just I'll to test ideas. Idea. What if we just? I, I mentioned spinoff. What if we just get a Zelda spinoff? There are Mario spinoffs left and right. Given how big Zelda has become, we should be getting spinoffs for Zelda. Remember Link's crossbow training? We do get spinoffs. We don't get enough. Cadence of Hyrule. We can get more. Um, oh, Warriors. Like, sure. Age of Calamity. Sure. Some argue is a spinoff. It is, kind of. It's it's it, it's. Technically, May nine. It, it it technically might be canon, so then it wouldn't really. But then again, but the Tingle is, games are also canon, yeah. but they're spinoffs. So like, sure, yeah, spinoffs well, can still be canon. Basically, well, but so you've listed off several spinoffs. Like, why? What if that's like we're, we're talking Traders. about all these things that don't seem to really make sense because it feels too soon after Tears of the Kingdom. Maybe what makes the most sense is a spinoff. Yeah, we've had several already on Switch. Why can't we get another one? And yeah. and what's crazy is like we have no idea what that could be. I Warriors so, too. Ooh. Not that. I, what? You know they're going to make another one because yeah, Age of Calamity I, yeah. is the best-selling Warriors game in history. Well, that's too... It's too... Okay. That was 2019. It's, it's been long enough. I will tell you this. I'm talking about in relation to Tears of the Kingdom timing. That's where I feel like it's weird. Not but this is Hyrule Warriors too. Not This isn't an Age of Calamity style spinoff. Because it, oh. remember, it's not related to Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, all right. That's I why gonna... I said a Hyrule Warriors 2. Not, not, not wait, a... And that's why, and and in that case, I do disagree. I don't think that's happening. Uh, I think if they're gonna do another like Warriors game, it would be based off Zelda. Would be to kind of follow up the Tears of the Kingdom story because I do think there's a lot more they can do with the characters, especially in the past. Um, in Imprisoning War, um, this is how it could not be related to Tears of the Kingdom. What if it is an Age of Calamity sequel game, but it just continues the new timeline it created that isn't even part of Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom? It just continues that timeline where the champions are alive. I see. That, that I just realized how the game actually ends can lend itself to actually having another game yeah. and have it not be Tears of the Kingdom related because it that the champions are alive. That didn't happen. So, yeah, I also could see myself not buying that. What if, what, but what, if, oh, yeah, because I was gonna say, what if they bring in Tears of Kingdom elements, but then that's, it, it, I, I just, I, well, okay, maybe we're being too tight with that Tears of Kingdom related. Maybe Tears of the Kingdom related just means Tears of the Kingdom DLC, right? Like, not that. But he didn't specify. He said, I told you exactly what I heard. Right. Well, the point is, but that's the thing. We don't know what the person who said what they meant. Yeah. There's, there's room for interpretation because the person probably knows they just don't want him to know because they don't want it to get out. All right, I'm going to tell you what I think it is. I think it's either a top down Zelda, which I feel like it might be too soon to announce that, um, or a Zelda spinoff. Yeah. I, I, mean, I got one for a Zelda spinoff. You could do a Mario Party esque, but Zelda related and have like your bomb chew bowling, your Zelda crossbow training for like your mini games and stuff like that. I mean, 
I, you yeah. know, I, I, I keep going with this whole thing. What, what is one original thing that oh, Grizzle made? Oh, oh, I they got made it. Dungeon Maker and Link's Awakening. They added that in. We get a full Dungeon a Maker full Zelda. Dungeon Maker Zelda. I'm sorry. Listen, I got, I, I figured out what yeah. it is. Yeah. You oh, ready? Boy. Okay. Oh boy. All right, so <laughs> this, this is me shouting myself out. Um. So tomorrow there will be a video coming out that is my predictions for the final eight tracks in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe's Booster Course Pass. If you don't see where I'm going here, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. One of my predictions is a Tears of the Kingdom related, but not Tears of the Kingdom itself track. So that would be Zelda and not Tears of the Kingdom. Mario Wonder related. That's my guess. For what? For one of the tracks? One of the tracks. Yep. There, there's going to be a... The data mine suggests maybe three new ones, but that's kind of weird. Yeah, like yeah, the data mine uh, hasn't been 100%, yeah. but it's been yeah. close. I've been kind of hope pulling for like a like a Mario Odyssey related. One. Yeah, yeah, it but I, 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 it's a big seller. But. I'm just saying though, I do think maybe they could slide in one more Zelda track, and if it's but based off Tears of the Kingdom, so but because maybe that could be the it would be Zelda content, but not actually for Tears of the Kingdom. So maybe that's what it could be. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and and just just throw it out there. Obviously, uh, Gerano uh, Ainsworth earlier uh, with the ten dollars super chat was saying they hope it's Twilight Princess, which I totally get. A lot of people want to see Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. Like those are. When you speak of obvious, those are the obvious, easy, yeah. probably already done somewhere, just sitting on it, waiting. To, uh, yeah, obviously they could do that. Twin but pack. They come out the same year as Tears of the Kingdom, though. I don't think it really matters because I don't think the audience is the same. And I think Skyward Sword HD, Link's Awakening, all that's proved. And you might go, huh, 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 what, really? Um, yeah, because the audience that bought Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom didn't buy Twilight Princess back in the day. Well, uh, you know, I'll give you this. I, I think Nintendo can put those out at any point and sell like a quick five million. Yeah. Um, so I think, it, I think it's almost like the ceiling at this point. I, I don't know what the ceiling is, um, but it's definitely it's definitely lower than Tears of the Kingdom. I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> but uh, ten million three days. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I, I do. It does kind of feel like hey, like I can see Nintendo just like kind of, they're kind of keeping it and they're like just kind of thinking about their financials and like oh we need to hit this um, forecast. So let's, let's, let's push these out. That'll, that'll sell five more million in software before the sure. end of the, of the quarter. Who knows? Uh, so I could see them pushing that. And again, maybe by the, note, by the end of the fiscal year. And I'll just bring up Jeff Grubb's own words. I know this is just part of his speculation. It could just be an announcement. It doesn't necessarily need to be this year. Yeah. So it could just be, if there's not going to be tears of the kingdom DLC, Let's hype you for something else because everyone's expecting. Oh, everyone's disappointed last night. No, you? fine. You know what? Let's stop disappointing you. There won't be Tears of the Kingdom DLC, but we have a new Zelda thing that is coming next year, and let's just tease that. So that 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 could be how they get people to stop freaking out about Tears of the Kingdom DLC. But who knows? Again, that also is on the presumption there isn't any. And even though we'll have that discussion next week, I still obviously see ways that there can be DLC. But um, we'll we'll get into that next week. Uh, one thing that did come up too, Taker 610 mentioned, um, which I thought was interesting. What's the last thing Grezzo put out? Because we talked a lot about Grezzo, uh, Metopia. So Metopia is the last thing that they have had release, uh, but they're working on Jet Dragon for iOS and macOS. Uh, hasn't come out yet, so it's just a mobile game. So yeah, their last like bigger games were basically Link's Awakening in 2019 and Metopia in 2021. So uh, chances are they're working on something. I mean, and you and you kind of look at their past, right? Like they did. Um, we know about Ocarina of Time 3D. Uh, they also 
people forget about this. They did the DSiWare version of the Four Sword Anniversary Edition. Uh, they've also done Majora's Mask 3D. Then they did Triforce Heroes, and then they did Link's Awakening. So like it's they've had years where they've had multiple games come out in the same yes, year, and they haven't had anything. I mean, the Metopia in 2021, and then they got that 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 uh, mobile game. Right. Coming, so they've been a little quiet actually yeah. in comparison to prior years. Uh, but main point is because I, I remember when this and... Dragon thing came to light. Um, just sorry to just I'll just finish. No, you're, good. Um, you're good. I just remember a lot of people were saying, "Oh, I guess me uh, Grezzo's not making anything." The Jet Dragon thing really doesn't. That's not their it, whole it, team. It doesn't deconfirm anything. Just, yeah, it's not their like, whole team. 2015 Legend of Legacy. I don't even know what that is. Majora's Mask 3D and Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes all in the same year yeah. from Grezzo. Yeah. 2017 uh, The Alliance Alive and Ever Oasis. That's the same yeah. year. 2018 Luigi's Mansion. 2019 Link's Awakening remake. Like back. That's that's two back to back crazy things. Um, two years later, Metopia. Like they. Yeah, if this is this just a mobile game, like there's no way that's the only thing they're working on. They, yeah. they could totally have something ready for yeah. next year. Yep, mm-hmm. I mean they got to be ready this year. Who the heck knows? So like it, it's just one of those things. They're 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 doing something. They do have. Uh, I think they have like two teams. I believe uh, last I actually looked at them. I haven't looked at them a bit, um, but I last I checked they had two two separate development teams. So they're 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 working on something. Chances are, based on their history, it's probably something with Nintendo. And when they do Nintendo, it's been mostly Zelda with a little mix of a couple other things like Miitopia and like Street Pass Garden, uh, stuff like that. But it's been mostly Zelda that they've worked on. So they've had a team there that's done a ton of Zelda, basically. And then the, so the question is, and and I doubt, I doubt Link's Awakening lost them money. I think they were probably, maybe they hoped it would sell more or less. We don't know. Nintendo never acted disappointed with the sales. Um, but it sold about the same as the original release back on Game Boy. Cool. Maybe they have them working on something else. We'll see. Like, if it's not this year, we'll probably see next year. I don't know. Do but this, has been, this has been rumored for a long time. Like, back when we were talking 35th anniversary stuff, if you remember, there were talks about Grezzo and, like, are they doing Oracle games? Are they doing this? Are they doing that? Because it's like, it makes sense that they would be doing something. And here we still are, and we still don't really know what they're doing. So... I, I don't think they were. I mean, I don't know what they're what they were hoping to sell, but I feel like six million for Link's Awakening remake is pretty good. I understand that the the initial one sold well too, but I don't know what they would have been expecting for for a top down remake like that. Six plus million is a really strong number, so I I feel like they would not be disappointed with that. But yeah, I don't think they're disappointed. And it's top down. It's not gonna have the same appeal. I mean, they, um, if they were to announce a non remake top down Zelda, it could sell above six million. So that's really good. A non remake top down Zelda. I hope. Yeah, a new uh, a new top down Zelda. Like I don't know if a new top down Zelda would. I'm going to be honest because Link's Awakening was new to most of the people that bought it. That's why they just called it Link's Awakening because it's been so long since Link's Awakening came out. If it was a new top-down Zelda, it would be bigger. Um, they could have a, a more uh, hype marketing cycle. I, I, I think... I mean, imagine if they marketed they pretty, a new... a pretty hype marketing cycle for Link's Awakening. You could argue it was better than Tears of the Kingdom's marketing cycle. It's just people are more excited for Tears sure, of the Kingdom. Sure. Tell me this. If they marketed a new top-down Zelda that was looks beautiful, you know, it's clearly sure. got the budget for what a, what a, what that style of game would sure. be. 
Um, they marketed it similar to the way Nintendo marketed Metroid Dread. Sure. Do you yeah. not think it would sell six plus million? Like assume, like assume this top down Zelda uses like kind of like those Breath of the Wild two uh, D Zelda prototype mechanics they that they had, right? And they play it's obviously it has like that three D engine that's Link's Awakening. I would it. say that its ceiling is what Link's Awakening sold. And I'm saying that because I don't think it appeals at all to people who play Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. It's only appealing to old school Zelda fans, and we already know that's like four or five, six million people. I, I think um, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom have opened up uh, more people to give Zelda other Zelda games a try. So how how does Cover Sword HD do for you? Is it okay? It's, it did not sell very well. <laughs> like well, I'm just being honest. Like for a 3D Zelda game. It didn't sell well the first time around. Didn't do really any better yeah, the second time. I around. also think that Skyward Sword HD was not was a after they high had a thirty value. million seller. It was not a high value proposition. I think they were really um, trying to like. There was a lot of that game got a lot of flack. A sixty dollar game for what was essentially an upscale at sixty frames per second. No, uh, I, I want to be clear because so. I see this being talked about in the chat. Uh, this doesn't mean that it wouldn't be worth releasing, guys. We're not saying that, like, oh, they, if it's with the ceiling six million, they're not going to release. It. Yeah, the budgets it, are different. It, These are different, right? Different stratospheres. They wouldn't be expecting Tears of the Kingdom. I just, as a person who's been covering Zelda all this time, it's never mattered how much a system has sold. Traditional Zelda has a cap on how high it sells. If it didn't, we wouldn't have needed Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. So when we're talking about a traditional top-down Zelda game, and the top downs have always sold worse. There's a cap. It's, so, it's just, Skyward it's just Sword is close to four million. It's at three point nine one. Yeah, that's good, but it, obviously it's not. You know, that's that's a little disappointing. Skyward Sky Sky Sword is also the worst selling three D Zelda game of all time. I, I I guess what I'm trying to argue is I think they may have sold poorly for different reasons, um, or maybe not. Maybe maybe it's all tied in. I I feel. I mean, I think we agree. Skyward Sword came out too late on the Wii. Right? Oh well, yeah, obviously. came out too late, and then the Wii U tanks, were divisive. I don't think, I don't think it would have saved Wii U. Either. Those two that things, game was doomed. Those two things ruined the sales, right? Like yeah. coming out way too late. Motion controls, I, even though they were good, they were divisive. Skyward Sword needed to be like a 2009 game. Yeah, something like that. It would have probably did a lot better. Totally. Um, but then, in the case of Skyward Sword HD, they do have traditional controls in there. Sure. So I don't think people, I think a lot, in fact, I remember a conversation being that a lot of people who were turned off by the motion controls yep. were willing to I give it a try now because of that. So that should have been. And then it didn't really happen. Else. Well, I mean, I played it with traditional controls and I enjoyed it. A lot more. I think most people played it with traditional controls. But like when we're talking tradition, they're still not traditional. It doesn't control like Tears of the Kingdom. And not Mother traditional Zelda controls. Yeah, it, it, it's an alteration game. of, yeah, yeah. Non-motion controls. Non-motion right? controls. But right. like the thing is, and I've played it that way too, yeah, it's a little clunky compared to just playing a normal game that's built for a controller. Just a little bit clunky. A little bit too much moving that, that right stick when people are used to just using that for the camera. I really just enjoy the game. I thought By the way, solid. I love Skyward Sword. It's like in my, I think it's in my top eight Zelda games of all time. I have to double, I have to go redo my list. You'll hold I it in it. higher esteem than Ocarina of Time, you monster. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, that's okay. I, I think it's fair to have to. If I think, I, I, I think, I think I, I, it's got three dungeons I like better than the ones in Ocarina of Time, and I, it's got the best story in Zelda. So I don't know where we're. And I love the motion controls. The motion controls are actually a plus for me. Also, Skyward Sword was a somewhat challenging Zelda game. Yes, and I like challenge. Yeah. Um, Skyward Sword really did did a lot of things that I think were great for this series. Because yeah. uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, while we do kind of seem to hold those in higher esteem now. Skyward Sword felt like a game built for me, by the way. I don't know if people are like you. Love, I'm like, for what I want, dude, you go to the overworld once you get below the clouds. It's literally like a dungeon from beginning to end. Like you love dungeon crawlers, baby. That's all, that's all this game is. It's a whole non-stop a dungeon. dungeon crawler. Yeah, the yeah. whole game's a dungeon. Like for yeah. you guys complaining about dungeons in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, go play Skyward Sword. It's literally just one long dungeon. You know, never be crazy. You know, it'd be crazy <laughs> if maybe like after Breath of the Wild they thought, huh, maybe we should have more of a dungeon focus in Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> And then Skyward Sword came out and performed as it did. And they're like, oh, I guess oh, people really don't well, like people dungeons don't Dungeons much. aren't really what sell games. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, the, the reason why I think Skyward Sword didn't sell as well um, has nothing to do with the dungeons. Yeah. I think it has to do... Um, well, the motion control thing, and to your point, like, it's, 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 argue, it's more clunky than a normal control setup. I give you that. Yeah. Um, it's fine for me, but I understand where you're coming from. I mean, the whole camera thing, I like having the camera, but the fact that it, it is weird. Um, but yeah, I think when, the, and when you come off trying to reach a new audience, I play breath of the wild and they have full camera control. Sure, and all of a sudden you're like, Nope, now it's sort of control. It's, like, uh, it's, it's weird. It's weird. I'll yeah. give you that. But I think the other problem is that it wasn't a high value proposition. Uh, it, I think they tried to sell out the name of Zelda alone and that hurt it because it was just an upscale. It, it was one of those games that just by upscaling, it looks really good because Skyward Sword has a very ageless art style, but they didn't enhance it visually that much. The 60 frames are great, but that was, you know, something that not most people tend to care for. Um, like when I say most, I mean like not the core gamer. I'm talking about like, Hey, that's like two Zelda games ever at 60 FPS. Look out. I know. I'm excited. In between I, World I, and Skyward Sword. I love that they added, added 60 frames per second. For me, that was big. But yeah. I think I think it's one of those things that doesn't really it doesn't really help the sales that much, is my is my main point. And so they see this game that's basically just a Wii game uh, with some minor enhancements that didn't have a didn't require a large budget for selling for a full $60. There was a lot of conversation and negativity around that, and I think that probably hurt sales. I don't know by how much, but I, I think that definitely hurt sales. See, I look at it as a majority of sales have nothing to do with what people say online. I've it's always felt a, that way about I, it. Yeah, so, like, like Skyward Sword was, guess what? Skyward Sword sold like shit. I, we, meaning most people owned it, we don't even know about this game back then. It just, it just didn't even exist in their mind. Like, it was, I I think there's two things that the, the about, about this game. One, um, obviously the controls are just wonky no matter which way you play compared to traditional games and people aren't going to buy it because of that. Uh, I also, and this, this feels weird to say, but when you're watching the trailers and let's say your first Zelda game ever was breath of the wild. And then they say, Oh, and the, Oh, there's a new, there's a new like 3d Zelda game or whatever coming out. And let, let, me, let me watch this trailer. And then you watch link run that running animation ain't good compared to breath of the wild. It just ain't good. And so now you're looking at animations that look old. The game feels dated before you even touch it. And I just don't think it appeals. Um, I, I don't think Skyward Sword, I mean, obviously it had a hard time appealing back in the day. When argue, uh, the biggest argument was always 
release timing, release timing, release timing. Okay, well, you're in the heart of the Switch. You just came off the most popular Zelda ever. Link's Awakening did pretty well later in 2019, or earlier in 2019. So if Link's Awakening can do pretty decent, see what Tears of the Kingdom did. I just think it's just not an appealing game. From like, You just look at it, and you go, eh, pass. And I think that's the way a lot of people felt back on Wii, and I think that's the way a lot of people feel now. Just like, like the general consumer, the one that's going to buy Breath of the Wild Tears of the Kingdom after they see a trailer, when they watch a trailer of that, they go, eh, that doesn't look great. It's interesting. Um, I, I literally, I, 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 I thought about this one because like, I love the game. I love the game. And also, even just looking at the animations, everything just looks dated. It doesn't look like a modern game. Yeah, I'll also say that the boss fights not saying they weren't there weren't good boss fights but i guess like i guess what's breath of the wall and tears of the kingdom are a spectacle like that's gonna appeal to a large audience right skyward sword it doesn't have a lot of spectacle if that makes any sense you know um like the imprisoned while it is a giant boss fight it's also whack like it's it's really wacky like it's got giant toes and you you pluck the toes like you don't pluck them you you know what i mean like you'll say you you wouldn't you wouldn't define the imprisoned boss fights that happen repeatedly in skyward sword as an epic boss battle you know um and then like there's tentalis which on paper sounds really cool but when you see it you're like that's just funny it's straight out of monsters inc um (laughs) So, and then I'm not going to spoil the final boss fight for Skyward Sword. That is one of the most epic boss fights in Zelda history, right? So there, well, there are there are some epic boss fights, but... I'm yeah, it, well, it it, the, the weird thing about this game is it's also one of those games where the mini-bosses almost felt a bit more epic at times. Especially because there's like a whole sword fighting mechanic. The sword involved. fighting mechanic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the Girahim fights were all pretty cool. Like They could have featured that a bit more. Um, and, then, and then, obviously, you have things like... Uh, Gosh, you know the, the the pirate ship, and like that that, that the mini boss fight there is yeah, just well, fantastic. The, the pirate ship dungeon was. I mean, even <laughs> Tentalis was great. It's just I wish it didn't look like a monster from Monsters Inc. <laughs> I wish yeah. it. I wish the design was different. Um, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, not it, wrong. We're we're kind of like we're really speaking ill of Skyward Sword. We're not. Like I love Skyward are, Sword. I'm just speaking to why why it just didn't. We're, we're talking about why other people didn't probably didn't like yeah. Skyward Sword that much. Like not a, like that's why it's so like I I, I know people that bought Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom that 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 told when I asked them why they didn't buy Skyward Sword HD, they're like, oh, I watched a trailer on it. It didn't look very good. I'm like, why it didn't look very good? I don't know. I watched the trailer and I go, this is awesome. But then I'm like, I gotta remember, they aren't Zelda fans. There are fans of Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, which, by the way, that does make you a Zelda fan. You're just a modern Zelda fan that didn't grow up with the classic games. And if you didn't grow up with the classic games, you might look back at those and say they don't look very good. Like you're like you, you talk about oh, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, okay, they can make the visuals whatever, but they still might watch the trailer and go, huh, nope. And why? I don't know. I think, now, granted, I think that I, is a, a full visual reimagining and redoing. I think that's obviously a very different thing, obviously. But I, I, I'm like, you know, if they just HD'd, you know, uh, Ocarina of Time 3D, they'll look at that and go, uh, nope, that looks like garbage. Right. I think they, I think that, I think it would need more work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, in, that's in why I said, like, Final Fantasy VII Remake, that's still, yeah, that might reach, that might reach. But 
in my yeah. ideal world, I would want them to make Ocarina, an Ocarina of Time remake more like a, a little bit of a reimagining, like maybe add a little bit more exploration factor to kind of appeal more to that Breath of the Wild to the Kingdom audience. Sure. Because I think that would probably increase sales uh, significantly. So, yeah. um, I, so I do like, think, though, that if they were to like straight up remake Ocarina of Time, like visually, like oh, like a prime remastered level of remakes, sure. right? Like, it, I think it would be, do better than Skyward Sword. Probably. I don't know. Probably, well, by own, the way, I, by like the way, of all the, of all the 3D Zelda games to bring over and port, Skyward Sword was the worst selling 3D Zelda game before. And I think if you port all the 3D Zelda games, it would be the worst selling of the ported 3D Zelda games. So it, it is one of those things that I don't think, and I just don't think Skyward Sword is that appealing. But I also think other Zelda games, like, oh, if they brought Twilight Princess over, and let's say they put some real work into it for the next generation system, and it's in 4K, and they actually make some texture changes and do some cool things. Could it hit 10 million if that next system's also just as popular as Switch? Yeah, I think it could get a little bit of a 2 million boost from what it did back on Wii. But I, I don't think that that's like groundbreaking. You know, you're just kind of, hey, here's an old school style game that was appealing. Why was it appealing? What made it more appealing than anything else? For some people, it's just the art art direction that it went in. Um, you know, I know that was a huge well, factor. Twilight, Pri- Twilight Princess had spectacle, but- though. Yeah, it's it, 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 it spectacle. It outed a very epic adventure. It it's outed an epic adventure. Really cool boss designs, and it also like, went yeah. in an art direction that's very appealing. Yeah. Like Wind Waker is not a very appealing art style in comparison for the general populace, guys. General populace. The non Zelda aficionados are more interested in think something that looks like Dark Souls than something that looks like the Wind Waker. Then you yeah. might go, but Breath of the Wild. I know. Again, yeah. that was a new where we have a new generation of Zelda fans that started with Switch. And that's awesome, by the way. I'm thrilled because I love the new styles of the games. I'm good with this in the future. But in terms of bringing the old ones back, you know, what ones could sell best, what one could do this, who really knows? And we don't know what this Zelda thing is going to be anyway. So, I mean, I would say the, the art style of Breath of the Wild is not that much different than Skyward Swords. Right, it's almost like Breath of the Wild's art style is almost like a fusion of Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess. Like yeah, a, yeah, a happy it's, like a, it's a happy medium. Yeah, Eric, why didn't you buy Skyward Sword HD? I did. Oh, did you? Did you play it? No. <laughs> oh, there you go. I bought it. Well, hey, it. hey, you yeah. gave him money. Yeah. So you're you're part of that almost yeah. four mil. But why yeah. didn't you play it? Because you beat Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So so why wouldn't you want to play? It? You're like an example of a more general consumer, a new age. Even though you have experience with old Zelda games, it might be because he's an adult and just didn't have time. Yeah, that, that's mostly it. Uh, but you're still playing Tears of the Kingdom, so I don't want to hear. It. When you want to play, you want to play. You beat Sparks of Hope. They need 100 Sparks of Hope. Yes. Okay. So again, why why didn't you feel that drive? Was that I wanted to play more? Okay. But so I, well, I know I, mean, I, I do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, I've seen it played. So I've, well, I've sure. seen them all played. Obviously, and I played dabbled here and there way back in the day with the. I think even that game. Probably. Um, I mean, at your house, we've played dull pretty much. I know. So it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. I I wanted it to do well, but I don't know. I just haven't had, had the, I had every intention of playing it. Haven't had the motivation. The just haven't had the motivation. And I've had other things that I wanted to play more since then. So, so what, why, so what about like, Say like Sparks of Hope or Tears of the Kingdom or the other games you wanted to play appealed to you that Skyward Sword didn't, because you bought it with mm-hmm. an intent, but then 
it's not like you didn't play games. You just didn't really feel like playing that game. But there's got to be something. Some sort of like you're more you're like I'm a hardcore Zelda fan, so I'm like yeah, of course I played it. Yeah, I didn't beat it, but I also yeah. I don't usually rebeat games I've already beaten a bunch before. Right, right, right. I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. I haven't played it, so I guess I don't really know if it's the gameplay or anything like that. I like I said, I've seen it played, and I know. I mean, here's the kingdom. You knew you were gonna play that. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I, I don't. I'm really not gonna answer. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I think I think it doesn't necessarily have to be an indictment on the game. I think sometimes right. people just don't get around to games for whatever reason. It could it, it, it might not be the game's fault at all. Um, so, well, I mean, you're yeah. you're you're correct in that. So, like, there's games I bought that I have that I've haven't touched or have barely touched. Um, but why? Well, it's because other games appeal to me more. Well, then why do those games appeal to me more? I just I. I I don't always have an answer, but I can say I've spent more time with Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, and Link's Awakening. Let's just go with Link's Awakening. Another, why did I play that one more than Skyward Sword HD? Well, because well, the Link's new Awakening, art style, yeah, the new art style was really the big the that and the Dungeon Maker. Like, probably felt like more. It probably felt more new to you than Skyward Sword. No, it didn't feel new. It, nothing about the just the base game felt new to me. Um, even Link kind of just moves and controls in the same way. It was the dungeon maker was one of my big driving factors was like, this is actually new content and Skyward sort of didn't have new content. Is, is that maybe, maybe that's why they want to argue that dungeon maker was the different was a 2 million difference. Um, a 2.2 million difference. Could be round up. Could be, could be just Zelda fans that always wanted one. They did advertise it. It was a selling point of the game. They, it, it was a, a remaster that had new content. Where is the X button? Oh, there it is. I just press X for doubt. Well, why? Do you don't think Dungeon Maker is appealing? No, I just don't think that's that. That's a two point two million difference. I don't think that's a, that's why that that's. I don't think that's the, that's a sole reason why Link's Awakening remake sold fifty percent more than Skyward Sword. Uh-huh. I think it's a little mid. You think what's a little mid? I'm using I'm using all the memes. Um, you think the dungeon maker's mid? I, I just don't. Yeah, but you could I, think it's yeah. mid, but it got. Be, I'm saying, I don't. Mid. I don't think that the dungeon maker is why everyone want or why why two extra Couple million, million. want. Yeah, I, I think it's a nice little piece, right? And when I when I say mid, I just mean it's fine. Like I played it a little bit. It's fine. You could you can mess around with that. But I, I, I think most people just want to play through the world and enjoy the adventure. Um, do we have statistics on that? Well, no, yeah, we don't. Right. We don't. Nintendo's we the only one that has any right? sort of like that. that this that, is yeah. just going to be an opinion-based thing, and we're yeah. not going to really get an answer out of, yeah. from this. Again, right? Nintendo's the only one with the data. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they may not even have the data. I don't know how much they monitor like what parts of a game we play. We play. Well, uh, they, they ha- you could argue play. they have the data for every person who backs up to the cloud. They have your save data. They can literally, but are they going to be able to like piece through that and like just like considering they created it? Yes, I'm, I'm assuming mm-hmm. they could if they wanted. I'm not mm-hmm. saying they do, by the way. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying they could mm-hmm. if they wanted. And then mm-hmm. people go invasion of privacy, dude. You put something on their cloud. What did mm-hmm. you expect? Anyways, I do think that it being remade visually, I think that adds a lot 
Um, I think the extra dungeon maker con like those things together, right? Like I, th I think that mm -hmm. it, it Link's Awakening remake, uh, not as many people were complaining about the price tag as were as those were for Skyward Sword. New content so, will do that. I'm a, by the way, I know it's a visual overhaul, yeah. but there was a, a my whole thing is there was a confidence in Link's Awakening. That's why it doesn't have HD after it. It doesn't have remaster after it. It's just, this is Link's Awakening. And for those of you that have played before, we have new content. Dungeon Maker. They were just very confident with the game. And Skyward Sword, here's Skyward Sword HD. They literally put HD in. Have a good day. Is there anything new? Oh, 60 FPS. Okay. It's 1080p. Different um, control styles. Yeah, we updated the control. Okay, what about content? No, no new content. Or is an amiibo allows you to shoot upwards. That's an warp ability. upwards. Yeah, yeah. It's an ability to warp anywhere, uh, upwards yeah. anywhere. Yeah. 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 Makes the game a little easier. Yeah. It just it does make it easier. But it's not new content. It's not content. It's just a breaking the game, basically. Yeah. Which is fine. It, it's a more convenient way to break the game so you can get back and resupply because you always have to go to the same place to do that. Um, anyways, um, we, we can get into the merits of Link's. By the way, yeah, I do think Link's Awakening is a better game than Skyward Sword, so like there's that as well. But that's also getting into someone who's played all the games and get into personal opinions, blah blah blah. Maybe Link's, Link's Awakening is in my more, top five, maybe so. more replayable. I don't even care. Uh, well, you know me. I don't count replayability as a I, factor. I, well, I, I didn't know that. Oh, uh, I guess well, I didn't well, think about it. You, I don't, yeah, start, I don't replay games. <laughs> I don't replay no, games. I, I understand that. So replayability is not a factor. But I have not taken the moment to consider that when you are thinking about the quality of the game, mm -hmm. you don't factor in how much time you're going to play it for or how many times you may go back to it. Because uh, I don't go back to it. You might dabble, but you don't like. Yeah, really yeah I'll dabble if it's for a video. Yeah. Otherwise, I just don't yeah. go back to it. Like Breath of the Wild, why did I ever replay it after I did almost everything? Um, just for video purposes. I there get, was... I get that if there wasn't for if there wasn't videos that I would go back to Breath of the Wild for, I would go back to it less often. But I still personally would have got. I've gone back to. I've tried re replaying the game multiple times. And it's just fun playing through the world. Like whenever I have gone back, be it for footage or for whatever reason, mm -hmm. I find myself playing for longer than I should because <laughs> it's just like a fun playground to explore sure. and enjoy. Um, the same can't be said for a lot of games, period. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think I think that should be considered. I think I think um, the Breath of the Wild experience is actually pretty replayable. And it was, for, for me, what was interesting is that when I decided to do the master mode run um, leading up to Tears of the Kingdom, and so I, I played through the game and I was made a concerted effort to play from beginning to end, that was really cool. I, like, I got to re-experience the game from beginning to end again, and it was fun. Um, it was very replayable. It was I, I think that, that that experience, to me, kind of cemented Breath of the Wild as my favorite game of all time. Um, now, Tears of the Kingdom is like it's kind of a weird, it's a whole other conversation. It kind of muddies the waters a little bit because Tears of the Kingdom almost feels like just more Breath of the Wild. But um, I, I, I think I think replayability totally matters. Like, sure. think about how much you may play Mario Kart or Smash Brothers, for example. 
the more you want to play those games. I don't I think, I think that. Well, that, I mean, and again, <laughs> it's your opinion. It's your opinion. This is my I know. Opinion, right? Like, yeah, like, like I know. Your I know, opinion is wrong. Right? Like, I know that replayability said, matters right? a lot for you. Like you talked about yeah. how many times we used to joke how many times you were beating Metro Prime Remaster when it came out. Uh, replayability, I know, is a huge factor for a lot of you guys out there. Yeah, I like feel this. weird. I'm one of the only people that 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 I, I shouldn't say the only people. I know that I've had people in, in the maybe in this very chat agree with me that like you just don't really replay games, so replayability doesn't really matter. Yeah, no, no um, I understand that. If that's something not something you do, it's just not as valuable. Well, because I it's it's not even something I really do. I like Skyward Sword HG came out. Yeah, I dabbled in it for like an hour to mess with the new controls, and that was it. Um, Link's Awakening, I dabbled for for a bit longer than that because there was new content that didn't exist in prior games with the Dungeon Maker. Um, when it a lot about Metro Prime Remastered because you could could beat that. I did, I did beat Metro Prime Remastered. You didn't think you would. No, here's the thing I did, I did it just because I told you I would. No, I did it because I told you I would. That was it. Uh, that was the only reason. So you were committed for, for yeah. my sake. I, 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 like, I couldn't say that I was going to do something and then just not do it. So no. I'm like, I'll do it. If it wasn't because of me, how I would have never. You- I, I, if it wasn't because of you, I might not even bought the game. Just to be honest. Hey, Nintendo, what, I would have saved the money. I'm an influencer. I have influenced You influenced me to buy the game, yes. That's right. They've made at yeah. least $40 because of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just being honest. It is not because, like, of Metro. Like, uh, am I going to pick up Metro Prime 2 if that one comes up? I don't know. I don't really have any desire to replay the game at all. Fun but fact. Will Andres restart at some point in the podcast? Get me to commit and make the purchase at some point? Probably. He'll probably talk me into it. I have not beaten Metro Prime 2. Well, see, that's the motivation for you then, though. Yeah. Because it's something um, you haven't done. What happens is that it's kind of hard. It is um, hard. <laughs> It is hard. I've only beat it once. I've got, it, I got, hard. I got, I've gone to the near the end a couple times. But what always throws me off are the. You have to get like these keys. Yep. And they're 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 kind of hard to find. Yeah. 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 I think I think in, in Prime One, you I can, only got through because I walked through. It tells I'll you where they are. I walked through. I did a walkthrough yeah. for that section. So I don't do walkthroughs often, but I, I did walk through that section. I'll probably do Prime Two this time. Though. It's just because I only again I only played through the game once, and I knew if I didn't beat it then. I was never gonna beat it, so I mean, yeah, I'm just get the walk through. Screw it, I'm I'm this close. Let's just go. Um, well, I didn't realize I was this close until I looked at the walk through, and then I was like, oh, I am this close. Well, then yeah, we're gonna finish this off. Um, which by the way, I don't hold it against anyone who uses walk throughs. I want to be clear. Some some people look down on people who use walk throughs. Dude, play the games you want. You I don't look help, down on help. others that walk throughs need to exist for a reason. I use yeah. them when I was you. Kid. You want it? You need a walk through? Use a walk through if it doesn't lessen the gameplay experience for you and it just actually makes you progress more and makes you happier psh, go for it it's right. a lot better than getting super frustrated and quitting and never coming back the only mm-hmm. person i look down on for using walkthroughs is myself yeah yeah personal judgment's fine <laughs> yeah personal judgment's fine <laughs> uh but yeah no for me that with the replaying games thing it's always just been one of those um one of those things that a huge driving force, and I don't talk about it a lot with my with, with me playing games, is not knowing what's coming next. Whether it's story or gameplay, not knowing what's coming next. And the thing is, once I know, I don't have that desire to really play anymore. Um, and that's the, the fun part right now with Tears of the Kingdom is one of the big driving forces for me was the story. So I kept putting the story off, kept putting the story off. Now I got to do this review thing this weekend. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I beat the story. 
Oh, my, my drive to play Tears of the Kingdom has gone down a bit since I know how it ends. But the thing that's still making me play is that there are things I was doing along the way to the end, other side quests and other story things that I didn't experience that I'm like, no, 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 no. I still need to go back in because there's still things I haven't done. There's but it's still like things to discover. But now, granted, this is an open world game and there's a lot more to do in it. So it's not the, the main quest is not the only thing. Uh, so it's a bit different than some other games where it's kind of like the point is to get to the end and there isn't a whole lot necessarily outside of that. Uh, but for me, I probably only see myself maybe dropping another maybe 10 hours in Tears of the Kingdom before I probably just put it on the shelf and don't and don't touch it again outside of like some random stream when someone's like, you should play Tears of the Kingdom. And I'm like, OK, cool. All right, let's build a bear. Let's build a bear. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Like, you might go, but Tears of the Kingdom is really unlimited thing. You can do all these imaginative things with the building. And I'm here to tell you right now, I don't have an imagination oh, anymore. God. I thought I did. And I thought I was so proud of the weird contraptions I built in Tears and of the Kingdom. And then you looked on Twitter. Then I looked on Twitter. Right. And I realized I, I'm not an engineer. I am not. I don't have imagination. The, the maybe when I was younger, I would have came up with these ideas. Now I don't. And you're like, well, don't you want to don't you want to try? And I'm like, look, I watched a tutorial on how to build this really complicated thing. And after I realized that I was following this tutorial and running around in the game for 90 minutes and I still only had about a third of the materials I needed to pull it off, I realized I ain't got the patience to make these really cool mega contraptions either. So I'm just going to leave that to the people that want to do that. It's not entertaining to me to waste my time just to build something that really I don't really need. <laughs> it's just cool. It doesn't. Yeah. There's other ways to do do what that thing does. Like when you build some of these mega mechs, it's like, yeah, that's cool. But like, I could also just do a billion other ways to to do accomplish what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, um, but I that, get that's what you're just, saying. But that, that's just me. I, I've always been. I've known for a long time. You're someone that really values replay value a lot because you've talked about games that you replay. Um, and if you'll notice, a lot of times when we're like yeah, on this podcast, we're like, what have you been playing lately? Very rarely am I mentioning something that hasn't come out recently. Because yeah. that's that's what I that's what I play. So yeah, for me, um I mean there's a lot of games that I'll only play once. There's a lot of movies I'll only watch once. There's a lot of shows I'll only watch once, right? Books. You view it as an indictment one. if you don't rewatch? Not necessarily. Um, but I also think that if it's something Um, I think if it's something that for me personally, when I just me thinking about it, every game, uh, that I would put in my, or even anime, right? Like I'm a big, I'm, I admitted to anime, I'm into video games. I'm into movies too. Um, I would say that my, my favorite video games, my favorite anime, my favorite movies I have played or watched more than once. Um, it's fair and and it, for me you know it, maybe you don't want to do it back to back right maybe you wait a few years right but it, it's it's fun to go back um i prefer reliving those experiences more than engaging in a new experience that i think will add less if that yeah. makes any sense no and, and, that makes a lot of sense yeah. i mean i mean and it, this is it's well documented that going back and watching movies you will discover more the second time. Sure. I think the same applies for all forms of media. You will discover more. There is more to everything 
right? There's always a, 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 another layer that we can dig on anything. I mean, if you're a Zelda theorist, <laughs> you can keep peeling the, those layers forever if you want oh, to. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, right? Like, it, it's kind of, it, so, yeah, I mean, me thinking about, like, the Metroid games, um, by the way, um, I think it was, it was King Frost was making a joke. No, the, I think I was thinking about it. the only Metroid game that I think I have not beaten is Metro Prime 2 Echoes. I've beaten every other Metro game at least once. Yep. Metroid One, well, I've beaten. I, I technically, I didn't. I've only I've dabbled with Metroid Two, like the Game Boy version. But if you count Samus Returns, which is a remake of it, then I've beaten that. I just um, realized I technically never beat the final boss in Metroid Dread. What is hard. wrong with me? It's what hard. is wrong? I know oh. I fought it, but I, I didn't beat, beat it. Yeah. Oh, I beat I beat Dread. Yeah, I clicked three in my times. head, and now it's like. Okay, I'll, I'll go beat it. But that's not replaying because I haven't beat them yet. Right. So. Sure, right. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But so it's just one of those. Amazing. Oh, before Pikmin 4 comes up, gold tomorrow. Beat that boss. Man. Dread's like designed to be replayed because they, they literally programmed in sequence breaking. There, it, it has a, t- you know, it, there's a completion rating. It's also a time uh, rating, right? Then when you beat that, if there's multiple difficulties you unlock. So I've beaten yeah. it multiple times. And then there's the boss rush. So I've done all of that. Like Metroid, Metroid, now me thinking about Metroid Dread. That's definitely that's one one of my favorite yep. Switch games for sure. Um, yeah. Anyway, point is I've beaten every Metroid game at least once except for Prime Two. I've tried beating it multiple times over the years, but I always get stuck right at the end, and then life comes around, and I have to focus on something yeah. else. But um, yeah, and big thing, same thing for, me, for Zelda. Uh, what I realized, like you were talking about movies and like shows, I'm like, oh, I've rewatched some movies and shows. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so why won't I have a game? I think it will have this time commitment. Yeah. Like there's so many, there's, there's so just, many yeah. new things coming that I want to play all the time that when I go back, oh man, go back and play Ocarina of Time. Oh yeah, we beat it in 12 hours. Yeah, but not the way I played. That's going to be at least like 20, 30 hours for me to beat Ocarina of Time again. Or I could just rewatch Dumb and Dumber for two yeah. hours. Well, to your point, remember a few months ago when I was playing <laughs> through Wind Waker and Twilight Princess? Yeah. I replayed through those and I beat them both. Yeah. I could have been playing Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I, I, I would have more them. desire to play something like Elden Ring, which yeah. I haven't beaten, than than those. You want to know? You want to know what's the real kicker? You could say, "Oh, well, at least you saved money by not buying Elden Ring by playing games you already had." I had lost access to Twilight Princess HD, so I bought it <laughs> on my Wii U eShop before they took it down. That's awesome. Before I took it down, yeah, because I had, used sucks. to have the disc. It actually I, sucks. I it's not awesome. Like it years sucks. ago, yeah, but mm-hmm. at least I have it. To some capacity. Yeah, the physical copies are ridiculous. Yeah, expensive. I regret selling that so many years ago. But when you're young, I mean, it, look, when cash. Wii U barely sold, it's like, dude, anything, any physical one we use is going to be insanely expensive someday. Yeah. And so prices are only going to go up. All right. Um, Hold on. I got one more thing. Yeah. It just, if, if the new Zelda thing is like, um, I know you mentioned an add on to like Universal. If they don't have some sort of reference to Gooseland, they they missed an opportunity. <laughs> mm. oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, if okay. they don't call it Gooseland or something along the lines mm. of that, they, they missed an opportunity. Well, that would be cool if they at least have a ride, right? And so maybe welcome they, to Gooseland. Yeah, 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 maybe they, exactly that would be cool. Yeah. Call it the Pompadour so, Express. Somewhere in there, somewhere in there, they <laughs> have, have, a, the have a, a reference to <laughs> Gooseland. Oh, that'd be so great. Like they loft- probably want one of the least popular. Maybe like a VR Loftwing ride. Oh, oh, that'd be awesome. It's something Nintendo would totally do. Yeah. I mean, this is um, the Mario Kart ride, a VR ride. So, nice. Yeah. So we'll get into our last topic here. 
uh, Pikmin 4. I mean, guys, it comes out basically tomorrow night, uh, but technically Friday, uh, especially for physical copies, midnight and onwards. Um, it it has a Metacritic score because all the reviews uh, have come in. There'll be more reviews coming down the line, but it has an 88, which is right in line with pretty much all the Pikmin games. Uh, you know, Pikmin 1 and Pikmin 2, uh, those both scored like 89 and 90. So it's like right there with those. Pikmin 3 actually scored a little bit lower than I think it was like 86 on its original debut, but still right in, right within that range. You know, Pikmin, guess what? Um, you have the same review score as Final Fantasy 16, so you can uh, celebrate that. Uh, also, by the way, this is a little bit, it's only tangentially related. Nintendo better be up for publisher of the year. They have, assuming Mario Wonder delivers again, that that that's kind of the the last one they have coming out. That's like a Maybe brand that's why new they game. Have an October release, so it can be up for some sort of game of the year nomination. Yeah, like if that one scores a ninety plus, and they also have uh, this this to throw in there, um, you can argue the Fire Emblem game. You can argue uh, obviously Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, if you want to be like, oh, what about remasters? Oh, by the way, yeah, one of our remasters is the highest, second highest rated game of the whole year so far. Uh, it's a good argument that they could be a publisher of the year, but we'll see. They don't always really usually win publisher of the year, but this is a year that feels like 2017 where they they might have a shot at it. Yeah, but I I also have seen where Nintendo gets a shaft because of yeah. uh, just a, an anti-Nintendo bias. And this is a year that Tears of the Kingdom is probably going to win game of the year. We'll see. We don't know for sure because Starfield's really that one um, that could that could potentially get up there. Because, yeah. But some Bethesda games have gotten up there before. Yeah. I mean, I I think Starfield looks pretty cool. So, the, but the, again, lie. verdict's still out. We'll find we'll find out pretty yeah. soon. We'll find out pretty soon how, how that game is going to be. Yeah. Well, um, it'll be funny if Mario Bros. Wonder takes it. I, I sincerely hope that uh, Bethesda and Microsoft are giving reviewers like a couple months to release it, it feels like they're going to need that if you want. I wish I didn't have a life and I didn't have a life expectancy uh, so I could just like I wish I could go back to like the ages of 18 to 20 when I pretty much just played video games. You had nothing to worry about like if Yeah, you, just like, no kids, could... no Look, I'm just chilling at my parents. They're not yelling at me to get my life together. I'm just you don't have Man to feel bad games. about spending 12 hours a day playing Starfield. I don't feel bad that, oh, I cut back my hours at work intentionally to play more video games. It's when you win your billion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when, I, when I win the Powerball here yeah, right. in 10 minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I would have and, to work. Anyways, we, we did buy some Powerball tickets. But, um, all right, so getting getting more back into the Pikmin 4 stuff. Uh the game has leaked for starters. Uh, no real surprise. Every Switch game leaks. This one uh, took until about Monday night to leak, uh, which was unlike you know Tears of the Kingdom before that. That, that one leaked the, the week before the right right into the weekend. So that was pretty insane. But yeah, we we got this uh, this leaked. Pretty easy to avoid the leaks because, well, the the, the Pikmin games tend not to sell a lot of copies. It's kind of like when Kirby and the Forgotten Land leaked. We didn't really. You could freely go on YouTube and Twitter and not worry about seeing a damn thing. Same thing here. How many people even knew it leaked besides seeing a headline? Oh, the game leaked. I haven't seen anything anywhere. I haven't had to put filters up. I have not seen anything spoiled from this game that wasn't from a review or a preview outlet. And that's, I'm choosing to consume that. So like, that's why I know about like the Zelda Easter egg is because I chose to consume that at an outlet that reviewed the game. The only time leaks have really mattered was for Tears of the story. Kingdom. Story. It's a big no, 
I guess, yeah, but I, I guess my point is that, like, I haven't seen this. That, that is a big point. Like, if story really matters, that, that yeah. and that matters a lot for Zelda for I, a lot of people. I, I guess yeah. I'm just thinking, like, in terms of my own personal experience, like, in terms of my scrolling through feeds and stuff, the only time um, spoilers have, have ever actually impacted me was the Tears of the Kingdom one. And it's just because I make so much content on it that I have to be really careful. But also, I saw tons of stuff on my youtube feed about but like, I, I was spoiled to... on a lot i was all over that tears of the kingdom reddit i was making all yeah. those videos and you know what somehow i didn't get spoiled on the end and that's all i really cared about so it is interesting how that worked out yeah like there was there that there were in hindsight there was a couple screenshots that i saw that what but i didn't know because i didn't have the context so worked out oh man but speaking of sales shigeru miyamoto had something to say about this uh, he did a developer interview. For those who don't know, yeah, Shigeru Miyamoto actually worked on Pikmin 4. Might be potentially the last video game he works on. We don't know. My he doesn't biggest. He doesn't directly work on video games anymore. But he did Pikmin 4, uh, which is awesome, by the way. Glad to see the maestro back at work. Now, he talked about what they are doing with Pikmin 4 to hopefully see it boost in sales because he's personally been pretty disappointed with how the series is sold and he thinks they figured out why it doesn't sell apparently it's too hard so that's the general summary let's get into his exact words so here's what he said when talking about what what's prevented pikmin from selling and what they're doing with pikmin 4 to hopefully get it to sell better there have been three games in the series until now from pikmin to pikmin 3 and personally i've always wondered why haven't they exploded more in sales, even though they're so much fun to play? Why do people think they're so difficult? I get that people find it more difficult when death is a factor, but I think the franchise strength lies in its relationship with mortality. If something is irreversible, you need to figure out a way to prevent undesired things from happening. To try to prevent Pikmin from dying, you need to practice Dandori. To me, that's what makes this game unique. I think people find Pikmin difficult for two reasons, the controls and the depth of the gameplay. I spent a long time mulling over how we could convey these points as interesting rather than difficult. We were talking about how uh, we want as many people as possible to play Pikmin 4. So yes, their goal with Pikmin 4 is to be the best-selling Pikmin of all time and actually reach a new audience. But if it's not Pikmin-like enough, we won't meet the expectations of those who've enjoyed the series until now. The first game provided a deeper challenge, while the second game was broader in terms of content, and we went back to something closer to the first one in Pikmin 3. But after thinking about it, I realized that we could do both. We could retain the depth of the gameplay that makes Pikmin so interesting while providing the functional support to address the challenges around controls. I do wonder if that has something to do with some of the dog mechanics, but um, because that for those that haven't played all the Pikmin games, what's wrong with you? They're awesome, <laughs> but uh, the doggo for some people, and I've seen this from some Pikmin veterans, the doggo in Pikmin Four just playing the demo for some people makes the game feel a bit cheap because it takes some certain aspects like swimming across water and making them not really a risk anymore, but. But we haven't played enough of the game to really know. And Miyamoto is saying that the depth is there. So the question is, I guess for Miyamoto, why the hell doesn't Pikmin sell well? As we're on, like, literally close to the eve of the game coming out. Like, why, why doesn't Pikmin sell? They've gotten other weird 
wonky games to sell. Why can't they get this one? Well, like, what is it about this particular? Like, here's the problem. I love Pikmin. Like, I, I, I don't even. When people ask me what's a name a flaw in a Pikmin game, I can't even think of one. And that I, I can't think of a flaw. Well, then why won't it sell? I, I don't know. Maybe because it. The only thing I could think of is like the story isn't really that deep. I don't think it's a story. I just think it's the style of game that in the how it appeals to the audience. And I look at Pikmin Four, and Pikmin Four has retained a lot of what Pikmin is, while also making it a little bit more appealing to a larger audience. Because like the the camera change, hmm. it, it makes it feel more like a third person yeah. action adventure game. Uh, That's when, a big when you, one when you account that when you account for the dog, it does streamline the experience. So I guess you could say easier, but it makes it more fun to explore, right? The yeah. camera, um, it you can see more of the environment, you can see more of the world. It, it, it you so your eyes are looking for more, or seeing more things. And when you account for the dog and just the, they've streamlined the gameplay, right? Like there's more, you can do a lot more things. It's more, more, more fluid. So it's just a more. It's a less stressful because uh, they did get rid of the um, like the the limit in terms of days or, or food resources. Mm. So mm -hmm. it's become less stressful. It's become more dynamic and fluid, and it's just become more of an adventure game. Um, it still has the Pikmin gameplay, right? You're still man doing the Dandor. You're you're managing your resources, sending Pikmin different directions um, to get different treasures or things. By the end of the day, like there is still that management part, but it's within the context of this like kind of whimsical magical world that and it's an adventure that looks beautiful so i think that's bringing in a lot more people i hope yeah i hope i mean, like it, i'm more i I'll, I'll be frank i i think i i feel more inclined to play pikmin from beginning to end than i did prior pikmin games i think there i think that there's something about this that makes it feel that's good exciting that's good i mean it, I, I look the the changes you've made uh, or that you've mentioned they made to the gameplay. I, I do think that will make it more appealing. My thing is, but will they get them to the door to have the appeal? Like, what can they? I I don't know how they get people through the door. It looks good. It I mean, it's probably why good. they did the demo. Like, they probably want want people to really try That's it out. True. Yeah, the demo the demo actually yeah. might have helped a lot. I mean, um, yeah. and it's not like they haven't yeah. been marketing. Like, it's weird, guys, because like you'll know I'm a news channel. I basically haven't talked about Pikmin, and there's been trailers. There's been news. I haven't really talked about any of it. And it's weird because I'm actually, I already bought the game. I'm going to play it. Like, I mean, I, I'm pretty well, confident Pikmin's not gonna, that I'm going to beat this game. Pikmin's uh, not as big of a deal as Zelda, right? So, like, well, it's not, but it's not about the big deal. Like, I've seen very few, but I have seen like three other content creators actually make, like, cover the Pikmin news as it happens, and they're getting views. So I'm like, cool. So there is an interest. There just isn't a lot of people covering it. And by the way, I've already said this before. Us covering things, we might sell some copies, but like, you know, general general appeal. Like when people see the commercials and they see them pop up in their videos when they're watching or on TikToks and stuff, and they, they see the ads. What makes it appeal? Because it, uh, the the thing is, I I look at this from the outside looking in as someone who doesn't, you know. Um, who, who tries to examine things from an outside perspective, and I go, well, you can look at Pikmin and maybe think it's a kid's game. Hmm. I can, 
Kids games don't if you always know, yeah, have, but, but you'd be like, oh, so does Mario. I'm like, yeah, but Mario's a lot bigger people, franchise. People know, know yeah. what Mario is. Yeah, it's a lot bigger IP that's been around long If you time. don't know what Pikmin is, like if you don't pay attention to news or gaming or if you yeah. don't have friends who've played it, you talked about it with, I can, I, I like, if I were to just kind of think of my, mm-hmm. my myself and I, I just look at it without knowing what it is, I'd be like, okay, that looks... I, there's nothing about that that makes me want to play that. Like, it doesn't look unappealing. It's just... It, it, you know, like... It, like, like I, you, I you would, mean like, would, oh, well, I played Wonderful 101. I'm like, okay, so it's a kiddie version of Wonderful 101. Got it. But, but it's not. I, but, like, just watching a trailer for it, it's like, but I would, nothing about I it. I would looks, need to... Yeah. It is interesting. I, I, I am now trying to think about from the perspective of someone who doesn't know anything about Pitman. Yeah, yeah. There's How no experience with it. And then you it. see an ad, you own a switch, you see a commercial and you're like, I mean, would that appeal? Like it, what, what about like, and the thing is, I don't know what they could show that would make it appeal. I mean, maybe a boss fight, but then it's actually a very unique game. Yeah. I, I think that's another um, uh, sort of element to consider here. It's not like you show that to someone who doesn't know what the series is. They're not going to understand what they're really looking at. Yeah. You know, like you, you, you can't be like, oh, it's a but, shooter. Oh, it's an say, adventure like, Splatoon game. was unique, a... but you could understand it. You could see it, what's happening in Splatoon. You get it. You see what's happening in Arms. Even you get it. You're fighting. In defense of, uh, well, I don't know if it's in defense, but it's, it's like the opposite. Just to, to play a contrarian, as I typically do with Splatoon, I think a lot of people can see that and not realize just how crazy it is. And because I remember when I first saw Splatoon. I didn't. I I was like, okay, this was making a weird thing. This is not a big deal. Like that was my first thought, but then when I saw it the second time, I was like, wait, hold on a second. You can shoot ink on the walls, climb up the wall and hide in it, and then jump out. Oh my god, that is a crazy mechanic. You know, like when once I realized how actual, unique, and crazy the mechanics were for Splatoon, that's when I got hyped. But, but also, that's, that's when I, people would notice that for at, at, at face value. Yeah, but as as unique as Splatoon is, also it's still a shooter. People get shooters. They at least know that. Yeah, you're 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 shooting things and competing. Yeah, you're shooting things. You're competing. You're trying to win. Yeah. Um. Like yeah, that's that that excited me too about the original Splatoon back in the day. But I was like, but I get why like people get the people sort of get the concept easier because there's other shooter games. Even if it's not like this, this is unique. It doesn't matter. They understand the value of a of a competitive experience. There's, I can't think of too many games that are anything like Pikmin. Does Pikmin appropriately convey that you are a, an ant-sized character in a giant world? I think it it does, but I think there's ways they could they could do something that would make it more apparent. I, I think I think incorporating the house environments make makes that more the house obvious. environments help. I yeah. also I also think one thing they could have done because I, I I kept thinking like when when we saw like the trail for Plucky Squire what was awesome oh his storybook and then you popped out and you're in the real world and you're this tiny character in the real world and it just looks so exciting because it just it just looks exciting and I think what made that look exciting but then when you see a Pikmin trailer it doesn't I don't know that that you watch a Pikmin trailer and really understand what the point of the game right. is. Um, Oh, you're in a spaceship and you got lost in the planet. You need to go save them. Okay. And what are these weird things? Why are we so tiny? Like, it, it would be cool if 
I, I always I always thought like a way that they could have advertised this game and they would have to put the, some of this in the game would have been like they show this mysterious ship they, instead of giving us a background story. Oh, you're saving below this. You crash, you crash land your ship. You you walk out. All these plants look kind of big. You're pulling some stuff, and then it cuts to when you go into the house. And in the house one, they actually not just have house supplies around; they have some humanoid characters in there, interacting with some of those things, giving perspective to what the hell sure. is going on. And they, they don't compare it to yeah. Like I, I think something like that would have been like a plucky squire moment of, of like realization. Why? Like wait a second. What is happening? I don't know if that would help itself. I don't know. It's just, I, I don't know how Pikmin is such a very unique game. Like when I think of Pikmin one through three, I can't think of any other game I've ever played. That's like it. I can think of very specific things that I can find in other games, but the collective of what makes Pikmin what it is, it, it is basically a, a unique experience in, in the world of gaming. Mm -hmm. And and how do you convey a unique experience to general consumers who have never experienced it? I don't, I don't know. I mean, getting it in their hands with a demo is good, but this this almost feels like the game that could have used like a Nintendo Live 2023. Mm -hmm. You know, could have used a demo tour, and I know that, that I think they are adding it to like a summer demo tour. But like, I don't even think like that. I mean, like every Best Buy should just have a kiosk with Pikmin three on it, or Pikmin four demo on it, or something. Like, because like the only way to really do it is just to put it in people's hands. And I don't, yeah. you know, I, how do you get people to choose to do that? I, I don't know. So I think, it's, I, I think you were onto something, Nate, though. People understand shooters. People understand platformers. People understand, you know, the, the your major genres and stuff like that. This is this game. I haven't played any of them, but it, it it's, it's such a, as you guys have said, it's such a unique experience that it, it just from the, from the trailers itself, all it looks like is I take these little, dudes and just chuck them at things and that's it and that that that's the game you know that's that's what i get out of it when i watch the trailers okay whoop do i mean and you're not going to pay more attention to it right. until it earns your mm -hmm. your, your right, interest, exactly right like so right that's that's the tough part you know one thing they could also do they, they could go completely all in on word nintendo and our other ips appeal let's cross over those IPs hardcore into this game. Mm -hmm. So like we have a Zelda item, right? But imagine there was a Zelda world, a Zelda level, a Mario level that could now start to get Mario and Zelda fans and people who don't pay attention to Pikmin start to pay attention to it. And then you're just selling more copies because you're selling it to your audiences of your other games. That would have been another way to maybe it would be interesting to explore out. like a, like a mushroom kingdom level or like yeah. a, a hyrule field and that, I get, like a little I bit i think that would have i think that would have appealed or that would have got that would have at least made headlines on mario websites, like imagine the minish, the minish being a, a, oh. like a factor in a pikmin level kids oh in yeah that but that's that what i'm saying neat. like i as a zelda fan i'm like oh baby but i also love pikmin so i'm like that might, might be a good dlc idea but that's that, that that's sort of my thing is i'm like if you can't get it to appeal on the merits of what it is because it's so hard to convey it, then maybe you just convey it by incorporating your major IPs into it in a way uh, that gets them to try it. I don't know. I mean, it's cross promotion, right? Yeah, it's um, cross promotion. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
something about and then and then you do like a little then you do like a little pikmin update in in, uh in like tears of the kingdom and you start to have some of the koroks reference them and then they start pulling out like a little pikmin plushie and you're like what the hell i i guess (laughs) my perspective is there's something about what you said it's not that i disagree but i don't like it like i i I feel like as a pikmin fan i don't i i would I think those those kind of things would be cool, but it's just to appeal. If they, if I don't, they did I'm, it from right. the beginning, you might yeah. feel different. Well, yeah. If they wanted to, if they try to shoehorn it in now, it'd be. Well, for first off, right, the, the Pikmin, it would it would it wouldn't. I, it's not I'm, depending on how they do it. I'm not saying it couldn't be done in a way that would would not make possible sense of the Pikmin world, but it, it just kind of. Yeah, it would. It it would just feel like I, very I can't imagine it making sense. Yeah, but it's also. But if it sells copies, right? But so, but my other perspective on it is, I feel like they shouldn't have to do that. I feel like they should be able to sell their games on the merit of their own games. For perspective, um, Sony comes up with new IPs all not maybe not all the time, but with some fair degree of frequency, and they're able to hype it up to their audience and get people invested in buying it. You know, like they, like they can do that. Can you give examples? Um. Well, I mean, Horizon's still relatively new, right? And but it's they... an easy to understand game, action adventure, popular, open world. Sure, you're just hitting on all the things people already know and understand. Little Big Planet, like it's easy to explain. It's e- you sure. can watch that trailer and understand this is an action adventure game. Sure. Well, I mean, they made Pikmin Four more of an action adventure game. But do you understand that from a trailer? I think we'll see what the sales. <laughs> I. By the way, I, I want the game to sell well, but I, I'm just kind of like. Oh, just because they put the camera over the shoulder, does it really explain anything? Like, oh, it's sometimes over, but other times it's not. And the trailer looks wonky, and you're pulling these things, as Eric said, you're just chucking things. And like, I, I think that Pikmin's just really hard to convey. Like, Sony does launch new IPs and does do new things at work, but they work in existing genres that are easy to understand. Mm-hmm. And also, their games are all significant story, like heavy story. So they get you invested in a story. This game, Pikmin's never really been story. So you're not going to get an investment from a story perspective. So your investment's totally gameplay, which is what Nintendo does best. And by the way, the gameplay in the Pikmin games is fantastic. But getting people to try the gameplay, I just, I, I, I don't know of an easy way to sell Pikmin. Like if they made, put me on the marketing team and said, hey, how can you sell Pikmin to a new audience? I'm like, grassroots campaign go out and hand out free copies people will play it if it's free make it free to play i don't I, know what else to tell you free to play I, pikmin i think pikmin 4 is going to be the best-selling pikmin game to date and yeah. i hope so uh, hope it all sells three deluxe now, three deluxe question, is the best-selling at the moment question is though is like that, three and a half oh, million yeah. is that oh, because it's the best two game is it because it's gonna be the best game or is it because of the switch effect <laughs> i mean well pikmin 3 deluxe sold 2.23 on switch so i mean if pikmin 4 beats it that is going I mean, beyond I mean, switch yeah. effect that yeah. is just being a good game yeah. um i i just there's something about it to me that i think pikmin 4 is gonna do better. i mean it just feels no. magical it feels like i look at pikmin 4 there's something about it that i think just looks amazing i think a part of it is the graphics uh they went with unreal um, it, the the, the, the and way Pikmin's the always had more depth. And Pikmin's always had some really nice. Oh yeah, graphics. for sure. That, that's anyone who plays sure. all of Nintendo's IP, you know that. Yeah, the Pikmin are simple. The characters are simple, but the world, mm-hmm. 
The world is very detailed in all of the games. And I, I think you touched a little bit on it too. Some of the some of the monsters that you fight do look a little kiddish. It and, and things like that. So I can see where some adults might go, well, as you said before, it, it looks like it could be a kid's game. So it's, you know, kind of, I, I could see that too, you know. it's. I guess it's a commercial, I think, has a hard time conveying what's fun. I'll tell you, most commercials that exist are terrible. But, like, you watch it, you watch the trailer for Super Mario World, it, like, Wonder, Super Mario Wonder, it just looks fun. But then they'll do like this two-minute segment on Pikmin, on Pikmin in a uh, in a thing. And I think if you don't have experience and don't know what Pikmin is, I don't know that people watch those two-minute segments in a direct and go, that looks fun. It's also a slower-paced game, right? It's hard yes. to, show, to, mm-hmm. to showcase the gameplay loop of Pikmin as opposed to 2D Mario. Yeah, I mean, very true. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, like I, It's hard cool. to showcase it compared to most of what Nintendo has to offer. Yeah. I mean, I will even argue... Like you look at Metroid, right? And I feel like Metroid deserves better sales. Um, yeah. I think it's you know it's one of the highest highest reviewed um, franchises in history, right? Like, but yeah. it doesn't sell like that. Um, it's comparable to Pikmin, actually. It they're they're comparable. Um, so you know, I wonder like with with Metroid, like yeah, you look at it, oh, that's a pretty looking game, but it looks kind of scary. Um, that you shoot stuff, great. But Metroid's not a shooter. Like it's it has shooting components, right? Like that's how you attack things, mm-hmm. and that's how you impart into interact with the world. But it's a, it's an it's an adventure game. It's kind of like Zelda, where you're moving around solving puzzles. Yeah. Um. So, but that that's harder to convey, um, you know, in a quick trailer. Not say I mean, obviously, definitely possible. I think you know people do understand that to an extent, but it, it's 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 different. And maybe the other thing, it's not even so much, maybe part of it is just kind of like making it clear to people what these games are. But another part of it may just be, while that may be a really cool concept, it may be very well executed for what it is. It's just a concept that people just don't care about as much. Some of the best movies of all time are not some of the best, most viewed movies of all time, right? It. So, But I, I liken this to this where my parent comes out. How do you know you don't like it if you haven't tried it? I mean, yeah. The key thing yeah. is getting the attempt to try. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like if you know, you could have a. We've seen this with many, many uh, game franchises over the years, not just from Nintendo, other companies, where they'll release a game and it sells incredible, but the user reception is garbage, and so then like the sequel sells even worse and worse. Mm-hmm. You'll see this even with movies sometimes. A lot of hype going into a movie does really, really well, and then the next one isn't as good because guess what? People who watched the first one maybe weren't that impressed. They I, went I, based on hype, and now... You know, it might be kind of like a YouTube video. You ever sometimes put out a YouTube video and you do everything you can to make it work, and it just doesn't. That's it every day. doesn't. It just doesn't. <laughs> I just said that. That's every day. Right. Or, I'm or trying to get back to those 50, 60K Zelda view days. I and, just, it just doesn't work. And there will also be times where <laughs> you do something, and it does do incredibly well, and then it just stops. No apparent reason. The algorithm just like, oh, that's it. We're going to stop sharing this out. The why? It got <laughs> it got a lot of views in a short amount of time. The analytics all show that people loved it. Why did it stop? Yep. It, I yep. think I, it's just kind of what My video for. last night. My video last night on the Zelda rumors and all that stuff we talked about in this podcast. It has 
a 27% click-through rate. It is the highest click-through rate on a video this year for me. Wow. And yet, 12,000 views. Doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. Like, you, so this, it's stop, legitimately, they... YouTube's just not sharing my video. Like, that's... That's the only explanation. Why? It's right. got it's got five plus minutes of view of, of, of watch time, which is way higher than my normal videos. It's got twenty seven seven percent click through rate when they do show it to an audience. It makes no sense to me. Like I know this is a YouTube thing, but I'm just like this makes. I am confused. But then maybe that relates to games. Like the player satisfaction of a Metroid when you play it is very high. When people play Metroid, they tend to really really enjoy it. But yeah, then to play it, though. getting people to play it. Uh-huh. And now you now yeah. in the case of YouTube, some of that's out of our hands. Like, why isn't YouTube sharing the video more? I don't know. There's only so much I can do. YouTube's got to share it. Right. And it's, um, not, it's not like we're we're like, we're not even like complaining to the people who work at YouTube. There is an algorithm. Yeah, yeah. It's all and, automated. Yeah. Like they they try we're, to I'm just not in favor with the algorithm at the moment. And there, that's there's, cool. There's a myriad of variables. Um no. what I was ultimately alluding to is sometimes it's just luck. I don't want to chop it down to the, like just that, right? Um, I, I mean, I think you can you can bring luck, you can you can facilitate your luck, right? You know, the more you try, right, the the more you get word out there. Oh, like, this is ugly. Sorry, in my head, I just said, "Oh, this would make Pikmin popular." You make it free to play, you advertise it, you keep it at the top of the charts, and then how do you make money on it? You sell Pikmin types. And I just sat there and said, "This is so evil." Why why am I going down this evil Ugh. EA route? You might as well just call me Andrew Wilson, Bobby Kotick, and just kick uh, me off of YouTube. This, I got I, I just came up idea. with the most evil idea for you. <laughs> right? Wow. Just... wow. Look at that. Um, I got another idea. Um, what if they had like a commercial or maybe not even a commercial, like just like a, an, a a real life event where they had someone dressed up in an Olimar like suit, like you know, it wore the helmet with a little thing, and they have a whole bunch of like pikmin dolls that have the pikmin like ford cartridge right like the case and just chucking them like actual <laughs> like in real life pikmin and just chucking them at people <laughs> that would be hilarious and it's just kind of it's just showcasing hey this is what you do no. pikmin. you, you, throw you know that that the, the thing is about that see that's what they that's what they needed to do they needed to figure out a way to make a viral marketing campaign that makes other people start doing it Oh, okay. Here's an idea. So imagine like that. That could have really got sales. Here's like a, like a, like a fourth wall breaking. Kind of like right? kind of like the grimace shake. How the grimace shake blew yeah. up and people kept buying all those damn meals just for the shake. Oh, you could only get the shake if you buy the meal for this one week only, and it became this massive like meme all over the internet. Like if they could have found a way to do that with. Oh man. All right, I got, I got, I got, I got a commercial idea for you for Pikmin. You ready? All right, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. So you're this young kid, right? Like well, young kid, I mean, you're like, you know, maybe 18, 19, right? Like you're, you're it's your first job. Young adult. At, you're, you're a young adult. You're working in this store, right? This electronics store. Boss doesn't like you, right? But you, Pretty typical. Uh, it, it's you, you're, they, you're working in the back of the store, right? The warehouse. And you sure. get it in the beginning of the day and the boss is, is there. He's like, Hey, Pikmin Four is launch is launching soon. And so it's it's not it's not a store; it's a warehouse, right? It sends things out. Uh, we need to get shipments out by tonight, or you're fired. Leaves, so the day starts, just like in a real life Pikmin game. And your job 
is to is to Dandori, right? You got to plan out what you're sending. So there's conveyor belts, there's tra- there's cargo freights, and you're just you're chucking you're chucking Pikmin cartridges in different locations to get everything to where they need to go in time by nighttime, so you can get out before the big bad bull boar ma- manager comes to fire you and everything gets shipped out, so it has a successful launch. So it's a fourth wall breaking moment where they're like. Hey, five Pikmin four. We're getting it out in time, but also the commercial, the skit is the Pikmin gameplay. That hectic energy to try and get everything done before nighttime, but also, you know, the the fear of what nighttime provides, and then also the the management, the Dandori gameplay style of throwing things in different directions. Heck, I mean, if they want to get extra, they could actually you could actually be throwing Pikmin, and they could be helping you to get the Pikmin cartridges. You are literally throwing Pikmin. So they can move around the, the cartridges to the right locations. I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good commercial. Nintendo. Yeah, you could have done commercial. this. Yeah, I'm still gonna go out the TikTok route. We need the yep. Pikmin challenge. Yep. Pikmin they they, they TikTok, just they yeah. should have did something completely stupid that makes me want to do the Pikmin it's, challenge. It's like the the game throw throw burrito, but <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you do Pikmin instead and you just chuck them at each other. Yeah, I mean, all they would have to do for like a Pikmin challenge, like I, I'm. By the way, I'm not good at coming up with ideas for challenges, as you see at Prime Gaming Fest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, well, all they would have had to do is hire like someone, some, um, someone who's just really big on TikTok to do the Pikmin challenge, and they just come up with some stupid. I don't know if it's like how many Pikmin you can fit in your mouth. I, I, I don't even. I don't know what it would be. It was some stupid challenge, and then it would have just taken off. People will just take out. You just create a viral marketing band. We're now, what's trending on on TikTok? There's 18.3 million people talking about Pikmin Challenge. What the fuck is Pikmin? Right. <laughs> so like, I don't know. I, I again, I, I this is why I'm not one of those people. I'm not an idea person for challenges. I can't do it. I'm, I barely come up with ideas for videos. Okay. So and I do news. Look, I'm a news channel. All I got to do is go to like nintendolife.com. There's a news article. There we go. That's my video. And I still can't even do that. So, um, but no, I, I have no idea what they could do. I, I really love your commercial though. That's a, that's a yeah, sick it is, commercial. It is a commercial. I mean, that'd yep. sell me. If I saw that'd it, be, that would sell me. That would be a fun skit. Like it would be cool to make that. As a that, that would have been for that. Once upon yeah. a time, I had ideas to do like little short films on the channel. Um, but I don't have the resources or time to really do that now. Um, imagine but, if you imagine if you can condense this idea down to a short. Mm-hmm. It's one, possible. A one minute short. I think oh, it, yeah. it, it, it could go crazy. Especially, I mean, it's too late now. But if you were working on it for a few months and, and, and kind of got it out right around launch, oh man, that would have been. It's it, it's too late because it can't pull this off. In Pikmin five. Hours, Pikmin five. Pikmin five. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I do hope uh, for the sake of this game that it does become the best selling. Um, right. I hope it hits 3 million plus sales. I, I, I would like to see it do closer to like Forgotten Land numbers, but um, that's 5 mil plus. I don't know if it can do that, but look, Miyamoto has been wanting this thing to be a bigger success than it is. I can say the quality's there. The reviews back up that the quality's there. Um, people who play it love it. So we just, we just get people to play it. Like the only reason. Yulia, my fiance, and she had never heard of Pikmin until I bought Pikmin 3 Deluxe and she saw me playing it. And after sitting in the living room while I played it for like three hours, she's like, Can you give me the controller? This looks like a lot of fun. 
But it took three hours for her to like get it. And I understand why, because it's so it's a slower paced game. Like you're not you don't always get it right away. And I and, and now she loves it. She I don't even know if I'm gonna get the play Pikmin for because she'll probably take my switch and play it because I only have a digital copy. Or she'll make me go buy her a physical one because she she was really looking forward to Pikmin 4, and it's like, damn. I'm like the appeal of the game's there if you just play the damn thing. Um, but man, uh, thank you, uh, Taker610. Uh, had a little super chatty popped off here. Um, I kind of actually like that Switch 2 mock up. Uh, do we want to end talking about that? Yeah, yeah, should yeah. we? I mean, it's fake, yeah. but I mean, that, that's not well, that's not really listen, the debate. Well, I mean, there's some other stuff. I got the um, Microsoft expects Switch sure. 2 as early as 2024. Lead the combo, right? lead the combo, Andres. Uh, yeah, um. I guess that you could argue it's a slow switch to news week, but I mean, sort of not really. It depends on what you consider news. If you count this tomorrow, tomorrow. And they, <laughs> five hours ago, he did put up a new GIF. He now shows it docking. It's bullshit. <laughs> of course it's bullshit. It's, it's bullshit. very well crafted bullshit. And I appreciate, right. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We have mock-ups to switch to. We have other people who have done this in the past. They just didn't pretend it was real. This guy keeps pretending it's real when we all know it's not. It, it he's just it's clever, but why are you pretending it's real? I, that's so, the part I don't get. Yeah, it, it, and you know what? As a you know, we're creators, right? Yeah. Um, so I I personally think that you shouldn't really like dog on other creators, right? In yeah, general. yeah, um, yeah. Uh, absolutely. So. I mean, it's kind of like when you're an athlete, right? Like, you, do you ever see athletes talk trash about other athletes? If they do, it's kind of like, oh, you shouldn't have done that, right? Um, usually because of some personal beef. Right. But it's not yeah. a good idea. No, it does, usually doesn't go well. It's right. entertaining. It's entertaining, yeah. But, but it's not, it's but, not entertaining yeah. for the people involved, it's, I'm sure. It's not good for, for people's careers. Is what no. I was basically. No, it's I, not. I, basically, I'm saying I think it's unethical. Sure. Right? Not saying you should go to jail for it or anything. I'm just saying. Eh, well, no, you know, yeah, you can trash you know, talk all you want, whatever. right? It's just, yeah. I mean, I love the trash talk, but it depends. There's, there's the trash right. talk in the spirit of competition is fine. Like right. when Michael Jordan's yelling at people on the court, "You can't guard me." That's just entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like when if you go out in public and start to say he's a piece of shit, fuck him, fuck his kids. Like, okay, yeah, that's too far. What are you doing? Right. But yeah. like for example, let's say you and I are going to make a sure. video, and it's like on the same topic, and I'll be like, "Oh, I'm going to get more views than you watch." Right? Like that's different. <laughs> I, different. I, I've ever, dude, we've talked a lot. Have I ever done that? Where I'm like, I'm gonna get more views than you look at. No, but the thing is, you're bigger than me, right? So you, in general, you I know. Get more views, but right? that, that's why. I, okay, yeah. But there I, was that one Donkey Kong video. I was like, I don't think I told you. I was like, oh, I'll get more views than him. Watch. Did you? I'm not. I don't even remember. Only one time. Only but, one time. Yeah. There's also a difference yeah. in you know a friendly friendly competition. Friendly competition. There are times right? I'll glance at the views but, in your video and go, oh man, his video today outdid mine. Um. Well, how big are oh, what? Yeah. Should we yeah. would I mean, want to swap yeah. channels quick? <laughs> I mean, like, I I think competition is good, but also yeah. like when yeah. it comes to YouTube stuff, like it's kind of like a fine line because you also don't want to. You want to be attractive. You want to be, I guess, clickbaity in the sense yeah. that you want you want obviously you want to get views, but you also don't want to go so far that you're lying, right, oh, or yeah. misleading, right, right. right? So that there's there's a fine line, so it can get a little yeah. tricky. Um, but what were you talking about? The, the the fake mock-up fake mock-up so anyways that that tangent aside i only brought it up because i don't want to speak ill of the work of this creation because there was clearly creative was clearly effort work. that went into not this. just a photoshop 
Like, yeah, no. He's got actual moving, you know, 3D yeah. renders that he's done. But this yeah. is this is a fantastic job. And I can understand trying to pose it as a leak from the framework of they want their work to be appreciated, but mm-hmm. also it's totally misleading. It is not at all true. Yeah. Um see what, yeah. what got me wasn't that it, like if you just put it up and didn't say anything. I'm cool with that. Whatever. We all know it's fake, and you're not claiming it's not that it's real. My problem is when you go to some of the replies, you know, and some of the replies are like, yeah, oh, you want information on the new Joy-Cons? This is what the new Joy-Con information is. This is this. I'm like, you're acting like you know things you don't. Like, you couldn't just leave it at the mock-up and just keep releasing new types of the model, let people get hyped, let people think about it and just leave it alone. Right. If you don't say anything, at least, I mean, you could, I guess you could thrive off the ambiguity of, of no non response. Yeah. Yeah. Were you not, you never really said it. I I liken it to the, uh, do you remember the, the leaked MX back in the day that was 3d printed when that got out, you know, and, and was posted online, you know, with the joysticks in the middle of the screen and everything, People ran wild with it, and the person who posted it never claimed it was real. That never came out of their mouth. They just let the internet go crazy with it, and then after a while, you know, it was like a few days, and they're just like, guys, come on. Here here it is. Let me show it again. And then he showed the whole process, how it was 3D printed and everything, which was very clever, got him lots of attention, and like that's what this person wanted was just to get a lot of attention for some clever ideas. Cool. I'm cool with it, but you can't just... Maybe you tomorrow, let, let the what, internet run happen. wild with it. Tom- you know? Tomorrow, maybe there's like, hey, so it's fake. This is how I did it, right? Except the difference is we know this is fake. There's yeah. no, like, you remember the yeah. At least that was the, based like, off a patent, the, yeah. the 3D model one. Yeah, yeah. And then the the Rayman leak, um, like that, people were like, oh, we're not sure if this is real or not, right? Like there mm-hmm. was some doubt. Um, so those make sense. Like, but this, if you know what you're talking about, you know that this is fake. And the problem is not everyone knows what they're talking about. Some people don't analyze things as as deeply. They just like say, "Oh, it looks cool. Okay, great. Maybe it's real." Like, but I think that's what that's why things like this gain traction because not everyone kind of like assesses it on a really deep, critical level, you know. Um, and so I wanted to preface uh, by saying I think as a creator, right? Like, I think what they did is impressive, but it's by no means at all. Like uh, there's no, there's no, there's not even a, a snowball telling chance that I think this so, is real. So, it, so, it, so for those who don't know, I see a few people in the chat. Like, what are you talking about? There's this guy on Twitter that put can up. Can we some, share the imagery? Um, yeah, yeah I, I could. Whether or not I, I don't have it locally. I mean, yeah. I don't have my keyboard. Well, I mean, I mean, it's your podcast. I, I just. I mean, I you can share it. I think you have the ability to share. I, I don't have my keyboard in front I of me. I also don't have a public bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can, I can be, if I, I'm sure I could find it in like a second, right? Yeah. It, it's, 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 it's at Nintendogs. I think I quote, I quote tweeted. Oh, someone was, this is uh Cheeto gaming. This is, I think I had more of a problem with this. What Cheeto gaming did. Oh, Cheeto gaming pissed me off. Yeah. And I, that apparently, pissed me I, I don't off know who this person that. is. Cause he's, I see because because I've seen him, I've seen, he's got a decent amount of followers and he's been quoted by people before and he's put up leaks and stuff before and i'm like dude cheeto gaming basically acted like it was real and that that and he didn't source and he's hiding he's hiding by saying hey i said it was a rumor um the problem is this is not a rumor 
It's not a rumor. He's conflating information. Um, yeah, maybe I can just do a straight up uh, screen share here. Let me pull it up over here. And I, I don't want like it, it's one of those things where I don't want to. There's just things that were done that I, I don't agree with. Um, let me see if the screen share will work. And uh, present. I don't know what I said, share. guys, about a snowball in hell and, and chances, but you know what I meant. Mm-hmm. A snowball's chance in hell. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's small. Right? Although, unless you believe Dante's Inferno, where it gets cold. But I'm talking about the fiery. Uh-huh. A snowball's chance in a volcano. How about that? An active one. Okay. So I think. Yeah, there. I think we're we're good. I don't know if I have. Oh I can... man, the hype is real. Okay, I I, I can't yeah. see it. What I, I can see going it. On. I can see it. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we're okay. Yeah, it's it's, it's live. Yeah, okay. All right. So down? this is the the account that oh, it all originated from. And if we go down, it kind of started with this. Okay. He's a new account yeah. that joined in July, and he did this. Yeah. Okay. He put up these mockups. There's obvious things with some of the mockups that are a little weird. Uh, some of the capitalization on Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is not how Nintendo did the it. Xenoblade and Mark. Uh, the Xenoblade one is is, is 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 a big one as well. So there's the, uh, uh, Splatoon three is backwards actually too. Yeah, the, the yeah. Picture. Um, so there's Mark, obvious kind of off. There's obvious yeah. things about them that are uh, you know, clearly fan made. Someone even pointed out how the background behind Super Mario RPG here is um, from actually like Mario sixty four or something like that. Oh, but I think it might be Mario Galaxy. There's a Mario Galaxy. Yeah, I think something it's like that. The, the, the point is, yeah. there's a billion red flags. Okay, tons of them that that it's fake, but yeah. it is neat and it is a concept that we haven't seen anyone come up with before. And him just posting this and doing hashtag Nintendo Switch. Nintendo. I don't like the leaked part, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm. I, this isn't a big deal. I literally already used this image mock-up in one of my uh, thumbnails recently because I just wanted a new Switch mock-up. Because we've been using like the same ones for a while. You know so what's like, interesting? I I I I almost never um use any like fan made mockups. One because I try to use just like official stuff and like, sure, sure. it around. Um, but also I just that's just something I, I but it's hard, it's hard to make switch to thumbnails without using a mock-up of some yeah. kind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he posted this Joy-Con 2. I find this image more impressive than the first and one. And this mm-hmm. is it, this looks official. I think I don't know what language it is. I think it's Italian. Someone told me, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, Can I the, read it? Bad. Nope, it's not Spanish. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it, it's interesting. Uh, it, it looks like exactly like a document. Yeah, like, like this looks like an official thing, and it's very well done. Maybe it's not because maybe the text is a bunch of bullshit, but I can't read it, and that's kind of maybe part of the point is that unless you are this native language, you can't read it either. Uh, okay, cool. And you just attach it to I'm I'm cool with this. It's whatever. The guy, the guy's having some fun. Doesn't bother me. Okay. We haven't even gotten to the really impressive stuff yet. Then he did this. Okay. This was th- this was his 3D render mock-up of the of the new UI. Oh, was it made in Blender? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know what he made it in. Um, and th- there's red flags in this as well. The biggest one that people point is Super Mario Wonder instead of Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Uh, but I'm cool. like so far, I'm cool with this. Like, Nintendo would never make a UI look like this. Good. No, they don't. And and it's it, it's 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 a nice UI. It's slick. It's it's fine. All probably uses too much RAM. Probably. 
But the point is, it's neat. And I'm not yeah. even mad at this guy. This is just cool. We've seen mock-ups before. That's good. This is neat. Then he does this thing tomorrow. What does that mean? Puts an image from the launch trailer of Switch. Like the reveal trailer. Maybe he has his own version. Could I actually would I actually want to see it because I think he's made some cool stuff. And then he does the did this one, showing it going in a dock, going down a war pipe, popping out of the war pipe, and boom, it's on your TV. That cool. that's so fake. It's, and then it's you see so... that some details on the game pop up on the screen. So potentially in this situation, the reason the dock is this way is you might be able to get extra information or certain things on that screen while you're playing. Sort yeah. of like it's a side tablet. And you know what? A lot of people do have tablets on the side while they're doing things. So, okay. It's just a concept. And you know what? If this is all this was, I'm kind of cool with what he did. It's fine to me. I, the problem is, like, when he goes to some of the replies. Oh, so his, his his Twitter handle is at NintendogsBS. BS, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, it, If you don't obvious. know what that acronym is for, it's for bullshit. And if you don't yeah. know what that figure of speech means... It means probably not true. Yeah. Like it it's just I I don't like any of this. Like it's not an adapter to the dimension of the new Joy Con or the same, like literally acting like this is a official thing. It I, I just but for the most part, I'm not really mad at that person. Okay, to be clear, I'm not really mad at them. And I'm, I'm, for the most part, fine uh, with how things turned out. But the problem was, Switch Force put it in a video yesterday, but he was straight up that it was fake the whole time. He just wanted to talk about it because it, it, it's really neat looking and it's one of the most in-depth uh, mock-ups we've seen yeah, in a long it, time. It's a very well-done mock-up. Yeah, we, we, we haven't had concept. since the Switch Pro days, we haven't really gotten any more really neat mock-ups until this one. So it's it's cool. It's neat. And so it's fine. And he clearly didn't have much else to make a video on at the time, so he chose to do it. And that's fine. That didn't bother me. But then Cheeto Gaming and like four other people started acting like this is a real thing some of them being content creators with a bit of a following. Hiding behind the guys, it's just a rumor. And that really set a lot of people off. That got people like, you know, you saw RGT, Spawn Wave, all these other kind of people. Who the hell believes it? It's clearly fake, blah, 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 blah. Like, this isn't, this isn't the Zelda OLED edition leak. That was very, very difficult to really prove if it was fake or not. It turned out it was 100% real. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was so hard to prove that it was fake. There were arguments for it to be fake. I just made a whole video doing some close examinations on things that just feel off. Then maybe didn't matter. It was real. It was real the whole time. Cool. Back and forth on that one. At first I thought it was real, then I thought it was fake. Then I thought yeah, it was but real. that's the thing. Like, even yeah. when you point out your nitpicking at things that aren't really definitive and could just be maybe because of the quality of the photo taken. Right. Like um, it pre-production version. Yeah. Pre-production. So like, yeah. and it turned out it was 100% legit. So it's kind of like, but this from the very beginning gave obvious signs that it was fake from the very yeah. beginning, the well, very yeah, beginning. The first off is this is all, it's all portrayed as promotional material. So as if it's final. Yeah. Um, And there's nothing about this that makes any sense. Cause first off, they're not showcasing any switch Two games. 
right? No. Like that, as you pointed out, the Tears of the Kingdom um, font is like that. They're, like so it would on be a you, system launching this yeah. year, clearly with the game shown. Which right. Is fine. So mm-hmm. here's but. here's something that maybe some people make make confuse some people. On YouTube titles, a lot of us may capitalize every single letter. That's just kind of something that is done, but that is not how it typically is portrayed. Like if we're writing that out, like in a description or a website or a blog or a Twitter post, like we're going to say legend, you know, the legend of Zelda and the, the, the ofs and does are going to be lowercase mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. unless, unless it's the first one. Cause you know, the yeah. beginning of a sentence um, or title, but like, that's, that's weird. That's not something that Nintendo would do for that. No, they don't um, because yeah. I'm looking at it right now and it's the normal case of the first word. And then legend, lowercase yeah. of the, the keywords have the have the, yep. have the other pieces, yeah. yeah, yep. Um, and then the the all the images have we have weird little backgrounds. But then just like you you consider like functionally what this is like. I think it's a cool concept. I think there's some interesting ideas there. Like the idea that the Joy Cons can maybe have a glove so they could have maybe better grips. That's great. But also to have the system where there's one oval, one oval, and then the system's an oval. I don't. That, that almost feels like they're making the system less sleek. It's almost sure, like a boundary. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, but that again, seems unrealistic. The UI it, thing, how much RAM that would take to do, unrealistic. I don't know. I mean, if it's Apple that made the UI, I would believe it took very little because they just make smooth UIs on I mean, there's nothing. That, yeah. But this isn't, you know, it's probably some Android so those, or something. Those, if phones, it wasn't... those phones cost close to $1,000, right? So it's very different. I mean, it depends because now they're hitting those different price points because they're lowering the price of all the older phones that are pretty much just as good. You can go get them for like five hundred or something. I think is the lowest price one I saw on their website, <laughs> which is still really high for a game system that doesn't have a controller or a bigger screen. I, I no no I under, yeah. I understand your point, but uh, yeah. Also, there's insane margins on those phones. They don't have to be that expensive. The margins on the game system usually aren't that great. I yeah yeah. I'm not saying the margins on Switch aren't good. I have no idea what the margins are on Switch. I'm, I'm just, they're obviously good. They make money. Good. They could, right. they could, they could sell a lot more systems than they were, if they were to do a price drop. They have well, no duh. Anyways, they, they haven't because they shouldn't. But the mock-up, I mean, guys, it's a clearly fake mock-up. My my problem was people that tried to pretend it might be real for the sake of just yeah. getting views. Um, and and look, I'm a content creator, so I get part of the game. In you got nothing to talk about, so let's make. Let's just talk about this and make a really enticing title that makes it sound real. Um, and look, there were some content creators that did that. I'm not going to call anyone specifically out, but there were some content creators that did that, even though in the video it specifically said, oh, it's obviously fake. But the title and thumbnail made it feel like it was real. I'm not going to say I've never done anything like that because that would be very hypocritical of me in my six years of doing uh, YouTube videos. I can say that I've definitely done stuff like that, especially when I was a really dinky creator with less than 20,000 subscribers. Um, But what I will say is after being a creator for six years, I've slowly realized that there are certain lines you just shouldn't cross. And I do think even though clickbait's a thing and you're trying to get views, if the clickbait is pretending something is something that you factually know it isn't, that to me is a problem. As an example, my title on my video yesterday that I posted late last night, total clickbait rumor, new new Zelda game, um, you know, announced later this year or whatever. 
hey, we don't even know that it's a Zelda game, but I also don't know that it's not a game. This is different than me being like rumor, potential, you know, rumor. Here's a first look at Switch Two, but you know it's not. Like you just one hundred, like beyond any doubt, it is fake, and I, like that's where. Well, that's what really kind of got me today. I people, mean, there may be some that. people, there may be some people who don't know it's fake, um, right? Because not everyone analyzes things the same level we do. Barely right? have to analyze it. So obvious. It's so obvious. He's got so many examples. Ugh. I mean, I understand. I'll, I'll say this: there if, are people if, out there who if, think it's real. If you're a kid, there's a reason. If you're, like, if you're like a teenager, if you're a teenager making YouTube videos, I'll give you all the excuses in the world. You have no experience. You don't know what you're doing. It looks legit to you. Cool. My problem is some of the people doing this are like well-known been at this a while. They're not that stupid. And they're saying in the videos, it's fake. And that pisses me off because they know it's fake. So they're just making a title to get clicks on something they know isn't real. It's fine. If you want to say, Hey, this, the, everyone's talking about this, this latest mock-up of switch Two. That might get people going, oh, why are people talking about it? That's fine. But I don't know, man. And and, and the thing is, I, it's hypocritical for me to say things because I used to do it, but I, don't, I just, man, I don't know. And that's, I think, what pissed me off is just, is just people pretending that it's real just, just to get views. More so yeah, than the person who actually made it. I'm not really that mad at that person. He's just having fun, I assume. Um, I think he's I have talent. He's got talent. The um, the YouTube videos, I'm not even sure I have a problem with that. I mean, I, I I wouldn't do that, but if you make clear, as long as if you like you make clear what the truth is, like, you know, I can maybe let it slide, right? But when there's people who are kind of like intentional, I mean, oh, intention, Cheeto gaming was bad. That that that, that one like, again. Me off. I don't I don't like attacking. He won't, he won't even be like it's fake. It's a rumor. I'm like no. But if he believes it, if he believes that, that's okay. But I also think that that is incorrect. By the way, I don't really know who Cheeto Gaming is besides this random person that keeps popping up on YouTube so or on Twitter. So no, uh, no, no real shade to him. I have no idea. Um, he, he he says on his thing that he's a former realist content creator. He's actually quite big. He's pretty big. What's realist? his? Yeah, he's got over a hundred k on on. Uh, yeah, his YouTube channel's small, but his Twitter is huge. What did he used to be part of something that was big? I don't know. He must have been former realist content creator. So he's a former. He was associate. He had to be associated with someone that used to be big. Maybe the chat knows. Have you guys ever heard of heard of this Cheeto Maybe gaming guy? Work for another. Because he's he's got a really big following for someone. Why who's, do you follow him? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. What is going on? <laughs> Who is this guy? Hey, by the way, um, so his tweet, it, it just says, rumor, Nintendo Switch 2 may have leaked, but take it with a grain of salt. Announced it might be this year with the Q1 2024 release. So the second line I have no problem with. There is a rumor that it, it announced it might be this year with a Q1 2024 release. That yeah, is a yeah, legitimate yeah. rumor. But the first line that Switch 2 may have leaked what has leaked? 
nothing. But he posted the images of uh, the Nintendogs guy, the 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 one hundred percent fake yeah. um, stuff. And, and I don't so think he's kind of them either. It's kind of a, it's a very confusing message. Um, so those who are not in the know might think that this imagery is a leak that he's saying that has not happened. There has not been a leak. Now, you know, sometimes you can call some, there, there are people who call things leaks when it's still a rumor. Um, you know, so there's, that's kind of like a, a gray area, but there hasn't been any rumored leak. There's just, I don't know. Do you, do you, would you call the, the, the legal stuff that's come out of Microsoft and the FTC court case a leak? Because that's kind of the most I would call it is just affirmation. It's it's information that they know they knew was going to get out. Maybe they didn't want it to get out, but it is out, yeah. right? It's like, not as an example. It's, it's intentionally potentially out. the name of the system is in the documents. It's also redacted, so it doesn't I, really matter. When but I was watching your video on that. I was like, man, I wish like we could just. Peel I know. Away. I was like, why couldn't this be the oh, sharpie one? Remember, but there was a what document you... earlier in the case that was uh, sharpied. I'm like, dude, oh, why couldn't this be sharp? Uh, I even printed the thing off and tried to photocopy it just to make sure. I would like, no, I, the, the detective sharpie. work. I wish we could just <laughs> they go, actually like, blocked it out. <laughs> I wish we could like do that kind of stuff to find the answer. I would love to find the answer. Like it's like there's clear thing. information that the public isn't supposed to know about yeah. the next system in those documents, and it's just staring at us. But here's that's Steve not Singer saying things about the system we are not allowed to see, and it's just like, but it's right there. It's literally like I see. It's <sighs> okay. All right. All right. We yeah. just gotta let it go. Just gotta let it go. It, I guess. The... So but... if you want to reference that, fine. And say, hey, yeah. I'll, you look, for, I, I will say this. I, I get this on my Switch 2 video sometimes. You know, you know what it's like. You make a Switch 2 video, you're going to piss some people off because people just don't want to even see those. Whenever videos. I make a Switch 2 video, Anger I'm say, I, I would say I'm still almost always positive in terms mm -hmm. of subscribers whenever I make a switch to video yeah but i also lose more subscribers than any other video yeah like i i see people unsubscribing for this absolutely it's like absolutely like there are people that see that and they're like oh screw andres he's an asshole yeah like, it, it, it's funny because <laughs> you, you, you you get the unsubscribe you get the negative comment and my favorite one is when people tell me nintendo isn't working on anything switch 2 isn't real and i'm like look it might not be called switch 2 but here's here's one evidence nintendo in 2021 literally mentioning the next generation system in a financial briefing that's one evidence here's another one from another meeting where they say they are working on new hardware oh and by the way here's a bunch of legal documents where literally it's referenced like a dozen times and it the name of the system's even in the damn thing i made it, it clearly made a switch to video. It, the thing exists we just don't know when it's coming out i made a switch to video two weeks ago <laughs> right and i tried to frame the article the video i think the video was like why people are going crazy about switch rumors like i wasn't yeah. even say, so i was trying i try to make the title clear i was like hey i'm talking about what other people think i'm not even saying what i think i'm not even saying what's happening i'm saying what other people think like it was kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to explain why there's the craziness right i think it was relatively well received and I think I had like seven different articles sourced. And then there were comments saying there's this is this is fake, there's no news. But there were several articles, some of which were from a legal case. Yeah. <laughs> like what what does not count like at what point is it not news? Like I don't I don't understand. Like I, you know, people have opinions, man. Yeah, I, I think I noticed on uh Kimmer one of my videos recently that I did um that went over this stuff. Um, 
Actually, yeah, I, I gained like I gained like 50 subscribers off it. Actually, it was, it was one of my most subscribed videos in a bit. And it, it also dealt with, with some of this stuff. And I think the difference was that I didn't frame the video necessarily around Switch 2, even though it was clearly about it. And then in the video, while I the, the, the Switch 2 came up, on screen, this was dealing with the legal documents, on screen, I was showing the actual evidence the way, like, I don't know if you've seen my videos recently, the kind of the new way I do it where I'm down in the corner and I'm just, hey, mm. I'm not just talking. About, here you go. Like, yeah. you claim. I'll, I saw you, I, I saw I started you do doing that for the Jeff, for the Jeff Grubb. Uh, yeah, I started doing yeah. that because uh, people kept saying that, like, you know, if you just throw a screenshot up, it's not good enough. I'm like, fine. fine. Well, you can Photoshop a screenshot. Fine. I can Photoshop a screenshot. You're right. Fine. You know what? I like the way this other guy's doing some content. He does it sort of like this. I'm going to do it like this because you know what? I don't want to hear that I don't have sources anymore. People always say you're you're your source. I link it in every video, right. but you right. know what? Here you go. I hit a button, you saw it firsthand. The information's I not mean, from me. You can mock up. Here a, you go. You can mock up. You a, can fake tweets, you can fake this, but <laughs> I'm showing you it in real time. It existed. You, you, Even if it doesn't exist. Still, you can still do you can you can still mock websites and you can Photoshop uh, and put it behind you with right, the green yeah. screen effect. But yeah, yeah, you, know. you can. Yes, and but but it's much more believable right. when they're like, "Oh, he's a he, look." There's an actual URL in there, and then he he clearly hits F11, and it goes full screen, and he's scrolling down, and it is a document. Look, all of it can be faked, of course, but it just looks much right. more believable. Right. And then obviously, I do have an all linked down in the description. So then, if you really don't believe me, even though you saw it, you could actually go verify all the sources yourself. But I, since I started doing that, I'm starting to get a bit less dislikes. And a bit, a bit less people running away from my videos and unsubscribing. You think of actually using but, green screen for more than just hiding this wall and a mess behind me, and just like, I, hey I guys, before you put look, that green screen, it wasn't that bad. There is this is a real image. Look at my hands waving around it. Look what it says. I'm trying to find my. I'm touching go. the yeah. image. Yeah, I'm touching Wait, here it. Here it says. <laughs> Microsoft employees <laughs> expect Nintendo Switch to be as early as 2024. <laughs> Therefore, the the competition is gearing up for Nintendo's new system, which means if the competition is preparing it, it's because they think there's a realistic possibility it could happen, meaning that there are trained professionals who think it could happen. Therefore, the conversation is at least worth having. <laughs> Dev kits. <laughs> anyways um interesting until we have a even if we have a photo of a dev kit people are still gonna be like well it's that could be fake and it's true yeah. truth it could yeah. be it could be that people are there's there's some amazing things that people can fake yeah amazing things yeah but it, i mean it, and i don't know like but but i do like it now that people are kind of coming around and be like okay yeah the thing exists but can we get some real news i'm like no that's that's up to nintendo just to be clear there is no real news until Nintendo says something. So, like, it, yeah, for sure. the news are the, that it exists. The news is there's plans for it. The news is, yeah, there's some third parties that are thinking about bringing games to it. Cool, but what you want something more? You want to know what it looks like? Yeah, you're not going to know that till Nintendo shows us, unless it somehow does leak like the Zelda OLED did, which since the Zelda OLED leak happened, you can't rule out that there can't possibly be a manufacturing leak. It is. Yeah theoretically possible because we just had it happen Can you this imagine year? getting that four months early oh, dude. 
Well, we, we, if that, there's that, a manufacturing that leak. came out like at, at like the, like the day before New Year's or New Year's or something. Yeah. Like like the it was like December 31st, I think, when yeah. we got it. And so and that didn't come out until what April? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't announced until like two weeks before, right? So yeah. like we we didn't know it was real for like three straight more than three straight months or something. Um, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So can you imagine getting a switch two leaked? three months ahead of time you know what you know what it makes me think i think i i, I think we're gonna know about switch Two. like six, I, I'll, I, I'll know this once we're within about six months of release they will announce it i will not fall for another beat-em-ups video claiming he has it early like he did with his Zelda oled i will never fall for a video like that again well i i don't know he he went back if you watch that whole video he like says oh i faked it oh no i didn't oh wait yes i did oh wait yeah. no i yeah. didn't yeah. he 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 explained later in the live stream that it was it was entirely faked he never he never had it early and he went through all the details and all the money he spent to actually make this thing come together. Very, I, mean, I thought it was a really, really fun. It, it was a very clever idea. It blew. It's one of his biggest videos in the last year. So, like, it was clearly a really brilliant idea. And I don't think it hurt his channel. Especially with the way he's like, is it fake? Is it not fake? Like, um, but I will never fall for that again. If he's like, oh, I got the Switch too early, like, literally the day it was announced. I mean, no, you don't. Look, you here's right, the thing. He had, the he reason, had an initial video, and then later on, he had yeah. to, the the reason yeah. that um it was seen as believable, outside of the fact that his initial video didn't really explain that it was fake, um, was that he was one of the people like me that got the Switch OLED early. We actually got our hands on it about a week to two weeks before it actually came out. So. It it, it 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 became this believable thing that hey, if some content creators got their hands on the Switch OLED early, why couldn't a content creator get their hands on this early? Never mind that when we got our hands on the Switch OLED early, it was already announced for months. Um, not like just announced, but then the, oh, but it leaked, so maybe you got a I had a friend at a Chinese factory and blah blah blah. And I'm just like, sure, there's a long convoluted way where he spent millions of dollars to get access to this thing early. You're correct. I and for a bit, I'm like, maybe he did. He's just got that kind of money. He bought out a GameStop. Like, you know what? Maybe he's just got that kind of money. He's rolling in it. It's cool. Maybe I'm rolling in it. I don't know. I haven't checked my Powerball numbers. <laughs> but um, I'm sure Yuli is right now. She probably texts me. I don't even know where my phone is. Um, but yeah, I don't know, guys. It They're just... I, I like talking about the next system because it's so obvious that it's probably coming next year at some point. And it isn't that far away. It within the next year and a half, it's going to be in our hands, and we are in another transition period. And this is the first time I've been in a transition period as a YouTuber. So this is like a really cool time for me. I, I made some videos back on the Wii U days and, and stuff like that, but like I wasn't really taking YouTube seriously until Switch came out. And this is the first I've never been through a console transition. I don't know what this is like. I, I I'm a tech enthusiast. So I'm always excited for what's next. I don't but know I've if never... anyone knows what this is gonna be like because the, this transition is gonna be nothing like the Wii. The this might be not like Wii U because I thought the Wii U didn't even exist. How many transitions? I mean, just being honest. I mean, you think about it. Think about all the popular Nintendo channels today. 
kind of happened because of Switch. So this is it's gonna be crazy, man. I, I don't know what this is gonna be like, but I'm I'm excited for the ride. And you know, you have some content creators that are completely dedicated to just they want to be number one on Switch 2 for everything. Maybe that maybe it's a good bet if it's called Switch 2. It's a very good bet. Um, but um, I mean, <laughs> give an example. A guy that I've been watching forever. God, I've been watching him on YouTube for like a decade. Obi-Wan plays. I remember him. He's still going, man. He's still doing like a stream every day. Something's going on with Switch 2 every day with that guy. Every day there's something with Switch 2. And you watch it. He's still exactly the same as he was back then. Nothing much has really changed. And that's fine. Uh, but it, it just hyping up, I it, I just don't know how there's that much to talk about. I, I Look, I'm someone that makes quite a number of Switch 2 videos. I, I really do. Like, just in general, I know that I do. Like, looking at my most recent content, it's like one, two, three, uh, four, five of, like, my last 15 videos are Switch 2 videos. So it's like one out of every three or so. And I don't even know how... And and honestly, if it wasn't for the FTC case, most of those videos wouldn't have even existed. Notice, I haven't made a video on this mock-up. That's why a lot of the people watch are like, what what, what mock-up? What are you talking... Exactly. I haven't talked about it because I don't think it's worth talking about. It's not newsworthy. I just use use parts of it in my thumbnails sometimes. And even then, you know, (laughs) you can even look back. Five days ago, remember, everyone thought this was real. Five days ago on my channel, Nintendo Switch 2 news gets interesting. And what what image did I put in there? It's literally the box art mock-up. Right, but the thing like, is, you, you use random mockups for every... Yeah, yeah, like, right? like, like two days before like... that. Like, or, sorry, ten days ago. I used the old the old Switch Pro mockup with the purple Joy-Cons and, like, the little dock that fits multiple cartridges in. Like, I, I use mockups all the time, so people didn't think anything of it. Because I didn't think anything of it, to be honest. I was just like, right. whatever, here's a new mockup, man. We haven't had a new mockup in forever. Cool, I'll just use this. But, yeah, it's... I don't know, man. I I want them to announce it this year so bad, just so we have tangible things to talk about. I for those that want tangible, yeah, we all want it. We we just don't control when we get it. Well, here's something that we haven't touched on. What, that, watch that this guy. Fun. Watch this guy be real, and Nintendo does announce it tomorrow. And we're like, we're like talking shit this whole time. And then all of a sudden, Nintendo actually drops a reveal trailer, and we're like, what the. F- and it looks nothing like look. It looks nothing like that, of course, because it's clearly fake. But he was doing it as a troll, as someone who actually knew they were about to reveal it. That I would be would insane. <laughs> I would love That'd it. I don't. I have no problem. With being wrong. But that would be insane. I have no problem with being wrong. Um, <laughs> I sometimes I like being wrong. I like being wrong too. Sometimes Especially when I'm just being skeptical, listen. even though it's something I want. You know, would be nice to be real. Like, I think a lot of people were skeptical. I think what created a lot of the skepticism around that Zelda OLED was when people saw those uh, images. They're like, "That's ugly. We don't want it to be real." <laughs> I saw a lot of comments yeah. like that. Yeah. And um, yeah. sorry, guys. It's uh, it's very much real. It's very much real. This is this, this is a real thing here. This, just... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um. You know something else we haven't talked about? What's that? And I don't know how, how much longer you want. To we we can to touch on it. What what is it? 
Uh, I think you made a, yeah, a stream about it, but um, the Pokemon Legends rumor. Oh, it's sure. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, guess, I guess it was kind of circulating a week before. Did you talk about it last week? It was, week? and, and uh, I, I didn't talk about it because I don't, I'm not knowledgeable enough to really sure. sift through this stuff. So, you know what? Sure. You, why don't you... I'm actually glad you're here. You you give a, a nice breakdown of it because I still I tried talking about it yesterday yeah. and I'm still kind of like I mm, I don't know. It's a rumor. I'm not gonna act like I understand every single little detail. Um, I haven't done enough research to understand every angle to this, but basically, um, so it there is this leaker and they are a leaker. Um, they go by the Riddler. Um, mm -hmm. and yeah, they go by the Riddler. Cool. Or Ridloku, yeah, um, is because uh, they when they leak things, they don't leak things. They're like, hey, here's the image. It's leaked. They 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 like to put little riddles and little hints and puzzles for us to kind of speculate over. And they they constantly do this for Pokemon, and they've been hinting um, content and details about the Pokemon games for now last few years consistently. So basically, whenever the Riddler says something, without a shadow of a doubt, it's real. The only thing yeah. is, because it's in riddle form, we're not. He's never sure. been wrong. Yeah. He's never been wrong, but also we're not. And we because don't... it's a riddle, is, is there sometimes conveniently, no matter which way you take it, it's right. It. If you pay attention to everything, it's very clear he knows what he's talking about, yeah. and what. And yeah. once the information is is made clear, like oh, so that's what he was referring to. Yeah. You know, like like, that he he does that. Um, but it's very clever because it's a way that you can't ever say he's technically leaking because you can't get shut down because sure. he's not technically sure. telling you exactly it, what it is. And it makes it more fun because it's kind of like every time it's he has game. something new to say, it's a game. It's, it's speculate. Yeah. We can. It's a puzzle. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's like a, you're playing detective. Yeah. So it's really fun actually. Um, and lately, um, the Riddler has been talking about the the Scarlet and Violet DLC, but also hinting at what's to come afterwards. And he's talked about how there will be a character that may hint um, at some story stuff that could kind of translate over to the next Pokemon game next year. He um, put out a, a poll asking what kind of Generation 5 game would we like to see? And there were four different options. Um, if I remember correctly, uh, one of them was um, like a Let's Go style. Another was like um, a... I'm not remembering everything correctly. Uh, like a black, a black and white three. So like um, Pokemon Generation Five had black and white, but then they made sequels, black and white two. So a third version, um, like a, a you know a trilogy, right? So that Let's Go style, um, Legends or or Paradox, which is just kind of like a a neat you know maybe like the opposite of Legends, like instead of the past, it's the future. But point is, he's hinting at something Generation Five is coming. Um, but when you think about it. Uh, and then you, there's there's other things that make sense because there's a lack of Generation Five Pokemon in the Pokedex, and typically that does kind of it, it could be a clue that maybe they're going to have a game that will introduce more Generation Five Pokemon to kind of fill in the gap, kind of like what, what Legends on Arceus did. Uh, so there's been some clues. Um, the Riddler's hinting at something Generation Five related coming out next year. Uh, so I believe it because of his consistency. Now the question is what and legends has been thrown out he's acknowledged that the poll picked legends right he's like huh the legend seems really it's quite popular. yeah i'm looking at it right now quite yeah. popular with the community right now huh yeah right yeah so and what's interesting <laughs> about this is that a legends game makes a lot of sense for a few different reasons um one 
uh, next year will not be, or it's, it's, it's still too early for a new generation. So it's going to be a current generation game, but it can't, it's not going to be, you know, they're, they're, this year they did the DLC. So there's definitely going to be a game, a game coming out next year for sure. They're not going to skip a year. They don't do that. If they skip mm-hmm. a year, it's because it's DLC. Uh, so for sure we're getting a Pokemon game next year, but it's not going to be next generation. So then what's left? Maybe a remake of some kind. But the thing is about remakes, especially when we talk about generation five, um, we got generation four remakes not that long ago, holiday 2021. And before that, it was seven years with uh, generation three remakes in 2014. And before that, it's been five year increments. So to then expect a three year interval between remakes, I'm skeptical of that. But to play devil's advocate, if they did three years, they would be averaging the, the remake gaps to five. But it, it just seems Ooh, unlikely. Yeah. So then you consider, okay, well, maybe they do a Let's Go style, which is kind of like a remake, but a different direction, right? So maybe do like Let's Go Johto or something instead, except Let's Go Johto wouldn't be Generation 5, right? So maybe they could do like Let's Go something, Unova of something. Like they could do that. But if you look at the sales of um, Pokemon Let's Go compared to Pokemon Legends, I think you can make a really strong case that Pokemon Legends is is a better idea. So sales wise, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee total out to about 15.1 million if we round to the nearest tenth right of a million but um legends arceus is at 14.8 pokemon let's go came out holiday 2018 pokemon arceus came out in the beginning of 2022 it was just one game it was not given a a a dedicated holiday season um it was cut off immediately in terms of attention because of um, pokemon scarlet and violet and yet, despite all that, and it having less time, it's right under it. And it's people also, love it. People love it. Mm-hmm. It's actually the highest rated Pokemon, mainline Pokemon game on Switch. And if you also factor in that Let's Go was actually the first HD Pokemon games, and it was based on Kanto, those things probably bolstered sales a lot to 15 million. If they were to do another Let's Go game with it not being Kanto and it not, and it not having the advantage of being the first HD Pokemon game, it'll probably perform less. But, but a Legends game, if it's given a year of marketing, right? If it's given a holiday season. If it's treated like the big game release. Yeah. It's, it doesn't it, have BDSP right before it and Scarlet right, right after. Exactly. So it would have a huge chance to probably exceed 15 million. Well, I know Let's Go game most likely will be under 15 million. So what makes more sense, a Legends game or a Let's Go game? We know how business-oriented Pokemon Company is. So you could argue the Let's Go game would be less a uh, resource intensive, which might make up for the fact that it won't sell as much. But uh, a legitimate case can be made that a Pokemon Legends game based off Unova Generation 5 yep. is coming out next year. I mean, you look at the sales. You also look at, obviously, all the hints and the rumors here. You glance at things like you know, Critical Reception. It's one of the highest reviewed and the highest user score. Like, it is literally... Like everyone said, oh yeah, the visuals aren't the greatest, but everything else is they nailed it, they nailed it, they nailed it, they nailed it, they love it. Legends is right now like the while it's not selling Scarlet and Violet type stuff, a new gen, it is one of the most highly respected, I think, of all the Pokemon games that have come out during the Switch era. It just makes a lot of sense to to come right back, drop another one with another popular you know, game tied to it somehow. I don't know if they're going back to the past. I don't know if they're going to the future. That's for them to worry about what they're doing with it. But 
you tie it to you know what's being hinted at you know black and white you know and all the stuff i i think that it could end up i mean and you give it a full cycle you get a full like nine months full year whatever whenever they decide to announce it uh to advertise it you push it as a big holiday game i mean also switch is coming out next year it and it'll be, be on ideal. both probably it'll probably be yeah. on both yeah i mean it could be sure. combined no combined between switch. both yeah, combined between yeah. both systems, if the, if there's a, a separate specific version for the next one, it's not just the same cartridge for both, which we don't know. But if there is a separate version, it would probably just be like, oh, it's higher resolution, higher frame rate or something. Um, I mean, it, you could be talking about a 20 million seller. I think I, I think it's got as, as long as they're bringing it on both, which clearly they would, the Pokemon company doesn't like abandoning. I, I mean, I, I, have a, I think it would probably do better than let. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think it. I don't know. They'll think it'll top whatever Scarlet and Violet ends up at, but I, I think probably it, not that. But if, as an in between generation and, game, and a 20, single game release popping off at twenty, and if it hits the critical reception again, and everyone loves it again, I'm like. So another interesting. Something. There's another interesting uh, detail. Um, I'm trying to remember his name. I think it's is it Ingo. Um, there is a. A gen, a Unova black and white character that's in Legends Arceus. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like the only other character that was like warped from another world for another time into the game besides yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the 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 history of Pokemon games, they always have some sort of subtle detail that's alluding to whatever's next. next. Yeah. Um. So that might be it. Uh, I might be misremembering his name, but it's the guy who was the captain or the uh, the train conductor for the battle subway in Gen, in Gen Five. So uh, it's weird and, that he's there. So maybe. and there's a huge part of me that just wants this to be real because let's just be honest, I'm It'll very scared. I'm very scared that Legends is a one off and it better not be. But it it's it's set up to not be though. It's I know it's, I, it's like, set up not to be. It's just they could have just called it. it. They could have just called it Pokemon Arceus. But they didn't. They call them no. Pokemon Legends. Legends Arceus. Arceus setting it up to be a series of, of yeah. Pokemon games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But granted, Legends sounds cool. So, it, it, you know. it, it's a very cool name too. I, yeah. I I like the name. It's very yeah. I yeah. I really hope that this is real. Obviously, there's several hints. We'll we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, as we get closer to reveal, you know, there'll be more and more hints drop. But it, and so <sighs> there's something else about this that some people may be like, well, if they do this, they also have to give us a remake. I don't think they do. I think, you know, there's there's an, there's a kind of a scenario where it's not going to be called Pokemon Legends Unova, right? That's going to it would be called Pokemon Legends uh Q-Ren. Yeah. It would, it would be based like off like the the Ancient Dragon. Actually, I was speaking to some people in the comments for my video on this that the idea was thrown out that maybe they could go back to medieval era. Gen that would be a sweet a, era. Gen mm-hmm. five has a lot. Their legendaries are all dragons. That would be that would be sick. See, that's really that might make it my favorite Pokemon game right? of all time. If yeah. that's the era they go with, it would be super cool. Oh man, I'd be all in on that. <sighs> that would be sick. Yeah. Now the flip side is that maybe because like uh, Scott and Violet has. This I never get excited of, for Pokemon, but I was stoked for RC, and it paid off. And yeah. Mm, the, the interesting thing about um, th- this, like another consideration, is that um, Scarlet and Violet has this motif of like past and future. Yeah. And Legends came out right before, and that's obviously past. Mm-hmm. The the idea, the reason why Paradox Unova has been thrown out, because Paradox refers to like the Paradox Pokemon that are from different times. Um, it's because like, like maybe maybe they, they instead of going to the past, they go into the future. 
And what's interesting about that um, is that, well, one, they would be kind of completing them like the motif of past and future, but also Unova is based off, if I'm not mistaken, uh, like it's based off the United States, but specifically New York. Hence why they have the, the buildings and the bridges. Can you imagine like if they were to kind of go more in that direction where it's like a very futuristic world that you explore? That'll be a totally different direction. Um, I, I'm going to say that's not what's happening because then you don't call it legends. Probably. Yeah, it doesn't fit with the legends. Right. Name, like yeah. either maybe you call it legends like, feels like it's something from a long time ago. Right. Pokemon prophecy might be like a nice Ooh. contrast to that. That's a nice name. Yeah. Sorry, that's just a really yeah. nice name. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm not even like this big big Pokemon guy. Although I've been more into it recently, mostly thanks to Arceus. And I, you know, I I, I had my moments of enjoying Scarlet and Violet. I think um, Scarlet and Violet's a good game. It just has a lot of performance problems. Yeah, and I used to, I, I used to tell myself I don't care, I don't care. And then I don't know, man. The more and more I played of it, the more and more I started running into the problem. It does feel incomplete though, because you can't go inside any of the houses in the town. Yeah, yeah. There, 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 there's games. Yeah, like if you. That, that's the thing about Scarlet and Violet. Um, is it, the the setting aside all the bugs? Yes, they deserve to be trashed for all all that crap. Uh, absolutely sucks should not have released in that state and certainly by now should have had a patch to fix some of it and it hasn't but i i will say that setting all that aside there were just some things about it that sort of still felt like it was incomplete and that's the one thing that like, you can't go inside all the houses or even most of them to be honest you can't go inside anything that's not, like not a shop basically um and it's it's kind of it's weird it's weird it's because weird. you could do that in prior games and I could do it in Arceus. I know it was only one town, basically, but there were a couple hidden villages that had yeah. like tents. Um, it's not as significant, but yeah. no, but but like even still, I can walk into your tent. Like I remember yeah. going like like, and I get it. Arceus is a smaller scale technically, uh, but it's still still massive scale compared to some, some Pokemon games. I, I just I don't. I, I think to me it's like the contrast of Arceus, pretty much not buggy. Yeah, people didn't think the visuals were that impressive then. People loved gameplay, felt like Pokemon, yet well, something Violet new has and the fresh. Best gameplay, uh, like Scar- it's so good. Look, look, it wouldn't. I, I, I still like. I mean, it, this is a well, really Legends, obviously Legends gameplay is also really good. Yeah, they're, they're different types of gameplay. I still prefer Legends, but I will say for the way the mainline games have been, I enjoy the Scarlet and Violet gameplay more than I had prior Pokemon games. Um, I still, I mean, catching Pokemon to me is still my favorite thing. That Like, Arceus just has that hands down to me compared to Scarlet and Violet. But yeah. it is better in Scarlet and Violet to me than it has been in the past, in some instances, when it's not glitching. It's a little, I don't want to get, it's it. Some of the things that it, We've all, they don't need to beat a dead horse. We all know the things that happen in that game sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. Uh, there's just something, something about that game felt like it, it, to me, the big contrast was Scarlet and Violet is pretty good if you get past the glitches and you ignore some of the things that feel a little bit incomplete. But the problem is, we just got that game off of Arceus that felt like nothing was incomplete. And it didn't have any of these bugs. 
and you go from that to that. It, it was just like a big contrast in polish, I guess. Maybe that's the way to put it. Polish and attention to detail, maybe. Like, I, I do wish. I mean, I think I... I and I know about, they're, so they're kind of completely different Pokemon, scales too, so it's like really yeah, hard to compare. Every time we talk about Pokemon, this comes up, right? Like I think yeah. I think they should have four-year gaps between generations. Um, you know, I don't yeah, want to take longer dead to make horse. games. Yeah, I mean, we agree. We we agree. I just don't want to be a dead horse because I feel like it's I don't think any Pokemon fan disagree. I think they all would yeah. like to see fully polished, yeah. fleshed out games every time. Yeah, I will, but I will say this still about Legends game because I know as we talk about this Legends game, some some have the sentiment that listen, we don't want them to rush out another game, but they're going to. Oh, it's going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. Because everybody keeps buying them. The only way, look, look, the only thing I can, th- I, I think I can think of if, if it well, wasn't Legends, and again, the, the, the rumors are really hinting towards that anyways, would have been if they rushed out another BDSP situation. And I, with that other Well, if it's another team working on it. Yeah, then... it'd be, be that same team because it's sold well enough. Three-year gap for, for another. Yeah, yeah. That, that actually would like, be They, they could do that. Uh, I kind of hope they don't. I really don't like I, I, but I could see why they might justify it. Cause it probably was a very small investment for them for a pretty big return. Yes. Then business wise, it makes sense. I just, yeah. I don't But legends. It. I mean, who knows? Here's the thing. They already made legends. So if they're just using the same engines and the same graphics, anyways, it theory shouldn't have any of the bug. Also problems, by making know? DLC this year, that's not as much of a development load as a whole game. And also, they're pushing the, out the DLC a bit. I don't know if you guys have noticed, it's more spaced out. Yeah. Sword and Shield's DLC was a wave one was summer, wave two was holiday. Okay. Now, wave one is holiday, and wave two is sometime early next year. So, they've given themselves more time with this DLC. And a Legends game, which might be made by the second team, you know, will likely have had by the time it would come out, if it comes out, say holiday, right? Kind of spacing it a little bit after the holiday. DLC. Like that would be three years since Arceus, and it's not like Arceus is like a huge game. Yeah, well, it's almost, okay. it's almost three, almost on that, it, not quite. It would be, it would be three, it would be two years and three quarters. But yeah, it's close. <laughs> yeah, or to actually probably, and we be, don't know how probably, long it took to make the first one. Sure, either. it'll probably be two years so. and ten months, which rounds up to near three. Yeah, um, I, I think consider, I, I, I don't think that's, I, my point is, is that. There's reason to think that le- that a Legends QRM would probably be about as good, if not a little bit better and more polished than le- than Legends Arceus. Absolutely. So, all right. Probably won't be perfect though. Yeah. I, I I I predict there will still be issues. There will still be complaints, but it, I think it'll be a little bit. It won't be as bad. I, I, I'll well say like. this: I, I'm going to give massive benefit of the doubt if the next one is a Legends game they announce, just because the last one gave me faith, and maybe that's my problem. Just because it got faith from me, I shouldn't give them faith because they'll use and abuse it. But they made a good I Legends be game. Super stoked. My biggest thing now with like, oh, when's whenever they do the next generation game or whatever, the next game in the Scarlet and Violet engine. I'm going to sit there and I'm just going to sit back and go, I'm going to wait and see. I'm not buying it day one. I still they lost my day one sales. Even though I, I, I enjoy Scarlet Mind, they lost my day one sale the next game in that engine until they proved to me they I'm not excited for the DLC. Like I saw a DLC, it looks good, but the way I... They I'm a, I don't even know how I'm going to buy it right now. Uh, we'll see. I'm gonna wait till it comes out. I, obviously, I keep waiting for a performance patch. Yeah. I know it wasn't. I'm a bigger Pokemon fan but... than you, and I'm still not sure. I'll probably buy it, but it depends on timing. Yeah, yeah. If there's something else that comes out too, yeah. I might want to play instead. Yeah. 
like Metroid Prime Four. Um. <laughs> if, if we're talking about Wave Two, if they come out like for for March, yeah, probably. But even well, like, I'm already one, going. I'm like, well, you know, Mario I'm, Wonder and Mario RPG will do some time for me. So like, that'll get me are, through the holidays. Those are higher up on my yeah. Those will get me through list. the holidays easy. So yeah. I'm gonna skip Detective Pikachu and WarioWare probably, but I am not. But Mar- Mario I'm, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait Mar- for reviews on Detective Pikachu to see because I really like the first one. Yeah, so I'm, I mean, I'm gonna see what reviews say of it. I will say I do like the idea of a detective game. Um, that does sound fun, yeah. but visually, it just. Well, maybe, yeah, I mean, look, uh, anything yeah. that hasn't been like new Pokemon Snap visually hasn't been great. Oh, Pokemon tournaments pretty sick. Okay, yeah, okay but again, we're talking about games made, that are made by third-party companies that care. Yeah, <laughs> like know how to make good-looking games. Basically, Game yeah. Freak still like I, I don't even I, I'm I'm not even convinced that that Scarlet and Violet engine isn't another modification of the 3DS engine at this point. Like, I'm just not. I, I don't know. Um, I again, do, I don't know. I, I, I do maybe wanna, the details are out there what engine it is now, but I, I, I want to see a Pokemon Stadium game. Like some, I would love that so much. Or at least just the no, mini games. Don't. Give me the mini yeah. That's games. what I'm saying. Like you can have the stadium and have the big thing where you become the champion. Also, the mini games. Mm-hmm. The mini games are so great. They're so great. Pokemon Party. I'll do it. I'll buy it. Oh man, I would buy it. Why they need? Why haven't that been a thing yet? But come on, you tried Amiibo Festival. You can give us a Pokemon Party game like the Mario Party series. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh man, dude. I just want I just, I, I just want an more. updated version of Ekans Ring Toss with all my online friends. That works. Yeah, well a Pokemon Stadium so one and two remake actually would be crazy good. Yeah, even just remaking them. Yeah, because like when we were doing it during Prime Gaming Fest, doing like we noticed that like okay, the controls are a little finicky, touchy with today's controllers. Now maybe it's better if we would have actually had the N sixty four ones that we made. Oh, yeah, so maybe sure. that would have fixed it. But just using the pro <laughs> controller. They were really like, touchy compared to what the controls used to be. Like you, you but, would barely pull the, the right stick back to launch Ekans, and it, that he just just chucks just it gone. all the way across the map. I'm like, am I only moved the stick? Like I, I can't even tell I moved it. Yeah, what? Right? Yeah, you but, like but, on it. but yeah. you know that's the way sometimes it goes when you're emulating and bringing in old games. Sometimes it doesn't really work perfect. It Excluding is what it is. The Switch. Why know it's the best system of all time? What? Excluding the Switch, why well, I know it's the best system of all time. The, the Switch? Uh, excluding the Switch? Excluding the Switch, do you want to know what's the best system of all time? I know what the best system of all time is, excluding the Switch. But you tell me, what's your... It, this is obviously opinion, so... No, it's not. It's not? It's a fact? It's not. It's fact. It? We're not talking about sales. We're talking about quality. I don't... I, I, okay. All right. We got to say it at the same time. <laughs> We're going to disagree, so... Ready? <laughs> One, on one, two, three, go on, go. Okay, one, two, three, go. Nintendo, Super Game Nintendo. Game. You're you're wrong. <laughs> nah, I mean that's a pretty good choice. It's a pretty good choice. I would say yeah. it's hard to knock yeah. Super Nintendo. It's, it's very hard to knock Super yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, that, that was a I very good them, era of gaming. I just thought of it because I was just thinking about how like we were talking about the Pokemon Stadium games, and I was like, oh man, I remember like single player Pokemon games outside. Of, like Legends is really good. But then I was thinking, you know, I was thinking about, oh, well, there was Pokemon um, Coliseum and Pokemon uh, Gale of Darkness. Yeah. Like, those are really yeah. good Pokemon games on the GameCube. It's like, well, yeah, so yeah. GameCube had two really good single player Pokemon games. Absolutely. But then also the Pikmin 1 and 2, and yeah. Metro Prime 1 and 2, and Moonwaker and Twilight. And Princess, Resident Evil 4, the original. And Resident Evil Zero, and Luigi's yep. Mansion, and Eternal Darkness, system. and Mario Here's Sunshine. The thing. And GameCube is one of those, parties, it doesn't have a Dash, very big library. Like, the problem is, 
every game's a banger. There's it doesn't so have a big library, but they're all good. So many games, so many games. Odama bet and Kairos one, two, Q before. I don't disagree. GameCube's great. a lot of a lot of good uh, a lot of games that were on Dreamcast that were brought over to Switch. I almost wanted to troll them and go Commodore sixty four. I just like sixty four. The Neo I, Geo. I I, I, I I would I wouldn't even. I wouldn't I, I should, I wouldn't, know what no. I know. I should have went with Game Boy. I, I should have went with Game Boy Color, and I said, "Try me." You want to try me with games? Game Boy Color. You want to try me right now? Game Boy Color would have because I can go all the way back to the OG Game, Game Boy. Boy. Game Boy Color would have been an effective troll because you would have enough material to make an argument, but I would still strongly disagree. Super Nintendo. It kind of just comes down to what your preference is because Super Nintendo is like the epitome of 2D gaming. Bangers. Yeah, I mean, it is the epitome of 2D gaming. It's so, bangers, man. Like so, every yeah. third part is all the third party games. Link to the, the past. Good Super one, Mario all World, the good Metro- third party games are on there. You yeah. like fighting games? It's got all of them. You like RPGs? It has all of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, for an RPG, like, I mean, it's got Chrono Trigger, right? Like, which is, which all is the Final Fantasies. Oh, think of it like this. The, the big three, the big three, right? Um, yeah. It's got Super Mario World. It's got Link to the Past. It's got Super Metroid. And all three of those games are like the greatest games of all time for, for large audiences. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Super Nintendo is was my favorite system until Switch. GameCube is... I, First 3D I've always games loved GameCube. On Nintendo with Star Fox. I've always loved GameCube. Don't know that I could ever put it ahead of the N64. But it's there. There's an argument to be had that GameCube is better. I can listen uh, on an argument. I mean, I'll also, I, I think GameCube is better. Like that's fine. That's fine. That you do. Obviously, it has. I enjoy game, some games on N sixty four a bit more than the ones on GameCube. But sure, but we're not arguing. It's we're we're arguing GameCube versus Super Nintendo. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Game, that's why I was. Here's here's one you, thing. You, that just like you can concede to me that Super Nintendo. That's a pretty legit thing one to say. The, I can understand the argument. The, I mean, you got Earthbound. Like, there's. If you just think about like the RPGs, if you're an RPG fan, you can just get lost for years on Super yep. Nintendo, right? Um, but like, I think like um, GameCube. Like, let, let's think of it like this: if we had the entire library of Super Nintendo and all the peripherals needed, and the entire library of GameCube and all the peripherals needed, and there is a apocalypse where you had to be locked in a underground facility for a few years with a few people you have all the food and stuff you need but you can only pick one for entertainment one, one entertainment system right i would pick gamecube why well there's a lot of reasons why because i think the library is better personally but i am biased right because but i was born in the early 90s i didn't mm-hmm. really play it that much super nintendo right because i was mm-hmm. a baby um but um gamecube that was when i was growing up like for realsies but also it has four player games Right, like it's it's a better it's a way better party system. Sure, but I mean, I'm yeah. I'm locked in a basement in a cellar. I don't know you're, why I have three friends you, with me. If, if if you're by yourself, I guess I can see where you you can make the argument for Super Nintendo. But if you have at least a few people, also if I have four people, I'll just take it on sixty four. No, but it's between <laughs> Eric, Super Nintendo like, and Eric, 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 look, we should have involved Eric in the conversation because I know he's going to go in sixty four. 
And uh, he can give a very strong argument. For, he'll just start rattling off the games. It's it just just like you did for GameCube. You'd be like, oh, that's a nice list on GameCube you got here. Now let me just show you the superior list. N64, you can get to like 30. GameCube, you can get to like 60. We could do this. But it, it, we, done. <laughs> yeah, he's just like we have conquers. You're you're out. Done. You're out. We have multiplayer. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie. Yeah. Okay. Star Fox Adventure. Mario sixty four. Ocarina of Time. Star Fox Assault. Star Fox sixty four. Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. Donkey <laughs> Kong Conga. <laughs> Donkey Kong Conga two. Sixty four. Yeah. Right. Kirby's Snow Air Ride. <laughs> Kirby's Air Ride was sweet. Yeah. Pikmin's one and two. Sure. Sure. Crazy well, we've already taxi. established nobody plays those. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did just establish nobody plays them. But uh, we also yeah, no, established they're good right, games. Right. No, no, no. For sure. 89 and 90. Yeah, well, first yeah. of all, first of all, it's not like N64 got a lot of sales either. It's no, no, no. Better for than sure. GameCube, no, I, better than GameCube. Better than GameCube. Yes. Better than GameCube. Better than GameCube, yes. I mean, you got to remember, like, you're rattling off games. I mean, you look, you want to go genre for genre, it might not always be able to be done. You get Diddy Kong Racing. Yep. So a second, a second. Mario Kart racing. Double Dash F-Zero GX. Mario Kart 64 and Diddy Kong Racing. What are we, what are we, and F-Zero X. F-Zero yeah. X, by the way. We F-Zero have an F-Zero GX. game. Yeah, but F-Zero GX is better. Rogue Squadron. Star Wars. Oh, Squadron. we have Star Wars Rogue Squadron. That's right. Wave yeah. Race, too. Wave I mean, Race 64. Does, does GameCube have Rogue Squadron, Wave Race 64. Too? We had the OG the Paper version? Mario back in the day. Of course, a thousand year door. I a thousand year door. I get it. I get it. By the way, by the I'll way, give it, I'll give it an odd. By the way, now. if you you can bring up Ocarina of Time and Jorah's Mask, but there is just such a thing as the the special collector's uh, version Disc. on GameCube. Yeah, but not everyone can get that. It was very limited. If we're talking about the hypotheticals where we have the libraries, you by couldn't the way, buy them individually. By it the way, I, a, a I had it. I yeah, had friends who had it, so people had it. Right, it, it existed. That's fine. It's still like better. It's still, still better with the N64 controller. So I'm good. Yeah. I know you have the master oh. mode. The master that was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, gold, gold nine, perfect dark, gold nine, perfect dark. You had the good Mario oh. Tennis and Mario Golf. We also had Pokemon Snap, the yep. OG. Great yep. Pokemon Puzzle League was really great. Yeah, can't yeah, forget those games. stadium. Good games. Yes, stadium. stadium. We did a Pokemon stadium. stadium. I know Coliseum, but so is stadium. Like. Can't deny stadiums. The, awesome. the good Mario Tennis and Golf. What? The actual good Mario Tennis and Golf for sure. Yeah. But... Yeah, we have the good we have some good sports games. <laughs> oh, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. We have that too. Time Splitter. Ooh, Time Splitter is good. Time Splitter is good. Uh, well, there were there were Tony Hawk games on GameCube as well. See, I'm gonna say Super Smash Bros., but that's because I like it more than Melee, and I know that's <laughs> sacrilege to many. I mean, I like Break both, the Target, like, baby. Break the Target break wasn't in Melee. Either. I love Break the Target. It's one of my favorite modes in Smash. Luigi's but I know. Mansion. Doom 64. Animal Crossing. And this <laughs> Animal this Animal Crossing had classic Nintendo games built in. Okay. That's, that, Star that's, Wars that's, Episode that's, 1 Racer. That one, that Pod, race. that, Pod Racer was the awesome. What are I you talking about? I have it on my Switch, and I think it's... That's struck- on Switch! You got to play I it back in the day. We sucks. have better games today. Come on. Mario Strikers. That's a good one. Yeah. Mario Strikers. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you yeah. 1080 yeah. snowboarding. Yeah. I mean, don't even get me started on snowboard kids. Snowboard Isn't kids. that also on yeah. GameCube? 
I have it no was, idea, was, but it was, it was started. It was on N64 first. I don't care if it was yeah. on GameCube. Yeah, Conker's Bad Fur Day is also on Xbox. What's your point? We have the better online. No, it's not. Or the better multiplayer. I, no, I'm the single block, player is fine. I'm blocking that out of my no, mind. No, no, no. <laughs> but the single player is fine. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's gorgeous. It's, yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's just sure. the multiplayer. They've, they fucked yeah. that up. Oh, by the way, we actually had good wrestling games back then, like WWF No Mercy. By the way, you brought up Rogue Squadron. Just, just for the record, like GameCube had Rogue Squadron 2. Yeah, like Rogue Squadron really... 1's better. But, what, what? 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 Yeah. Like, Rogue... Oh, by the way, did I forget to yeah. mention Perfect Dark? I'm just. We, we can keep going. We can keep going. It doesn't end. We'd have to oh, actually. We're, we're, this is very. You, you brought up Kirby. We, I totally forgot about Kirby 64 and the Crystal Shard. I'm just saying. Great yeah, game. It's a great game. It is. It is. Uh, like, we can just keep going. Just you're, like, you're like 30 games. I'm already like 50 games deep over here. I can just keep going. We have to actually. You know what we have to do? We have to do a stream where we just list off the games <laughs> and like, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a Google Doc so people can see. We just kind of like. Mm-hmm. Point for point, I think that would be a that's a, that's a good stream idea. Like it could it could just literally be like GameCube versus N sixty four, and just we talk about each game. Um, yeah, yeah. There's so like, I'm literally just going. We had Sin and Punishment. Sin and Punishment was great. Was it? Yes. Can't forget we still had Mortal Kombat back then. Full trilogy, by the way. There were cool. fighting games on GameCube. But also the best Legends. One. Soul oh, Calibur 2 is the best fighting game. So don't forget, oh, dude, oh, South Park back then. That game was awesome. South Park back then. That game was that game was sick. Yeah, more wrestling yep. games. WCW, WCW yep. versus NWO Revenge. Yeah, awesome. awesome. wrestling was games game. on GameCube too. Okay, but I don't see you listening to them, so it's clearly not part of your <laughs> argument of enjoyment. Well, I mean, there is. Um, I'm I'm telling you, games I actually played and enjoyed. Okay, well, I'm um, literally skipping games I didn't play. That, that okay. I'm seeing on this list, like there's like like this Aiden Chronic. I don't NBA know. NBA Volume, NBA Street Volume Three with the Mario characters. Yeah. Yeah. What are you not in your head for? It wasn't a good game. Yeah. You're bringing up nonsense. You're saying that's not a good game. Spy Hunter. I enjoyed. That. I'm bringing up not. I'm bringing up games. I do you even enjoy those games that you're listening right now? I had them on my GameCube and I enjoyed them. Yes. Okay, at least you can. Okay, Shadowgate sixty four. I don't know what that is. Oh, oh my! It's one of the greatest R. Okay, I'm leaving it alone. It's a top ten RPG all time. I'm just holy shit. Shadowgate sixty four. Yeah, I don't know what this is. Trial of the Four Towers. Oh, ah, I've never. I've just... <laughs> Uh, I didn't really play Killer Instinct, so I'm not gonna. Raw Killer Instinct, though, that's a good one. I, I'm not that big into fighting games, but I actually did play Mortal Kombat and like Primal Rage and stuff back then. No offense, but Shadowgate 64 looks dull as hell. A lot of N64 <laughs> games just don't have not aged well. Dude, game, all GameCube games look like shit. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Right, that's that. that. It's, See, I expect M64 to look like shit. I think GameCube, I'm like, oh, man, it's almost a Wii. But it's, it's just not. Was there another Kirby game on GameCube? Ogre Battle 64. Yeah. Raymond 2, The Great Escape. That was great. That was a good one. Blast Corps. Hell yeah. Tank action, baby. Oh, oh we had really Harvest good. Moon 64. I forgot about Harvest Moon. It's not on both. I don't know. 
It has 64 in the name. <laughs> it has 64. It's an N64 it's game. It's automatically better if it has the number 64 in the title. <laughs> we have a bunch of Mario Party games. I know so of GameCube. Mario Party, there's always a bunch of yeah. Mario Party games and everything. So that's all personal preference on which one you like more. We have the last Excite Bike with a side by 64. Mario Baseball. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a baseball game on no, the, Mars, the Mario Sports titles are well done. Oh, but oh, do we have Mega Wars. Man 64? I forgot about that. Yeah, there's something. It's pretty Italian good. Wars. Pilot Wind 64, by the way. It's a good one. Yeah. Launch we had Resident Evil 2, by the way. I know you had four. Two's pretty good. Yeah, but we got Resident Evil 4 good. and Zero. And we also have Castlevania of Legacy of Darkness, by the way. Just did throwing I, out one of the best Castlevanias of all time. Did I bring up the Metal Gear remakes? No, no, you didn't. This is the first time. There you go. That's a big deal. <laughs> That's a big deal. I never oh, played yeah. Piano 3. Yeah, I actually like that game. Mission yeah, Impossible, nice. Expect the Impossible. It's a ridiculous name, but it actually is a pretty good game. Oh, we had Duke Nukem 64. I forgot about that. Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. <laughs> I think, I think uh, we should probably stop. Dude, dude I can so keep going all night at this, baby. This is nothing. Yeah, You're looking at a list. I'm just saying stuff yeah. off the top of my head. Well, um, I'm looking at a list because we just established before I uh, played through games once. Alicia GameCube DDR Mario Mix. I played okay. through okay. games yeah. once. You know, so like I don't replay, so they don't always stick. I gotta be reminded, be like, oh, what was that game? Eric and I do this all the time. What was that game? And then we're just sitting here, go, 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 go. What the hell is it? What is it? What is it? Oh, Wave Race Blue Storm. Yeah, 64 is better. Look at him. He's like, it, instantly better if it has the number 64 in it. I, just That's what it felt like back then. Yeah, it, well, Any yeah. game that had 64 in it, Quest 64 notwithstanding. Ooh, Elusive Man with Beautiful Joe. There's Beautiful Joe 1 and 2. Oh, Killer 7. Yeah, Killer 7's good. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, look, we have Conker's 28. Look, look, look we have Conker's that for today, though. And you, you got no rare games. So you mean you, that's not true? Star Fox Adventures. That's it though, and it's not as good as it's not as good as Star Fox sixty four. So you just or it's also Star Fox Assault, which is tremendously no. underrated. Yeah, really good it. multiplayer game. I will say it is underrated. That's for sure. Yeah. Adoroids. Oh, the Holy Magic Century! Oh, that was a good game. That was a really good RPG. Well, that was a really good RPG. Bomberman sixty four. Totally good. Turok. Back when Turok running. was actually good. Super Monkey Ball one and two, mm-hmm. Sonic Chat Adventure. Force Gemini. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's, stinger. Yeah, that yeah. I knew that was going to be a stinger. That's I'm like, gem. yeah, that's 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 a yeah. real. If you guys haven't played Jet, Jet Force Gemini, you guys got to find a way to play it. It's awesome. It's really good. Well, I mean, you mentioned. Let's just talk about the big hitters here for a moment. Wind Waker and Twilight <laughs> Princess. I believe you. Like more than Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. No, Majora's Mask is literally like my number three game of all time. So Majora's Mask makes up for the fact. Well, first off, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask are also on GameCube, right? So sure, but you don't like the control options for those. No, I prefer so the let, Well, let me ask you a question. Be honest with me. Ocarina, you get Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask on N sixty four, or you get. Ocarina of Time on Majora's Mask, the GameCube versions of those, and Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. What are you honestly picking? 
There's no way. Come on. There's no way you prefer the N64 version of Majora's Mask so much that you would not pick the GameCube Zelda offerings. Also, we got Four Swords um, on, on uh, GameCube. Four Swords well. Adventures. Yep, I know. Yeah. I'm aware. I played it. Beat it yeah. back in the day when I was that's a kid. A, that, that's another. Had all living cables. Had Eric over and other I'm just people. Saying we, that, that's that's. Another, I remember that's having a birthday party where we were playing. Uh, we got five Zelda games although, on GameCube. They're pretty damn good. I do have to give. Look, if we're gonna start, be, if you're gonna start being like that, I could just talk about how like we ha- we have we 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 have an accessory that allows me to play games from a completely different generation. And I can start talking about all the Zelda games I have then. Oh, you're not aware of some of the accessories available. Shall we start listing the accessories that make other games playable from prior Nintendo platforms? Does the 64 disk drive allow that? Or are you talking about something else? You're not talking about the the Game Boy transfer pack, are you? No, not the... Uh, What are you talking about? I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it at that. But to answer your question, you, you got the five Zelda games. It's hard to deny the 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 GameCube. Um, I the GameCube but, might also have like a really like rare um, peripheral attachment that also allows it to play other games. Uh, there's yeah. also actually there is a Game Boy Advance player. There's um, a Game Boy Advance player, I believe. So yeah, go for it. That that um, gives you a lot of the Super Nintendo games. I know, but I. <sighs> Gosh, I, I love Majora's Mask on you. We should this has to be a, its own podcast. We got it. We got it. I honestly like more than Wind Waker and Twilight Princess with the gutted versions. It's the not that bad. I mean, I do like the master mode, um, the master edition of Ocarina of Time, but also like okay. Like also, the, the only also, reason it was interesting I'm, is because of the original game. Don't they also run a little bit better on the GameCube too? Like, aren't they a little bit? Oh, I, I, I that I have no recollection of. Like, I think I think the, the real the only point of contention here is you just don't like the controller. Oh, I love the N sixty four. Well, it was made for the N sixty four controller. So. Sure, mm-hmm. but I mean, you you get over that pretty quick. For the sake of being stubborn, I'm sticking with Majora's Mask. <laughs> and, oh wait, wait, wait! I also have another reason. This this is where nostalgia comes in. You guys know. I rank Ocarina of Time outside of my top 10 Zelda games. By the way, Rumble's... However, if it wasn't for Ocarina of Time, I wouldn't be a YouTuber. It is what led me on the path to content creation on the internet. Yeah, but Literally, I made a Zelda fan site that led to all of this because of Ocarina of Time. You could have become an Ocarina of Time fan on GameCube, though. Nope. I would have I been older, and I was a four-sport athlete, and I was too busy. I wouldn't even thought about making websites or doing any of that stuff. Literally, wouldn't have. It was the right time in my life. I was I was twelve. I wasn't busy on, all the time. I don't understand this argument. So Doggy said asked me if you're gonna discard Ocarina Time and Dora's Mask on N64, then Wimaker and Twilight Princess also have to be discarded on GameCube. No, they don't. We're not discarding anything. Oh, I think, he, has... I think he's I think he's saying because those games are available on other platforms. This is probably what he's pointing. But we're we're, we're comparing N64 versus GameCube. Yeah, and he's probably thinking that you shouldn't count. N64 games ported over, I think is what he's trying to say. Mm. Well, I mean, like, li- like literally, if we can only have one system, that like I know, I know, that's the thing. Yeah. When it comes to the value of the system, yeah. like it, like so, there the, I mean, the games are there. I mean, Glover. I mean, oh, I mean, the thing, the thing is, a newer system has an inherent so advantage. Damn, but I forgot about Shadows of the Empire. 
Oh man, that game was great. Let's just put it this way: you're not going to go wrong either way. <laughs> well, let me put it this way: anybody that picks a system to take with them into the depths of hell to just play forever, you're going to pick whatever system is your favorite. And if I'm honest, it'd be the Switch, anyways. It wouldn't right. be any of the. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we're excluding the Switch in the conversation. Problem is, the Switch ends the conversation. The Switch, I mean, the Switch has yeah, most as long, NES games, most Super Nintendo games, You say this, you got to remember, the caveat of the Switch, do we have internet? If we don't have internet, then we don't have NSO. Yeah, there's that. Well, the thing is... And that thing can is, affect what games you can play, too, because some, like, is Splatoon really matter if you don't have internet? The thing, internet's changed a lot. A lot of games, like, suddenly a lot of values lost without internet. Yeah, that, that is a fantastic point. Um, I do believe that you can play the NSO games without online. You just have to have the initial connection. Yeah, uh, but if you have no internet, there is no connection. Well, I mean, assuming you get... If my Switch right now, if it's not connected to the internet, I could play every single game that's loaded onto there. Yeah, because you've had a connection, but eventually it's going to ask you to reconnect, and if you don't have internet, you lose access. When does it ask that? It's like once a month. Because it wants to confirm you're still subscribed. I think there's no way I'll be. I can go into airplane mode for more than a month to find out how long. It takes. <laughs> yeah, I mean you could, but like, why would you? No, like just I... to prove me wrong. Right. But it does check. I know that it ha- it has a check. Yeah, that is tough. Yeah. Well, the beautiful thing is, I don't that, play NSO you know, games enough to know, there, but every time I do, it's always checking to make sure. This is a there. hypothetical situation that's never going to happen because, oh, right. no, yeah. like, if you are going to create yourself a bunker for a hypo- for an apocalyptic scenario, and you do want to think about entertainment, if you have the resources to set this up, the you probably can get multiple. You probably have systems. all the systems. Yeah, right, you probably exactly. have every system and every. Yeah. Well, maybe not every right. game, but all the systems. But you can you can set yourself up so you can have pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you. I mean, that's the thing. In in the situation, it, it's not realistic, anyways, because you could just get everything. It's it's more of like one of those gun pointed the head. Which system would you choose? And there is only one right answer. But the problem is, you don't know what the right answer is because you're thinking your opinions, but you're trying to think what's that person's opinions. Like I knew when you said, you know, let's say systems. I'm like, oh, we're gonna say the same system. I'm like, you're gonna say GameCube, and I'm not gonna say GameCube. I knew you were gonna say GameCube before we like just knowing the kind of games you enjoy. I'm like, he's gonna say GameCube, yeah. And I'm gonna say part SNES. of it. Is, and is, I, I is, thought, is I thought when I said of SNES, my, of my age, like I also, I also thought when I said SNES, you might go, oh, I, I can actually respect that because SNES has, I, I, I do, I do. It, respect it's, that. Ma- it's, it's the last time Nintendo had full third party support. All the games from third parties back then seemed to just be great. Yeah, and um, by Nintendo the way, had a lot of great games. Super Metro, like it's. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I love N64. Right. That was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't just in N64. Yeah. 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 Right. That was probably one of your first systems you probably got into. That that I mean, technically, the first game I ever remember is a Super Nintendo game. Sure. But the first system I actually played games on consistently was probably was, N64. It was yeah. N64. That mm-hmm. was my my first personal system. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think there are more games on GameCube that you that, enjoy that that have aged better. Uh, that, that's the other thing. Like going back to N64, some games are kind of depressing to play. If that makes any sense. You know, like not all of them, but a lot of them. Well, I have a lot of nostalgia for almost every game back then, so like it just feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it just I, feels I, right. I, I was really happy about the t- the the um, not Time Crisis, uh, Dinosaur Hunter, Turok, um, Turok. The, the remaster mm-hmm. they put on on switch that's actually a really good remaster yeah it's a really yeah. good remaster i'm glad yeah. they didn't mess that up i i i, I beat the turok that, used so to be really good awesome back in the day 
Then they, yeah. the series went to crap, and I'm really glad. I was so scared they're going to mess up the remaster. It's a nice little visual upgrade. Yeah. It's something just, it's like just super right. crazy. It still nice. looks like it. It looks, it's nice. Um, it's just, God, there's a lot of people um, in the chat. Correction, Nintendo had all the Japanese third party support. They On SNES, they had a lot of Western third party support too, back on SNES. It just so happened that a lot of games were made in Japan. If you actually look at um, the market back then, you know, gotta remember what was SNES's number one competitor? The Genesis. Where do these companies come from? Japan. Like back then, a majority of video games were actually being made from Japan. So, like when you talk about correction, it had all Japanese, there wasn't that many Western developers back then. Mm-hmm. There really wasn't. Cause you're like, oh, EA. Yeah, it had all the EA games. Like it had the Western, there just wasn't as many being made back then. Uh, but that really changed. I want to say probably during the N64, GameCube, PS2, kind of in that range, we started getting a lot more Western studios popping up. I, I just looked up the the the, the highest rated GameCube games. It's a really nice list. Some games yeah. I didn't bring up. Um, there's a few, quite a few sports games on here. Um, yeah. The sports games back in the day were, were legit. Quarterback Club 98. I should have brought that one up. All the quarterback Quar- all, Yeah, but Quarterback Club 98 specifically. Brett Favre, run to, the, run to the right. Yeah. Something that I didn't yeah, bring up not. that is a really key game, I would say. Prince of Persia. It's, a good, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good game. The, yes. the original Resident Evil is also remade. I didn't bring that up. I only brought up 0 and 4. There's actually a few really highly rated Tony Hawk games on GameCube. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4 <laughs> and 3. Yeah, there's several football games that apparently are like extremely high rated, which NBA 2K. I'm surprised. This is golf games, Tony Hawk's Underground. There's a lot of highly rated sports games. It's kind of blowing my mind. Ooh, Burnout. Yeah, because it's Ooh, sports games. Used to be Cell. Legit back in Bro, there. you got Tom Clancy's Splinter Scale, Burnout 2. I didn't, I only brought up NBA Volume uh, Street Volume 3, which is a rated 88 on Metacritic, by the way. You were throwing some flack at that. That's pretty high. Um, do I know it's higher than Volume 3? NBA Street Volume 2, right above it. I brought up Time Splitters, but Time Splitters 2 is that is a specific one I meant. I mean, Time Splitters. I mean, you want to talk about high rated. I mean, we have, you know, Ocarina of Time Ooh. at a 99, Perfect Dark at a 97. Isn't Ocarina of Time at a 98? 99 on Metacritic. What? It's the highest rated game of all time on Metacritic. Right. Yeah, I thought it was a 98. No, it's 99. I'm it's the only 99 this. in Metacritic history. For. I, I for my I don't know why I don't know if this is like revisionist history or my, my brain's like because I always thought it was oh, a, a ninety eight ninety eight already almost one o'clock for you too so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll do it I'm I'm I'm, 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 I'm just curious 99. now I'm bringing up the GameCube list as well because I want to I want to see them side by side just review wise um smaller sample size of reviews back in the N sixty four era well yeah smaller sample size in GameCube compared to today too right but. But yeah, so like boring. like the top ones, what Metroid Prime? We have Ocarina of Time, two points higher. Perfect Dark is number two and ninety-seven. Resident Evil Four and ninety-six. What list are you looking at? I'm looking at the. Uh, um, I'm on Metacritic. Yeah, I'm on Metacritic too. Perfect. Oh, but Perfect Dark is the GameCube game. I was I was thinking of Eternal Darkness. I was like, mm. yeah, Perfect Dark ninety-seven. By uh, the way, GameCube's got Beyond Mass, Good and Evil. I didn't bring up Beyond Super Mario 64. I mean, do we do, do you even want to bring up the, the Mario game on GameCube to even try to compare? Mario Sunshine is good. To try to compare. Mario 64 is great. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows that. 
Uh, Paper Mario 93. Oh, Tales of Symphonia. Mm. Well, is, is Paper Mario... Is it, oh, what's Thousand oh, Year Door rated? Oh, man. there's I'm, As I'm going through this list, I'm just other games. Wow, Fantasy, Thousand Year Door? Where is Fantasy Thousand Year Door? Star Online, yeah, Fire Fantasy Emblem Star. Path of Radiance, Ikaruga. Oh, come on. I, mean, I brought Final Twin Fantasy Snakes Chronicles too. I mean, that yeah. Was, by the way, there's too. there's more than one Prince of Persia game on Switch. Skies of Arcadia. I'm there's more than one Banjo Kazooie game, by the way, on N64. Yeah, it's called both of them. There's there, there's more. There's just we just try not oh, to acknowledge the other one. Hitman, no another other Prince one. of Persia. Try not to acknowledge. There is a Harvest Moon. Oh, Custom Robo. Yeah. By the there's way, um, Lord of the Ring, the Lord of the Rings, NFL Blitz two thousand. Oh yeah, Blitz. oh that was the that was the, the bomb Blitz. That was the bomb back NFL in the day. Blitz, freaking amazing. Yeah, forgot about that one. Ooh, the Naruto Clash of Ninja games. Those were good. Those were good fighting mm-hmm. games. Oh, but there is a good. Uh, there's also Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. That was a good Mortal Kombat game. I will say to your point, Final Fantasy probably Crystal largely Chronicles. thanks to sports games. Number thirty-seven on the uh, game on the GameCube. This is an eighty overall, and number thirty-seven on. Uh, I'm sorry, thirty-seven on N sixty-four is eighty overall, and thirty-seven on GameCube is eighty-eight. Mm. So just pointing I mean, out, you have more higher-rated games. I'm already on one hundred forty-three, and we're still at the seventy-eights on GameCube. Yeah, yeah. you're one hundred forty-three. Let me go down. One hundred forty-three is Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, no, it it does it drops down on on N sixty-four right around fifty. 51. Ooh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. There was a lot of um there's like how many how, how many reviews are even on yeah, okay, like, yeah. like eight. Yeah. Sunshine's better <laughs> Mario 64. <laughs> oh beach spikers, virtual beach volleyball. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I will Ooh, I got WarioWare. WarioWare was WarioWare was on GameCube. All right. N64. Sunshine is better than N64. Change your mind. Uh, I'm not gonna try to change your mind because, look, there. I, I liken the Mario 64 to Sunshine comparison to the Zelda one to Zelda two comparison. They are so completely different in so many ways that if you really love Sunshine, there's no way to convince you that Mario 64 is better because it, it's just the things it does doesn't happen in 64. Now, is it widely is 64 widely considered the better game? Yeah. And just like for Zelda, Zelda 1 is widely considered better than Zelda 2. But like me, I'm like the black sheep. I love Zelda 2. It's my second favorite Zelda game, or now third favorite Zelda game of all time. Actually, I gotta move it down against Majora's Mask. I guess it's four now. I forgot that Tears of the Kingdom is, is now on the list. So Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild, Zelda 2, then Majora's Mask. <sighs> Feels weird. Feels I really weird. like Zelda 2 that much. That's interesting. I love Zelda 2. Uh, but that's the thing. I won't be able to change your mind, but not to seven twelve because you you obviously if you love sunshine, like there's there's people that swear by sunshine. You'll never oh, win an argument with them. Oh, well, Frost with the, with the I mean thing. I love sunshine. Wow. I love sunshine, but uh Mario 64 has more levels. Sure. That, Make that argument. Yeah. But it's yeah. basically if you love if you love the mechanics in, in Sunshine, I mean it's yeah, oh, I, look, the, the I actually like so Sunshine. Good. I just, yeah, I like Mario sixty four better. But Sunshine, what what makes Sunshine so good is is how different it is. And for some people, that different that's just a weird different for them. So you know they how can't like, get behind it. I think it'd be a great Delfino I, Island just isn't enough. You know that they don't like a lot of people don't like the way that the spray mechanics work. It's just some people don't like the blue coins. 
you have the blue coins. But if you do like that stuff, then it's like, oh, well, just like, uh, like some people don't like the RPG elements in Zelda 2. They don't like how difficult the enemies are. They don't like the magic. They don't like a well, I love all those things. Well, I don't like the size. I love it. It's just I just want to point out that while it may be the case that we've run extra long because I was a fool for bringing up GameCube N64. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's it's one it's it's been we've been on for four hours and yeah, there's still yeah, over right. hundred people watching. Yeah, yeah right. it's crazy. That is thank you to everybody. Yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks for being here, guys. Be sure that you guys do come next week too. We because next week is the oh, biggest yeah. podcast I've ever put together. Um, just with the sheer number of people and everything I gotta manage. Uh, because it's rare that we have to talk about a Zelda game post Zelda game. Like it we just don't get Zelda game releases that often anymore uh breath of the wild back when we did we did a podcast reaction to that that was just me and eric back in those days mm-hmm. so i've never actually done a spoiler cast with a huge bunch of people so um i'm really i'm kind of excited for it and i'm also kind of nervous <laughs> but it's going to be a lot of fun it's going to be a lot of fun as I, i'm pulling every favor i can i don't have to pull it pull at her i just say hey spoiler cast and I'm, like, I'm there what wait when is it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they're asking when it is later uh but yeah i hope you guys come in for that one if obviously only if you're okay with things being spoiled there's gonna be so much talked about on that show um but you know dlc potential uh things like um timeline implications and so much more like i don't even i can't even tell you where the conversation is going to go because i'm just going to give myself like a set of little <laughs> guidelines to get it going and i just have a feeling just like tonight it's, it's gonna just fall. gonna kind of go because everyone's got so many thoughts. It's just going to go. Um, I will not be here. So, but thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, staying this late. Thank you so much for this. It's also like the most amount of super chat revenue we've ever had on a podcast before. So, uh, thank you so much for that as well. The twenty nine ninety eight and and uh, one new member we got tonight. Thank you guys for that. Uh, you can catch our podcast every podcast I heard. Otherwise, go subscribe to Andres Restart, man. Go subscribe to the man. He he's He's, he's that close to getting up to 30K. So, let's do it heck yeah. yeah might happen soon yeah Who might knows. happen very i'm glad to see you still growing while i'm shrinking as i said losing subs is my game someday you'll go up and i'll and i'll i'll, I'll meet you on the way down yeah i'll meet you at adk <laughs> that would no be so way. bad I, if i drive i lost it there's no way subs. it's not i don't even think that's like possible i it, look i can slowly bleed subs for a while at my current rate it would take about two years, but I'd be up back under 100k in two years. It's no, not going to happen. But if it just keeps up in two years, I will be under. I'll be under 100k. Yeah, looking at the the list of um, but we'll, we'll bounce back, guys. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, it's, we're it's in a lull. Like, Once Mario gets going, we'll, we'll be all fine. I, I think we're a, a new valid, channel. We're cyclical. I think a healthy. Um, wow, well, I mean. Just looking at the list, like maybe you could count. Like, if you look at the top sixty games on N sixty four versus top sixty games, here we go. <laughs> still here. man, Yoshi. I'm trying so to wrap good. it up. You're like, I can't let this yeah, go. No, no. I need to show yeah, you how man. much better my yeah. top sixty is than your top. 60. Oh, I was just gonna say, but that, but, like, but also, I I I when I when I said like I would take N sixty four over GameCube, it wasn't because GameCube doesn't have more quality games. Of course it does. Yeah, there's more than thirty quality games on N64. That really wasn't the point. It was that I've, as someone who doesn't replay games, I find N64 games infinitely more replayable. And so 
my top 30 games on that platform, I could just play those forever. Where is Gex? Gex 64? I don't know where that is on the list. I I enjoyed that game. I don't know if it reviewed well, though. I I didn't care about reviews. I didn't care about reviews back in those days. Yeah, I'm seeing some games that are reviewed poorly on 64. I'm like, nah, that's just a good game. And the thing is, they it was reviewed back when there was like four people reviewing. So like, yeah, like Yoshi story. If people don't like the game, then you're just like a game. You're just a, yeah. And, and you look, and you think of that in context of today, like back then, um, when they used the whole review scale, like a game being a, a 65 was technically actually better than average. Mm. But that's right. changed today. Like a 65 today, you'd be like, Oh, that game's dog shit. And I'm like, yeah, no, not standards. back then it was still a quality game. Like, you were dog shit when you were in like the forties. Also, for N64, because there's less people were reviewing, a lot of games are not, not even on this list. I think that includes Gex. Mm-hmm. That's possible. Yeah, that's true. There's there's probably a bunch of games that didn't get, didn't get the reviews because it was really up to magazines, basically. They had, they had to have enough magazines choose to review it. So, yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, you guys are awesome. And we'll see you next week for our episode 30 of season two. Happens to be a spoiler cast. It's going to be a lot of fun. You'll see Eric in a couple of weeks. And we'll be back yep. with some bro nation that week and Andres and who the hell knows who else. Cause I'm still building up the roster. Maybe a sombrero. Maybe a sombrero. And definitely with me having a massive margarita on the stream next week. Ooh. Ooh. I like the theme sombreros and Mark. Ooh. And tacos. And tacos. I love oh. it. Well, I mean, some I'm bro, just moderating, so I can just sit back after and just after chug down and so. eat and be Listen, like, man. Well, there's a good point. Joycey J, why don't you say something? I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Joycey J has a margarita recipe she really wants us to try. Okay. I think I think this is the date. We're going to be on the show, by the way. We're, so. we're going to have margaritas and tacos, and I'm just going to listen. I'm going to. Yeah, we're trying. I'm trying to spread it around and get everyone to get into having some margaritas at least. If you want to throw tacos in the mix? Cool. I'll, I'll do tacos. I'll make tacos. I'm, I'm, I'll mm, margaritas and tacos. Mm, be While fun. talking about the. Well, talking about Zelda. The, 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 How does it get better? <sighs> How does it get better? Margaritas and tacos with deep Zelda discussion. I'm in. This is yes. Oh. There you go, Joycey. That's that's at least two people that'll get me in. I know you'll be in, Joycey. So that's three. Here we go, dude. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm dude. I'm gonna call Cat Bergeson tomorrow and be like, "You're you're get the margarita ready. It's happening. I know he'll drink. I'm not worried. He'll 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 roll one up. Is that has a lineup in? Is a lineup? HMK yet? will too. Is HMK will definitely yet? do a margarita. Is the lineup public yet? Um, I've I've mentioned it on live stream. We have FVLAM and Nick Barrett. Well, Nick Barrett will do it. I literally just tell him and he'll do it. <laughs> I don't know why. He, he just likes to he likes to participate. Uh, Kat Bergeson, uh, Andres Restart, Joycey J, HMK, and myself. That's the list at the moment with some other people still talking to me behind the scenes to see if they can make it. It's going to so, be big. It's going to be like the Brady Bunch. We'll work out the details over the next right. few days, dude. Yeah. I need the notes because I got to go pick. I got to go pick up because her margarita has more. It's not just tequila. So um this outro has been two hours long. I know for the record. That's fine for sure. I refer to the chat. Have a good day. Peace out. Good night, guys. Peace. (laughs)